We're live! Episode 251 of Painkiller Already. This episode of PK is being brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider for premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. So check them out, link in the description, and we'll talk more about them later in the episode. Yes, we will. Guests today, we've got Wicked Shrapnel with us. Thanks for coming. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. How have you yeah. been? Doing good. This last time I was on was in February, maybe? I haven't been watching YouTube lately. What are you up to? Are you uploading all the time, or are you... Uh, I would say maybe three or four times a week. Oh. I, I pl I've been playing a lot of Destiny, and it doesn't seem like... You know, I built my channel on Call of Duty, and mm -hmm. those two don't seem to merge that well. I don't think Call of Duty merges well with anything. Like, Call of Duty fans are usually, like, hardcore Call of Duty fans, and I was, too, so I understand, like... When I was hard into Call of Duty before Ghost and Advanced Warfare, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but I was just like, that's all I wanted to play was Call of Duty. All I wanted to watch is Call of Duty. And so a lot yeah. of Call of Duty fans don't cross I'm, into other places. I'm with you. So I won't knock Advanced Warfare. I haven't even played it. Totally uneducated. By looking at the videos, it looks like a decent game to me. And it does, doesn't it? I, I haven't seen people. <laughs> like, I know people hate on it because people hate on every COD. But I feel like it's my impression from outside is that Advanced Warfare is pretty good. But I hated Ghost so much that I didn't buy the next one. Wow, yeah. like, you had a lot of residual well, hatred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Advanced Warfare, I will say like the good things they've done. They put a lot into the game to kind of keep it going, like the gun releases and mm -hmm. the different things that trying to keep it fresh but the core aspects of the game there was just a lot of things that i didn't like about it just how it played which they can't really so, change unless they recoded the whole game with the deal like with the gun releases it used to be like if you had that then you only played with the other people who had the dlc so you only play against good players yeah is that still the way that happens <laughs> well i haven't i've I've been looking at this from the outside. <laughs> so, mm, okay, okay. I haven't really been playing it that much. So. My friend, my friend Joe Lozon, name dropping Woody. He plays Destiny too. He made the same transition. Like he played COD all the time, and now he's kind of a Destiny yeah. guy. I think. I'm a total addict. Do you, do you have? He has three level thirty five characters or something like that. Does that mean anything well, to you? Well, they're up to forties level cap now. Oh, okay. Like, 310 is the light level cap and I'm at like 307 so it's a grind to get all the gear to get up to like the max level which... yeah that's when I quit is I got yeah. like when it first came out I got to like level 20 and then I guess that's when it was like all right you can't just level up by having fun anymore now you yeah. have to you know spend 20 minutes searching through rubbish piles all over these goddamn planets for little things to make your gun a modicum better and then after 10 of those you might level up <laughs> And it was like, I'm yeah. not doing this. This is a chore. This is like, I'd rather go to the post office or get something actually done. Because that's what this feels like. Is that still what it, it is? I heard they revised it, it to it make is, it more fun. I mean, there is there is some of that still. So special, but they've made it more fun with like the quests. So you have certain things that you have. You have a checklist of what you need to do to get certain things done. Although there is still the randomness of getting certain gear to drop randomly, like in the raid, to be able to reach the max light level. So it is a grinding game. I can't judge too much. I did spend countless hours on like three different Skyrim characters just making iron daggers and leather yeah. straps just so eventually I could, you know, get yeah. something that wasn't complete shit. But yeah, if you're not enjoying the uh, the core aspects of the game, then it can feel like a chore. But if you just like playing 
then you know he said do it over and over he said something interesting about cod channels not transitioning into anything else yeah it's, it's you're it's, right it's hard like, I, there, there's been people that done it like captain sparkles went to minecraft and mm -hmm. I, i'm sure that was a hard transition Anners transition yeah. to anything he wants to play so right it's a nice transition if you can yeah, make it there's, there's, there's <laughs> exceptions to the rule but I, you know what I was thinking about doing with my channel? Um, I, it's, it's a ripoff of someone else's idea, so I'll fully admit that. But I've been flat out inspired by the Vlog Brothers. Do, does anyone here watch them too? I haven't heard of them. No? Okay. They're a popular channel. Um, and the, they're, they're wildly successful. Like some of the most successful people on YouTube. Uh, there was a, a movie, A Fault in Our Stars. Have you heard of that? Yes. Okay. It was like a top of the chart or whatever. One of the vlog brothers wrote that. Um, okay. There was another one called Paper Towns that was out just recently. He wrote that. Uh, his brother is writing a book, I think. And um, you know, so, so the others were books that turned into movies. They're wildly successful. And um, they often talk about things that are complicated. And it seems like sort of the transition that maybe I could make. Like my YouTube channel, while it was a COD channel, it was often not about COD, right? It was like Mail Monday right. stuff. I remember I talked about Google's business strategy and becoming an ISP. I'd have these Tech Tuesday type things where I'm diving into the details of, you know, PlayStation 4 versus Xbox on the rumors and EEPROM and whatever. Um, but just having Call of Duty in the background made it a Call of Duty channel. Exactly. So <laughs> you know, then I had some COD stuff. I gave some tips early on when people still benefited from them. Uh, I felt like after a while, everyone got so good, it was difficult to give tips. Um, and then uh, I had dissecting the greats and stuff like that. But, uh, but by and large, every video was like, and this one's not about the gameplay. <laughs> and then I would kick it right. off. Um, I thought about doing that again for this release of COD. Like, oh, fire it up again. But it appears that COD's just gone. You know, the, the community's not popular anymore. That, well, that it just seems about how the person ran their channel. Like you said, with like CNNers or Captain Sparkles, they transition but it's only the COD channels where the content wasn't like, all right, you're going to get to B-flag within three seconds and then throw a Semtex this way. Like, all those ones seem to be falling by the wayside. Like, only the ones where it's personality-driven or topic-based, right. and it's like, oh, I'm playing, you know, Domination. We're not going to talk about it because it doesn't matter. Like, those ones but, seem to be doing but there, okay. But there are still, like, Call of Duty news-type channels. Ali A is still very mm -hmm. successful in Call of Duty. So, I mean, it can happen, but it seems like there's not as many of them. They've kind of, people have focused on a, a few channels that they go to for those kind of things and the know. other channels kind of fell by the wayside. When I, yeah. <laughs> when I daydream of the videos I make, it's usually like a, a high production quality vlog, you know, with actual studio lighting and a good camera and you know, you sit down in there, your little chair where you're supposed to be talking and, and doing your thing. Like I, that's what I think I'd like to do, but we'll see. We'll see what I did play, did you play the Black Ops 3 beta? No. Nope. I uh, yeah I, I wanted to I was really interested in it people even gave me codes and if you gave me one I'm really grateful in spite of I didn't use it it meant a lot to me that people thought of me you're welcome Kyle gave me some <laughs> yeah yeah another guy got some PC ones etc but then we went on this survival trip and we came back and the beta was over like so we okay. were like out of just bad timing yeah it, it, it I did I did enjoy it it sort of ended on me before I enjoyed I got it. a chance yeah I uh I played um I got to level 15 or 17, something like that. So 
you know, not an expert by any means, but I really enjoyed the new aspects of the game. I like the underwater thing. I like being able to shoot the guns underwater. That was cool. I didn't realize. Yeah. Well, I pulled the trigger out of instinct, but I didn't expect the gun to shoot, and I, you know, <laughs> killed the guy with a shotgun underwater. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know what it's called, but there's sort it's of like a kill streak. Yeah, the built special in abilities. The special abilities, and like I used the one with the. Uh, it's like a six-barreled grenade launcher, and each round splits off into three more and explodes like a cluster bomb. And yeah. I'm just spamming that thing, just having a great time. Um, and a lot, of time period a lot of that, what? like the supers, are from Destiny. David Vonderhaar is a big Destiny fan, so I think that he was inspired by Destiny for a lot of that stuff. A lot of people hate on COD for that. Like, there's Halo aspects that are, you know, inspired by Halo, and and yeah. but I feel like. If you could rule any advancement completely off limits for being, you know, replicated, then right. you're going to hold gaming back. Right. I like that <laughs> they take, like, good things that people like about other games and incorporate them in their game. Like, the Titanfall wall running is in the Black Ops 3. The Destiny Supers are in the Black Ops 3. I'm sure that they wouldn't say that they were inspired by those, but, I mean, that's where it came from. <laughs> it, yeah. To me, I it is. I thought the wall running was really intuitive and easy to do. Like, I fell the first time I tried to, like, go between that wall where there's a drop off on the bottom but right. the second time i had it and you know i don't think i fell again yeah. um titan falls ah, an interesting like, enjoyed I, it i can't think of a game that had more hype and interest that has fallen off a cliff faster than titanfall that was a three-week game yeah it, it it just wasn't like big enough i think there was a limited amount of guns with a limited type of gameplay that you could do and after you did it so many times it just kind of felt like oh i've been here done this and Whereas Call of Duty, it almost feels like a sport where, you know, people don't get sick of playing football. You've been playing football for 20 years. Don't you get sick of that game? You know, mm -hmm. like, no. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, I hope I'm a little worse. So I was never the best player. But in spite of all the fussing, I was actually good. I didn't say great, but I was good. You know, if you were playing, you probably want me on your team. You know, if we're in a pub or something like you'd rather have me on your side than the other. Um, I was a, definitely a positive player, and I played objectives, and it helped. I'm worried that if I come back now, like the Advanced Warfare had the boost. I've never played that. Uh, there's wall running. There's boosting. Uh, it's I'm, not too hard to pick up, I don't think. I'm afraid I'll get a suck. You'd pick it up. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I felt like um, one of the things that <laughs> you can like straight, you can kind of like, you can like strafe slide. So you like if there's a corridor and you're like waiting on the guy to come through the corridor, and, you know, you normally expect them to walk through or maybe jump through and drop shot. Mm -hmm. Now you can come in. You can come down that corridor fly, literally sliding on your ass or something sideways, like boosting by while aiming at the guy. Like, it's, it's, it's impossible to deal with that. There's, there's a little bit. There's a bit of a skill Plus the way there. the lag goes. Like, he knows before you do because he's the mover. And, uh, yeah. It, assuming, yeah. So that's. There's just the right amount of chaos in the game to make grenades it are great. Interesting. I, I thought the grenade explosive like range or power, whatever you want to call it, was perfect. They Wing were actually getting kills. And Wings of Redemption had a complaint that was a compliment in my head. He said that the maps are kind of small and a little chaotic and such, which made me like think yeah, Black better. Ops Two. And uh, Black Ops Two, in my head, my head had beautiful maps. I like that. It, Black Ops Two was not a hiking simulator. You know, you got into the action and it happened in a hurry and. It was cool. Yep. Uh, I'm hoping they take a different path with zombies for this one. Like, still the big elaborate maps, but they take a step back away from, like, the you have to go through three hours of solving these random riddles 
to get the special gun yeah, or I hate like that. The, the staff in that you need big, a guide. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need you honestly every time I would play it the first time I'd need to work with a friend who somehow figured all this shit out right away or yeah, have a we, YouTube I, I video played, going. I think yeah. it was you me need and you and that, your girlfriend you? and maybe some yeah. guy that was helping us one night. Yeah, when what, we were playing, what system are you on? Uh Xbox. Ooh, perfect. And yeah, PlayStation 4. So yeah, but, I'll get But people love the Easter eggs. Oh wait, you don't have the Xbox elaborate Easter eggs. Oh, good. Is yeah, I'm with you. Right. I, what's uh, the cowboy on one? Either. Oh, the cowboy one? The Wild West where you had the bank? Yes, and the witches. Yes. That one was... That was my favorite was, one ever. Yeah, it was way too easy once you got going with that special weapon because it never ran out of ammunition and you could just jump and float over barriers and then give yourself like three minutes before the zombies could run around the whole map to catch you. Yeah, that was a really fun one. That it, it's one easy. with the robot was impossible. I played it almost exclusively in groups of four. So one guy would have that gun, but it took a lot of teamwork and sort of to also be protected by it. But um, uh, yeah, I, I that was my favorite one ever. I yeah, think I maxed out my bank pretty early throughout <laughs> the playing of that, and so every time I played, it was like, oh, I hope I can save up enough. Oh no, wait, I'll just run to the bank and take out thirty thousand points, <laughs> and then buy everything on turn three. Like, <laughs> kind of made it not fun, but I liked it. It's it's fun to be OP. Yeah, I always had a good time with it. But. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely down to play some zombies uh, whenever it comes out. I, I I always like the zombies, but you got to have people to play with. It's no fun by yourself, yeah. or I don't think it's it is. especially not fun to play pub zombies <clears throat> most of the time because there's always like, like if you the see trolls. like triple X sniper six triple X and triple X sniper six triple X parentheses one or whatever it's like oh well fuck you know i've stumbled into a fifth grade sleepover and they're <laughs> not gonna do well like guaranteed oh. they're gonna be doing and you don't thing. know if they like when i go to play zombies it's like all right this is what i'm doing for the night the next maybe four or five i don't care if it's six hours like if it's six hours and we're still going we're on like level 80 90 or something mm -hmm. i'll keep playing i'm not gonna stop till we die i don't mm -hmm. know if they have that same amount of dedication no they have bedtime you know they <laughs> have bedtime <laughs> they got it the, you know, i'll chip off one issue I have with zombies is I'm never quite sure like what the correct level of selfishness is, right? If you play with Mercadurka, I will tell you whatever that skill goes up to, like he plays at 100 selfishness. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't pick you up unless he is positive That's a zombie won't touch him even once. If I, there's if there's know, kills to be points. had, he will stake out that spot. You know, in the beginning, the very beginning, when everyone's like knifing windows, <laughs> he will steal your zombies right in front of <laughs> what is clearly <laughs> your like, window. Taylor, Taylor, look, is, Taylor's got eight kills. Yeah, yeah. All across the board. And, and you know, like there's like you look at the bank accounts. It's like six thousand one hundred, one hundred, fourteen hundred. He's like, Kyle, would you get that door for twelve <laughs> hundred? Hey, hey, I don't do that. I do. I do take a lot of the kills, but if I've got way more points i will buy the doors so way you know. more maybe i don't know he yeah, plays it more points. full selfishness taylor plays it full selfishness all the time and um i err in the other direction too like, much too yeah. much yeah like i will I I'm will pick you up. You. Yeah, Don't I am coming me. to save you. I am Captain Hero. It's my favorite thing in all of video games is to be the guy. It's like to be the man that saves it, that, that saves the day. And um, it, but sometimes I'll die picking a guy up when I would have been smarter to. You know, yeah. clear it out just more. Clear or tactically, let people die. If it's early in the game and they mm -hmm. don't have anything, and you could lose it, it's like just let them die. What are they going to lose? Sixty points. It doesn't matter. Playing with Woody on a map that he doesn't know in zombies is like. You're back to back firing off, you know, getting a bunch of points, and then you turn around and Woody, like a 
three-year-old at the mall, you're like, oh, God, where did he go? What, is, <laughs> where, where, what has he done? Where is, and then you, you just see that little icon pop up of Woody's Gamer Tag yeah. is down. Like, oh. <laughs> pick me up, pick me up. <laughs> it's always fun, though. And I am a bit of a slow learner. Like, there are other people who have, like, some kind of, like, zombie sixth sense. The guys who figure out those Easter eggs and know the maps and such. And, uh, like, I'm... I really need my handheld. I would never figure those out on my own. Some of them are just insane. Some of them are so complex. It's just silly. Yeah. I, it, like, it's a turnoff. Like, I, I remember watching Syndicate's videos teaching you how to... It was the map with the bus that goes from fiery gas station to fiery gas station yeah. or whatever. And he's going. He's got like a 20-minute video teaching you how to do this thing. And, I, and like 10 minutes into it, I'm like, I don't want it that bad. Yeah. I don't want it this bad. Like, like, like I just I really don't. That, I, I'm, well, I'm out. Was it called Transit Dead maps? Town or something? What was the one with the Wild Wild West? Did you ever do the Easter egg with all the orbs and stuff? Oh, yeah. It takes yeah. hours. And there's aspects of it that like take a lot of skill to do. It's not just a knowledge Easter egg. Like you have to like do shit in a certain amount of time or catch like butterflies in the air or shit. I forget how mm -hmm. it worked, but you have to like well, grab I don't even remember the Remember the one out in the big open trench warfare style field with the giant robots walking around? Yeah. Yes. Like I, I have played by that, that for robot hours. many times. I played that for hours with like a guide teaching us how to do the things, and still like I don't, there were those staffs, but there was this thing where you'd like only every now and then would this plane fly over, and you had to shoot the plane, and then it would drop a thing, and you had to pick that up and do a thing with it. But that's just one little <laughs> yeah. piece, and there's five more pieces, and that's just to get one thing done. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like no, I just wanted to shoot the zombies. It was ridiculous. I, it was, I remember that night, me, Kyle, Melissa, and. Jordan, the guy who would learn everything right away and help us, we got to like round twenty-one with no special stuff, and we we're like, we want, we want the stabs, we want the stabs. And he's like, all right, uh, how much time you guys got? It's like <laughs> we can do this all night. And so we just, for probably two, two and a half hours, one of us would take turns babysitting the zombie, and he'd be like, all right, we got to run to the complete opposite side of the map. You're gonna see a chest. You're gonna knife it three times, not four, not two, three. Then it's gonna pop out. You're gonna grab it. Then you're gonna go hope for a plane. It can take 15, 20, sometimes half an hour for it to show up. You shoot that. Then you're gonna wait for the zombies or the robot to come by. Only step under the one with the white light on the bottom of its foot. Otherwise, you'll die, and we have to start this over. It's like, oh my god, dude. like we spent two hours yeah. until all like, of us how had staff. How did people figure that out? It's so because they don't give you a guide. You just people. No, just the staff was a letdown. The staff was a letdown, quite oh, frankly. Was. I don't think I had like a top tier staff. I had like a mid grade staff, like not the worst one, but certainly not the best. But still, it was like, yeah. this is this is a power you know, weapon. We had shit to do the next day, it, and we didn't have time to go get it upgraded because you have to upgrade yeah. it afterward, and it takes even longer. You know what was um, it was a letdown. Alcatraz, right? I think that was the map name. Is Alcatraz, and you could assemble a plane and fly it off. And I literally thought I was going to win zombies for the first time in my life. I was like, yeah. yeah and and it might have even been Taylor. I forget who was my guy, but it might have been Taylor who showed me how to uh, like build the plane and fly off an mm -hmm. Alcatraz. And it's basically another transporter. You just land somewhere else and keep playing. Yeah, yeah you land it, somewhere else. And there is a way to, to win back. in that one, but it's borderline impossible. I've never won then. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. an Easter egg to win where... But you have to have, like, I think either three or four people and only one party can win because, like, the rat turns on you in the end and you have to kill whatever player is playing the rat. And if you do that, you can win. And it counts the other guys a win, but it's just, like, really? Like, <laughs> I don't even build the plane on that map because it's a shit show. It takes forever. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, but well, I'm, I'm looking, for, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to, to, this, to seeing thing. Yeah. what's new in zombies, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, me too. 
going to be fun. But I think I agree. I think we are, we're, we're all in agreement that what we don't want is a puzzle. And we really don't want a puzzle that's, I mean, all right, some puzzle well, stuff. Like, it's it's like okay to have pro- that stuff as an addition, but not be needed to just play, you know. Yeah, to get the cool weapon, For you sure. don't want it to be yeah. integral that you do some goofy now, puzzle. Now, I, I, I'm told, someone in the comments will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure, but isn't the Xbox One going to be 960p and the PS4 going to be 1080p? Probably. Nah, I don't <laughs> care. I don't know. Makes uh, no difference to me. I'll still I'll pl- I don't have a PlayStation Four and uh, I'll, I'll play on the Xbox. I like, I like that controller better. Way more you like the PS Four more? Mm-hmm. I tran I transitioned to PS Four. I had a lot of problems with my Xbox One and just the party chat system. And I've even gone back. I played the the beta on it, and the beta for Black Ops Three crashed almost constantly. You had to delete. I had to create a new account with like no friends on it. Like there was all this different stuff you had to do to get the beta to even play, which people are saying, well, it's a problem with the beta. But I played the beta on the PS4 and I didn't have those kind of problems. Yeah, I didn't have- yeah, I had lots of connectivity issues with the beta. I have both. I don't even know what I have. I have two or three Xbox Ones. I know one's still in the box, and I think I have two PS4s, but I've never turned them on. So they're all neither of them. You never played Xbox One or PS4? No, I have played Xbox One because okay. Ghost looked better on it. But I, I have an Xbox One that's in the box from like a sponsor deal or something. And I don't know. I'm, I've got what I need. I'll just put them in this rack and we'll set them all up and it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the PS4 way more. I, I, I must have had to uninstall and reinstall NHL 15 on my Xbox One like six times. That's not good. I, when no, does the game come out? Hours. Usually November, November 8th. Is... No, November. Oh, yeah, I think you're there's right. There's a 5th. Really? So, early November. It's like on so a right Friday, at a I month. Yeah, should, PKA uh, plays Nazi zombies. We should, uh, we should maybe try November to 6th. get one. Sixth Friday. Yeah. We should do a, a road to uh, what's this game called? Black Ops. Black Ops Three. Road, yeah, road to Black Ops Three. See if we could bribe some. You know, the economy's see. See, the economy's better now than it was back when we were trying to bribe <laughs> them in the old days. I feel like nowadays the GameStop guys would be like, yeah, fuck this shit, bro. Give me a hundred dollars. Like back Because of the like, better economy, you think, oh, they won't care yeah, about their jobs. About losing their job Get a new job. Go out, go down the street and go to Gamefly, some other place, you know, Walmart yeah. or something. <laughs> See, I'll tell you, you kind of got to follow through on this stuff, though. Like, it, you're, you're often the first one to make the promises that the fans really, really want. Oh, I'm making no promise. I'm just saying we eBay. should do it. I'll I mean, do you it. call them right now. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to them. I mean, uh, that's fine with me. Like we, Those are easy. Um, the, I feel like the getting... I, I was literally about to calls. call them right now, but it's October. It's a, <laughs> it's a month in advance. Yeah. Like They don't have it. Yeah, well, maybe, it we, you know, maybe we can get a guy in line. Like, like, look, a man, week before. As soon as this thing gets there, I need a copy. I need you to make that happen. I need some overnight yeah. shipping. We can call and build some rapport with the stockroom guy. You know, get a I relationship like that. going. So, so when you I call, like building rapport. Uh, Oh, hey, Kyle. How's it going? Still got yeah. those games for you. Seven of them, right? Yeah, All right. Advanced Warfare on eBay for like 120 bucks, like a week early. This is going to mess up the formatting, so cut me some slack, everybody. That's all right. But um, Oh, before we move on to the next topic, just a quick thing. So I am starting up YouTube a bit again, doing my own podcast over on my channel. So follow the link over there if you want to check it out. Uh, who knows what topics will come up? It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys should all come. So, cool. see you there. By the Sweet. time you see this, it should be up on my channel because this goes up nice. on Saturday. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
just shooting the shit by myself again. Like, like is it days. weekly? Uh, it will be. It will be weekly. I think you should oh. smoke a cigarette like... Uh, Kyle, take it away. GameStop. I'm calling GameStop plus Cricker, where you can now pre-order Assassin's Creed Syndicate to the surgery. How can I help you? I don't want that game. So, what's the, the, the new Call of Duty that comes out next month? That's what I'm interested in. Uh, the Call of Duty comes out November 6th. Ah, that's, see, that's a problem, because I'm going to be flying out of the country just at the end of this month, and I want to get the game before I go. When do you guys actually get the game in your possession there at the store? Do they ship them uh, there before the release date, or how does that be, work? It would be the 5th, because we will probably be having a midnight launch for it, so the 5th. You only get it a day before the street uh, release? Yeah. Well, see, that's no good. How could I get it, like, a week early? How do you make that happen? Uh, that wouldn't be possible through uh, Oh, it's possible. But but how do we make it happen? I need you I, I need you to put your thinking cap on here. See, I've done this before and you got there's all kind of nefarious ways. I've given hand jobs, I've given cash, whatever it takes, I'll make it happen. So, um, do you have any serious questions? I have a very serious question. I want this game early. I'm willing to to pay you if there's some way that you can help me arrange that or provide sexual favors, whatever you'd like. Uh, no. Do you know what a rusty trombone is? Alright, then have a good day. Oh, come on! Don't... (laughs) I don't think he's gonna help you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what a rusty trombone is? Do you you guys know what a rusty trombone is? I I do. I unfortunately do. Isn't it like the guy's ass while you jerk him off? Like he's a trombone? (laughs) Yeah. Some things you just can't unlearn. All right, who wants the That's next one? one? I wish I could. <laughs> who wants the next no, one? No. That was a good one. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Are you, can you... I'm sorry. I, I called it instead of adding it to the call. I made a mistake. I need to try again. All right. I follow. It's all right. All is forgiven. See that 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 worries me that they only get he's claiming only a day before street release. I feel like maybe lies. Best Buy might be the. I like Best. I hope he lies. Thanks for coming, GameStop. Where you buy and sell used games? This is Edwin speaking. Hey, Edwin. How are you? Pretty good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So I'm looking to get Black Ops 3 early, and I'm calling around seeing um, you know, who can work with me on this. Um, early? You mean like before the release date? Yes, that's exactly. Oh. I'm glad you and I are connecting on this. <laughs> it's, something, it's something we can't do, unfortunately. Well, I mean, we can't do it. Like, I know GameStop doesn't do it, but you might do it, right? Like, maybe you and I can, can work something out. <laughs> no, we, we can't, man. So but... when does GameStop get the game? You're going to have it, like... Yeah, maybe three days early, five days early. It all depends on shipments. I mean, I've seen sometimes we get our games like the day of or the day before, but they're street dated, so where we have a, a, a box we can't open until the day of. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't open. I mean, that's what is that... this Indiana Jones is gonna melt my face? Tell that <laughs> man to get me a video game, Woody. <laughs> so I, you can see I've got pressures on me. I I, I work with a number of large YouTubers. And uh, and these guys need to get the game early as a competitive advantage, and they will do literally anything. They they will pay big bucks. They will they'll provide you things that you might want. I, I don't know. Like I don't know what you're driving right now. Maybe something better could happen. <laughs> no man, I just got this job, and that's something that can easily cost me the job. 
I, it's a GameStop job though, right? Like you, you could get another job just as good. Okay, how does six copies at a hundred dollars a copy sound? If you can get it three days early. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a no. I don't think like yeah, it's just a no, man. One twenty-five a copy. You can try mom and pop shots, but it's not going to happen here. Why? You know, I, I've often had no luck at GameStop. What, what is so wonderful about this place? That, that no one will risk their job for a GameStop uh, to help us out, to get a little bonus on the side. Well, I mean, if you're, do you have anything else you want to ask? Or you're, you're only asking about that? Are you asking because me on a date? Answer, that, that's a crime that's against the law. And that's something I can go to prison for. You it's not totally not. No, no. It's not a crime. It's not a crime. It's just a rule, right? This is just a, a guideline. Street date. And he hung up on me. Oh. Yeah. You guys, you know, he could You're go so to prison serious. for this. What law? Like, yo, what, law? What, are you, what are you in here for? Oh, I sold Black Ops 3 <laughs> on November Let's throw him in the kitty diddler section. <laughs> what law enforcement agency is running around handling that? Like, like Johnson, and, Johnson and Peters, we're from the video game enforcement agency. What the fuck? Get out of here, asshole. You don't have a gun. Uh, What's Black that, a Nintendo blaster you got on your side? Yeah. yeah that one, uh, yeah, also no. But really, unless it's a mom-and-pop shop, I think he's right. GameStop is never going to help. See, I keep hearing about this mom-and-pop shop that everyone... Yeah, I went to the mom-and-pop... What is that? Like, where are it, their privately-owned video game stores? I don't I know. I've never encountered that. There are mom-and-pop... used game stores. Board game stores on, on around the internet. here. There's that one website that's, like, notorious for, like, selling the games early that everyone suggested. I forget, It was, like, Super super Toys or something like that. I forget you check what it's Silk called. Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We should the start most our benign own thing, thing ever searched for there. Thing. Yeah. PKA should distribute games. It should be like shadygamestop.org yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, Shady yeah, send us the game. Yeah, Stop. Us. We'll, we'll honor street date. Sure, we <laughs> will. <laughs> I just, man, he... He really broke out of the big guns of excuses right away with prison. He didn't say, yeah, like, I could see a time over there. Yeah, I never had my opportunity. Like, I used to offer him, like, salsa and sexual favors and shit like that. <laughs> this guy, like, I, I don't know. I wasn't getting any bounce back from him. I, f I, I, um, I like ordered the best her. guy. Very loyal yeah, employees. Best buy or Walmart? <clears throat> I, feel, I feel like Walmart's always a group. What could you offer them? Uh, what about a job? What if you offer them a job with you? Be like, look, man, we got this racket together. We're selling these games for $500 a pop. I'll give you $250 a pop. Let's make this happen. We can, we can make some money here. Ooh. Give you $150 a copy for the game, and I'll get you two years uh, Costco membership. I should offer him a job I at Woodycraft. I run a small <laughs> video game distribution company. We we we, distri we distribute games, and we also have escorts. So I think maybe you help me out with some games, and I'll help you out with one of the ladies. Chandra, Chandra, get over here. And then like, Just then totally, you daddy. Oh, <laughs> I could get Jackie over here. <laughs> Just for a female voice. What? What do you want? Think she play along? Uh, 50 50. I don't know. If <laughs> Jackie would not feel comfortable here. doing that. I don't feel No, like probably not. But <laughs> Taylor's girl might. Hey, hey, Jackie. <laughs> like you're a prostitute so we can get some video games early. It'll be a blast. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, won't, no. this won't come back to her at Open High School at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know this is a silly question because we both know, but you can act like a whore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no I way. feel 
like on that one. I feel like GameStop employees have get, taken a blood oath or something like that. Like they're more honorable than Ned Stark over there when it comes to those video games and street dates. So uh, maybe <laughs> we should do some research into like mom and pop stores. But I've always felt like the Walmart employee is like the the easiest to tempt. Like I've talked to those guys in person and been like I felt like I was this close from like getting them to go in the back and do something nefarious before. They are not getting paid well. We need to wait at the least two weeks before pursuing this further, I think, because I don't think any of these people know shit about when they're going to get it. Like, what's the standard, yeah. like, tenure like a of week. a GameStop employee? Did any of these people even work here last year when they were getting the game? Like, <laughs> right. no. Yeah, yeah he said he just started. I just got this job. Yeah. Just yeah. got this job. How attached to it can yeah, he really be? Risk it. Or maybe, uh, maybe he's in high school or something. That would be shitty to lose that. I uh, I, love they date the law. I could call a Walmart. Yeah, let's call a Walmart. All right. Who's going to do it? I, I, I could either try and redeem myself, or uh, we could hand it off to another guy. Kyle's going to be silly. I want to see Woody actually, because you're going to be the best at actually getting someone uh, to give us the game. I'm not historically, but we'll see how this goes. the phones. No, it's typical they Walmart. Never do. <laughs> this yeah, is normal. Do. You should ask who's working in like one department and then be like, oh, okay, thank you, and then have them connect you to a different department. I think. Hello? Hey, how are you? Is Jamal there? Is Jamal working tonight? I'm not sure what department he works in. Uh, electronics? Thanks. Look, Jamal worked at my house. He was an eight-time felon. It was worth a try. <laughs> Electronics. Hey, how are you? This is Woody. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Jessica, Hi. look, I'm trying to get Black Ops 3 early. What time does Walmart... What date does, will Walmart get a game like that? Like, how many days in advance of release? You know what? What? My gamers are all gone home for the uh -huh. night. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm not the gamer, so I have no idea when we're releasing that. Huh. I'm not. I'm not even sure, and I don't know. If, uh, there's nobody else over here that would know that. Hmm. So. so I um. I just, don't know. I, it's probably going to be probably after GameStop <laughs> because we seem to get things late in here. Now, I'm betting that goes the other way. I'm betting that you get this game and it sits on a pallet for a couple of days before you release it. Uh, no, actually, we have we have a release date on every box we get. Uh huh. And if it's not the release date, then we don't put it out. But we'll, we get our new movies and everything every day. The only day we don't put things out is on Sunday. See, now that's what I'm talking about. There must but, be a way yeah, for you and I to work this out so that. I can get it before release date, right? You know, when they're sitting in the back and there's a release date on oh, there. Oh, no, we're not. We are not allowed to. Yeah, all right. I, I know you're not allowed, but uh, I'm trying to work out something just between you and I, Jessica. <laughs> I can't. 
You Jessica, can. you really don't, don't need would, to worry. I don't this even is know uh, if we had that at all yet. I don't know. This is Woody's representative, Cliff Hutchinson, attorney at law. I specialize in release date law. Uh, honestly, it's a lot of red tape, but for the most part, it's not going to be anything you can't get by. Uh, it happens all the time. Uh, you, this gentleman here that I represent is more than happy to pay you double, maybe triple the value of the game if you're willing to work with him a little bit. And I guarantee you, uh, you know, class in '98, Harvard Law, specializing in video game release dates. You have no concerns. Thank well, you. I know, <laughs> I know, I'm not allowed to. So, <laughs> Jessica, I, now we're just getting into semantics here. I know you're. you're these are rules, not laws. Uh, you see what I mean? There is some red tape, but you can certainly get by it. There won't be any repercussions. Hell, if they try and fire you, I'd be happy to take your case. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I, I'm letting you know. I have. I don't know when that game is coming in. So. <laughs> Well, I'm not even the one to be talking to about it. <laughs> that's why we're calling early. We're, we're trying to set up a contract inside Walmart who can let us know when you do get the game. Okay, well, I, <laughs> you'd want to talk to my department manager about that. Is Maybe she shady? We're looking for somebody shady. What was that? <laughs> I said, is she shady? We're looking for somebody shady. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> all right, all right, Jessica. Now, let, let's say hypothetically you're working at Walmart, right? And you're trying to score pot. Which of your coworkers would you go to? Yeah, I have. You got a guy in your head. You got a guy in your head, Jessica. You're like, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Which one of your coworkers do you think could find pot? And then transfer me to that guy, please. Oh, no. Say, ah, oh, you're looking for Michael. Let me transfer you. Jessica, work with me here. Oh, she hung up on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's Taylor, you did good. wonderfully. <laughs> I'd be willing to take your case. <laughs> Specializing in video game release dates. This is going to be a good Classic year for prank calls. <laughs> and I'd be happy to take the case. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. You're arguing semantics here, Jessica. Yeah, don't be coy with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, in two weeks, I think we might actually get... We should do some research on mom-and-pop stores near where you're located, if there are any. Yeah, like, there, like there are mom-and-pop stores that do that. They make money through that. be the earliest that it's going to be anywhere. Maybe, uh, I, there's a few factors, I guess. Like, like, I don't know where they distribute these things. Like, where are they actually stamping out the disc? And, and, and like, where from that facility... Like, because... You know, if you've got a Walmart right next door to the facility, I would imagine that they're getting them first, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. across the street from the, distri the distributor, like, wherever they're stamping yeah. them out. Mm. That might be. So maybe a major city is a good place to be. Um, I'll look for some mom-and-pop-style stores in Atlanta. I remember that time I was listening to some prank phone calls we'd done in the past the other day, and I had called that, uh, that porn distributor and started asking him about the panda porn. And he likes, he's like, oh, yeah, I don't have any of that. You got to go to like a swap shop or something like that. You got to go to one of those PC uh, things. And, you know, then you can get it. You got to get it there. And it, panda like, porn like that yeah, panda exists. Like people fucking pandas. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> the fuck? Oh, I just assumed it was the opposite. What does that say <laughs> <Yeah>. about me? <laughs> Either way. Oh, um, they fuck pandas the pandas? Fucking people, people fucking I'm pandas out. Are. I'm no longer interested in panda porn now that it's people <laughs> fucking bears. I thought it was an erotic kind of film of pandas making love like, no. <laughs> when you see dog porn when you see dog porn the dog's not on the receiving end on this stuff 
I don't see that kind of video. Sometimes. You do, yeah. They actually put socks on the dog's paws because they grab the woman's hips oh my. so aggressively. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you know, that is... The, imagine the learning curve there. Someone had to figure that out. That happened once and they just had to like go to a pool party and they're like, Jesus, what happened to you? Uh, you know, just a game of tag got out of hand. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so now they put like wool socks or mittens on the dogs and they can grab the woman's hips and, uh, and she's, she's no worse for wear. Wow. Yeah, good times. <laughs> That's horrific. Hey, I have a new topic. Sure. Okay. So there was an on Reddit, an explain it like I'm five on Morning Wood. Would you guys like to know about Morning Wood? Uh, sure. Who wouldn't, guess right? I'm old enough now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a scoop. Men has several nighttime erections. On average, a healthy man has three to five erections during a full night's sleep, with each erection lasting 25 to 35 minutes. It's common Waste for men to boners. It's time for <laughs> it's common for men to wake up with an erection, informally called morning glory or wood. This is in fact the last of a series of nighttime erections. During the sleep cycle, the extra blood increases oxygenation and it serves as a repair and helps maintain functionality morning wood is just a remnant of rem sleep which is why men wake up with erections now here's an interesting part just like men the absence of nereprofene during rem phase of the sleep causes erections in women this phenomenon is called nocturnal clitoral tumescence while it is called tumulescence well thank you well it is called nocturnal penile tumulescence in men in women not only the clitoris gets engorged but blood with the, with blood but the vagina too and i've heard that's called morning dew <laughs> wow in no spite one calls it that of the fact that i've been married for 20 years i didn't know about morning dew first um, i've heard of it I'm glad you said that. I really felt I, I, I was sure Kyle was going to be like, yes, I learned about I've morning dew when I was seven. I, I've known that women have wet dreams forever. So, um, I did, but, but I didn't know that they woke up all lubed and ready to go. I don't that's, think that's the same extent. It's not really the same. It's, I knew that women woke up in a state of arousal. I knew that. Wow. Just like occasionally or every day. <laughs> every, every other day, depending on what time yeah. I woke up. I, I need to get, like, standing penetration approval so I can just stick it in there while she's sleeping. Right? Like, just, just test out the old morning dew. Get a little contract signed. Yeah, some sort of uh, rape allowance. Yeah, you know? right? If you can't <laughs> rape your wife, who can you rape? Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what the Old Testament Pre says. Pre-consensual. Pre-consensual. Yeah. Pre-consensual. Oh. So, That's awful. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just I need, to, I need to get allowance on this thing, and then, um, and then we can just check out how Morning Dew really works. I'll, I'll report back. You, you can just mm. wake up like 15 minutes before her every morning. Just go exploring. Very deft. Attack. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Sleepy, yeah. sideways, doggy style. Just tell her it's for science. <laughs> no, that'll... That's a definite... No. That's, yeah. <laughs> Not a turn on. <laughs> but honey, I got the camera set up and everything. <laughs> I'm, doing I'm doing research. I'm doing research. 120 frames per second. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't shift. You're in Don't frame. You know? <laughs> uh, I, if, if I... 
I, I feel like I don't. I've, I've never done it with like the high speed functionality of my phone or anything. But with the high speed functionality of of Woody's FS seven hundred, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. I bet you could make some outstanding pornography. Mm. I bet a cum shot in like five hundred frames per second would, it would just be outstanding. Be beautiful. Yeah, you get mm -hmm. the lighting just right. Be too long. No, it's never halfway too long. through that shot, and it's like, all right. You know, you don't yeah, sound like a proper kung shot aficionado. I don't know that you <laughs> appreciate. You're not the connoisseur that Kyle and I are of yeah, the arcing kung shot. And watch that thing for t 20 minutes. <laughs> you guys are like trajectory whores. Like, ah, bullshit, get out of here. No, not enough arc on that one. This guy's ejaculate is like a shack free throw. Yes. Not enough airtime. You, you know. you trying to take mosquitoes out flying around the room. Fuck them. That's what I've been doing. Oh, I get. Wait, that's what you've been about. doing? Going after mosquitoes with your ejaculate? Yeah, all, since a child, you know. <laughs> to take yeah. Yeah. And you must always be bone dry. You're in, in Georgia. <laughs> builds, up, builds up your hand eye coordination, a number of other skills. It's, uh, it's very important. That's um, impressive. Oh, so I have here Woody's Gamertag's flamethrower. How awesome is this? It's way smaller than the other one he has, and it's got those World War One fighter. Do like, I knock your flamethrowers? Wow. <laughs> huh? No, I'm saying so people <laughs> on the way to work can, can know what it is. It's much smaller. It's like a concealed weapons permit flamethrower. So you were saying? What, what are these components? I'm not familiar with this flamethrower build. <laughs> flamethrower build. <laughs> so <laughs> he has another one that's more loaded. He will show you. This is mine. Um, so you've got your... Oh, that's sharp. So you've got your fuel here. Uh, gasoline, alcohol, or diesel, or a mixture of alcohol, of uh, diesel and gasoline. That's is, what I've been using. Is this something you've built? No. No. Uh, uh, this is the XM42 flamethrower. Okay. Uh, they are $900. Wow. Um, you've got a butane uh, can here to... Uh, and you've got an on-off switch you over here. you spark it up in the house? I am. <laughs> As you do. Um, <laughs> and on the back, there's an igniter. Wow. So if I were to press this button, I would shoot napalm inside my house. Because <laughs> <laughs> you keep this thing... Well, that's I an easy loaded. investigation. I like to keep it loaded at all times, just in case. <laughs> like, if there, were be, if there were to be an intruder right now, like, I could just <laughs> totally hose him down over there, and you just hear the screams, but... Oh, my God. And it's, a, it's excellent for home defense because it doesn't over-penetrate. Like, a normal gun wow. might go through the wall and hit someone on the other side, right? This one stops at the first wall. Oh, you have the best toys. I know. It <laughs> makes me so jealous. I'm so excited. That's cool. awesome. <laughs> it was a... Yeah, it was a really good day when, when I found out that that thing was coming. Uh, What's the range I, on that compared to the big one? It's very similar. So the big one kind of works like a pressure washer because it is a pressure washer wand and it kind of makes a cloud of fire out in front of you. And the range with like diesel and gasoline, just regular liquid that you haven't thickened up with napalm mixture is like 25 feet. The same is true with this one because this one, instead of shooting like a, a dispersing and sort of shooting a cloud that's atomized, it kind of just squirts gasoline or whatever fuel you're using in a really narrow stream. Um, I don't know if you can see how yeah. small that aperture is, uh, that hole. Um, so it's but it's like a lot the, smaller. The super soaker flaming death laser. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but I was, it's cool. I, I saw a wasp. When you said it shoots a today, took it out. 
When you wow. said it shoots a stream, because it, it, it really what I intend to use it for is starting fires in the backyard. I have a fire pit, and uh, and I stack the logs up. I coat it with gas. I light it, and then instant fire. That's my typical process, and I do it a couple times a week. If this thing, Kyle was like, it shoots a stream, and then it instead of just going away in a puff of a cloud like a normal flamethrower, the thing that you just shot tends to stay on fire for a little bit, right? This is yeah, perfect. It's so yeah, this is perfect for, like, you know, we have a fire outside a couple times a week. Is this for entertainment purposes or, like, cleaning up brush or yard? Home defense. All of those things. All of those things. Yeah, we, we have. <laughs> so we have a dumpster in the backyard. And in that, we put all the things you wouldn't want to burn, like roofing shingles, some sheet goods and stuff like that. But we also have, like, two-by-sixes and two-by-fours and stuff. And as Dr. Chiz describes it, <laughs> we use nature's dumpster, the sky. Nature's Nature's dumpster. It's the funniest thing, but but we do it. We enjoy uh, fires. We have um these like uh, porch swings and a big circle around the fire pit, and uh, and we light the fire and we hang out there instead of watching TV. That's cool. Yeah. So does that make your face less hot because it doesn't come out in a big billow? Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> nearly as hot. It's um, it's it's a lot easier on you uh, when you're operating it, and it's you know it's a lot more compact. Everything's right there in your hands. It's definitely a higher grade build. Um, the welds and stuff. I'll show you. Well, the other one is just what you get at a car wash to spray mud off your tires, like. That mm. looks legit. Exactly. The other one is sort of assembled components, and this one is like really handmade. Um, you know, the bracket that holds this butane canister on he on here. This thing um, is all, and it's all custom, and it's it's well made. Machine. Um, it uses an electric motor uh, that you charge up. There's a uh, like a charging wire that tucks away that you just charge that up with, um, and that pressurizes the fuel and shoots it. It's. Uh, you should have a coupon code. I will have one, I believe. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, coupon code first degree. Yeah. <laughs> Third degree. This is not yeah. safe. Third degree, yeah. Not with Kyle. He's kind of safe. He's got his Ghostbusters outfit. To yeah. Yeah, like you go any serious burns. Yeah, that's really neat. We I'd still have your eyebrows, so that's, that's good. You need to step up yeah. your game until you're hairless. need a bigger flamethrower than that to take these eyebrows down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have uh, ha has anyone has everyone seen The Martian or has anyone seen The Martian? I have not. I Want just to. saw it two nights ago. It I, saw I saw it on opening day. I think. Saw it last. I'm night. the only one. Great. I'm the odd one out. So Go I ahead, don't spoil it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll start not spoiling. Um, in my opinion, the videography broke new ground in movies. Like it, I was, I was telling Chiz, like you know, if you thought that. Gravity look good. You're a virgin until you've seen Martian. Like wow. what scenes? Would be worth going of? to like IMAX to see it. Is it in IMAX? Yes, I definitely. think so. I see Kyle thinking it over. Um, <clears throat> um I don't think their space uh, stuff was as good as Interstellar space stuff. Like when, uh, like when Matthew McConaughey was having to match the rotation of that thing, and like the ship, it, it was like spinning faster, and he's like, I "We got to do sixty scene. RPM." He, they're like, it can't go that fast. He's like, it has to. And he just yeah. fucking does it anyway. Like, that, you're rolling your eyes. But I was I, but yawning I was in that scene. I thought I it was, was reading, so stupid. You're, you're, yeah, it was well, kind of stupid. You're wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, everybody. <laughs> I, I, Thank I, God I read, it's a Lincoln. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves that scene. That's that's like the heart pounding scene. That's 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 such a huge moment in that in that movie. I uh, I thought it was good. I thought their space stuff was was good. You know, it wasn't. I don't think it was as good as Interstellar's. But their planet stuff. You know, when they were when he was on Mars, and I watched it in 3D yeah. and um, the bigger size screen, not the IMAX, but one. It was 72 feet wide and 40 feet uh, high. The screen was. Um, Sounds big. Yeah. yeah. I don't know it's how big RTX. my screen was. It, it was the movie theater. It's like mini mini IMAX. <laughs> It was exactly. It was beautiful, though. Um, the, the the Martian landscape was incredible, mm-hmm. and I don't. So he, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that you know he's on the planet for quite some time, and he loses some weight. And I was wondering when I saw his weight loss if that was CGI or real weight loss. That's got to be CGI, right? That's no, a different actor. His, it they depends. Did, no, they didn't even show his face being that skinny. Like he had the mm-hmm. beard after all that time, which hid the fact that he would have been emaciated. And when he walked out, like when they first showed him all skinny, he was drying his face off. And so it was some different actor with a really skinny, bony back. And then he hops in his suit and then you see him take the towel down. It's just a hairy Matt Damon. Matt Damon lost zero pounds for that role. I'm convinced of it. Christian Bale, like for the machinist, he like really did turn himself into incredible. And he goes, we, we talked about this in an episode a bit ago, but they someone like outlined what he did. And it was like Machinist 125, Batman 210, something like, uh, yeah. was it The Fighter? What was the movie called where he was this sort of washed up boxer? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Okay. The, and and the, he was really The light. discipline needed to do that is just insane. I, I still wonder how they do it. Like, especially said, the, I, I read some interview. He said like ate an apple a day and ran for like five miles. It's like. Just so the, burning a lot of calories, not taking any in. The getting skinny thing, I feel like the formula for that is just well known. You know, maybe take an Adderall or something that'll step up your metabolism and kill your appetite as a bonus. But basically, you're starving. Like that. It, it, look, we learned how to get skinny through Auschwitz. <laughs> you know? like, there's lots of practice there. Just but don't eat. How you get from the machinist to Batman in a year, like. Yeah. If if I devoted all my time and energy to exercising, I don't think I could do that kind of transformation. I could get better, but well, there's, I couldn't there's do formulas. that. formulas. If you give, like, you know, have to eat so much protein, and you, I'm sure it's all laid out by trainers, and you, and you have all day to work out, eat the exact right meals, like, six times a day. Like, that's your whole goal. Is So you, you don't know, think he's on your rights. job? I don't think so, no. Yeah, probably not roids realistically, but like it, there's like a team of people devoted to him, like to his nutrition you know, and his training and everything. Yeah, yeah, beeping him like, all right, eat your half cup mm. of brown rice right now and this much chicken that we have pre-prepared for you. Well, I think yeah. Matt Damon was able to do nothing on his own. He was. Those spacesuits <laughs> covered a lot of flub. Yeah, so the, the spacesuits covered everything, and went, like so, he was supposed to be like emaciated and thin, but you only see him from the back, and or like you said, like he was drying off his face, so you don't see his face. Like the, it wasn't even sophisticated cgi it was just a different dude yeah just found a skinny guy yeah and you walk for you know 30 seconds yeah apparently he uh he he wanted to lose the weight for the movie he was going to drop 30 to 40 pounds uh film that skinny stuff first and then bulk back up and film the rest of the movie but they had six months to do it and uh ridley scott said fuck that and uh they didn't so they either either used uh they're suggesting here that it was cgi Hmm. oh okay well, I stand corrected then. But yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be uh, just a different dude. Was there yeah. anything that you really hated about the movie or disliked? I liked <clears> pretty much all of it. 
I don't think this is uh, a spoiler at all, but it, there's something I didn't like. It's that the trailers gave away a lot of the plot. Oh, I stopped. Yeah. Wa I only watched one trailer. I watched yeah. both trailers many times. <laughs> I was super excited. I've been like Martian anticipating in the way that some other people might have for like Star Wars or something. And you know, we saw it like the first showing of the first morning we could find. And I was really into it. And uh, watching it through, there were major plot points that happened like 80% way through the movie that were told in the trailers. So mm -hmm. uh, if, if, if you don't want that, uh, if you don't want I, to Yeah, know, I saw the trailer, so I, watched our, it. I already have trailers the general idea of the movie. Yeah. You mm -hmm. can't watch... It, Here like, are I, the best parts of this movie. Yeah, you should just watch the <laughs> teaser trailer, and then that should be it with a, with a yeah. film. I, I, I saw, like, in the previews at the theater last night, they were playing a preview for the Point Break uh, reboot. Point, yeah. The original Point Break was pretty cheesy, but it was okay. It was a good action movie. But this new one looks awful. And the, this two-and-a-half-minute preview literally told the whole story of the fucking movie. Like, a, 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 the cornerstone of the movie is that, like, these, uh, these guys are extreme athletes, and they want to do these, like, eight amazing, like, extreme athlete challenges across the globe. And to finance it, they're robbing banks. And they need to rob, like, eight banks also across the globe. And this FBI agent's so following along with them. So they're not just surfers? Them. No, they're doing, there's, like, mountain biking on, like, uh, in, like, the Grand Canyon or something like that. Or not mountain biking, but, like, BMA, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, motocross or whatever. Okay. And they're, they're, like, jumping up onto these rock formations, and there's, like... Uh, I don't know, all kinds of extreme sports. Well, like halfway through the trailer, they're like, he's only got one more to go. And so you know right there, all right, well, they're gonna definitely going to get through the first seven-eighths of this movie <laughs> unscathed. <laughs> like, So they're going to all these different spots of things they want to do and robbing banks along the way. Yeah, uh, it'll be shit. Don't watch that. <laughs> it's going to be shit. 100% pure adrenaline. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I didn't recognize any of those actors really. They all they, they all it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be shit. But the Martian was great. Uh, I'd give it a seven point mm. five out of ten. I would say. Um, I thought that uh, Damon did a great job. You know who would have liked to have seen in that role? I don't think I don't I don't know if he would have done a better job, but it would have just been a a, a different job. Chris Pratt. Chris I feel uh, like it would have had to be too goofy. I love Damon Chris was Pratt, already but... pretty silly. Oh, yeah. I have to think I it through. I like the, Damon so much in it. Guy. Yeah, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy and imagine Park Chris Center. Pratt in yeah. there. That would have been. I feel like he'd. Have, I feel like it would have been a different movie. There would have been more silly. Um, but but I can. I just want to see him being being like, yes, yeah, so we're gonna science the shit out of this, and you know him blowing himself up and all that stuff. Like all uh, it would be a totally moments. different movie. I like One Matt Damon more. Misadventure on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> no, I give the movie a nine out of ten. And I like Matt Damon over Chris Pratt in it. Because I, I, I like Matt Damon over Chris Pratt too, but I would have been interested interested to see Chris Pratt because it's the kind of role that he could do. I feel well, like. I haven't Damon seen Jurassic World yet. I haven't seen Jurassic World yet, though, so that was. Uh, I, I'm I, maybe I will give it a nine out of ten on my interest to see this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got another thing. We were talking about spoiler trailers. I want to watch. This is an example. Let me do the uh, PKA big screen. That's oh. a little fucked up. I am so, so uninterested wait, in this. Queue up at zero. So what we do, Wicked, if you're new to this, is right. we, we, we open it, we all queue up at zero, and um, if you give me just a second, I want to fix people people's cameras. I'm the only one who's not messed up. I haven't even heard of this. 
Really? Yeah. All right. So Jessica Jones from Marvel. Is that a superhero? Yeah. It, it, yeah. So I, I sort of don't want you to know anything. I'm just doing um, shucks. I'm fixing it's gonna the fit layout. right in with Daredevil, and they're gonna put they're gonna do a Punisher as well. They're they're doing several of these. I think this literally takes place in the same town as Daredevil, but it, because it says something about Hell's Kitchen, which is a Daredevil thing to me. I'm yeah, sure there's experts the out there who who know far more. But um, here. Daredevil is great. I'll fix the rest of this later. But are you guys ready Daredevil to play? Excellent. Yeah. Get ready. Now, oh, before we start. This is a trailer for Jessica Jones. It gets me interested in it, and it ruins nothing. Ready, set, play. Bill's Kitchen. Look at her hit that. She just beat the hell out of everyone. No knife. That's it. And, and there's another one too. Uh, it, it's just as short. Definitely a teaser. Didn't ruin So who is that? Can we watch this one together too? Like, what's the backstory of this character? I don't know anything about the Marvel characters. Who's Jessica Jones? Me neither. Let's watch one more, and it'll answer hardly any questions. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yeah. Somebody playing? Nope. Oh, it's me. My I auto played on the other one. Ready, set, play. Two fifty-nine p.m. In bed, she's working the Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like she had a fun night. Mm-hmm. They're just introducing us to Jessica Jones, who we don't know. <laughs> yeah, she works third shift. <laughs> that's what that's about. Oh, nice. Oh, damn. All right. So and that's it. That's what you know. Special. Yeah, and I thought, like, this is a really cool way to, like, finally, these are things that aren't ruining the show for me. Like, I, I'm, I'm learning about I'm it. In, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I will definitely check it out and see what's all up. And uh, as, as far as a trailer, like, uh, in, the, in the Martian trailer, Matt Damon is like, all right, I'm going to have last, it's supposed to last this long, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to science the shit out of this. And I was intrigued. I wanted to go see it. It was cool. But um, um, I'm losing my train of thought. But, but this gets me intrigued without ruining, you know, what's yeah, to come. Main plot and everything. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, all right, this is a superhero. It's a hot chick. You want to see that? Yeah. <laughs> Do. She seems to have loose morals. Loose morals. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. And I like that. You know, I, I don't want a Superman. You know, I want someone who drinks too much and sleeps in too long. The Punisher is one of my favorite superheroes because there's a guy whose like, whole family's murdered right in front of him. And he doesn't have any superpowers to speak of. He couldn't crush that clock radio if he wanted to. But he's got guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> and he just shoots criminals. That's all he does. He does like, like, is he like a gung fu type guy or is he just a 
Like I just, I, I well, I mean, I, all I, I've never read any of the comics or anything. I just watched the movie and, and and read a little bit about it on the internet. But I don't think he's like partic- He's like a gun fu type guy as mm-hmm. much as he is just he takes guns and goes and kills people. <laughs> I, I think I, like like he just shoots the bad guys. There's something to be said for that, man. Like I don't know it. I, well, I've learned that I don't really like Superman. You know, well, I, I will get excited for the movies, and I think the Superman Batman thing is going to be pretty cool. But uh, Superman being boring is a is a thing that I buy into. Superman's not brave. He's a never in any danger. Superman, you never worry that he's going to win. He's never really hurt. He's just perfect. Oh, yeah, he would kill Batman yeah. just by looking at him. Yes. So the 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 problem with this, <laughs> there's going to be so I, many comments starting the battle. <laughs> Batman. Batman always wins. But the problem with that That was is like an that, Xbox like, PS4 troll. Yeah. <laughs> All of the Superman movies you're right about what you said in the way it's been presented in all of the Superman movies that there have really ever been. Like like he'll fight Zod or, or whatever every now and then, but even he he is no match even though there's 3 of them. Um but in the comics and in the cartoons, he regularly he has like there's like four or five guys like alien like supermen that he has to fight every now and then and they, and they match up with him you know he he dies uh, I can't remember the name of the thing that killed him but uh, but you know he's been killed before how do they there's, bring him there, back there are, um you, you know he, he came he, back he, he just kind of comics. came back he pulled a Jesus <laughs> and like came back out of his coffin a few days later with long flowing hair. And then he fought like the evil version of Superman that Lex Luthor had cooked up. It was like a Robo Superman. So at first he beats that thing to death, and then uh, oh yeah, that's how the movie ends. Yeah, because he in, in the first fight that he dies in, he killed the monster. So they killed each other. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like they just don't focus on any of the cool villains. It's always the same shit over and over. Just they always want to do the origin story, which is so lame. The, yeah. the origin story should be like a thirty-second like montage. Like at the beginning of the movie, and that's it. Like I don't want to see Some, Peter I Parker like get his heart like broken. Batman Begins, I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Well, the when movie they, was when called they're rebooting, Batman Begins. Yeah, when mm-hmm. they're rebooting the whole, you know, series. Some of the origin ones are okay. You know who I, did I, a great reboot? Star Trek. Star Trek yeah. did the best reboot I've ever seen. I, I thought Star Trek movies were getting a little lame with the Voyager. No. Next gen next cast, the next generation. Yeah, they were so interested in theater, and Picard's always doing like a show tunes thing, and Data's <laughs> out there bellowing his songs. And they're uh, great. They're so talented. I am <laughs> so. They're just. I'm looking for space pirates, and these guys are like drama nerds. And that's, well, I mean, there are no space. That that's the difference, you know. Star Trek's about like nerds in space always doing the right thing. That's that's the whole story of Star Trek. Well, Ew. Captain Kirk does not. The rebooted Captain Kirk, he does not behave. He gets you know he, he gets demoted. Kirk was, he, Kirk, Kirk was always different. He'd he, go down to the fan, the planet and like fist fight a fucking alien. He he's the man. Hard doing that yeah. shit. No, yeah, and and I like that. So that and then when they rebooted, so as you know, there's canon, right? This happens, that happens, etc. Uh, without ruining anything, there is space or time travel involved in the Star Trek reboot, so it makes sense. They like they explained why they don't have to follow canon anymore. Like there's some time travel, and you are free to write your own story. And boom, you could do anything. Yep, start it all over. And then J.J. Abrams went to Star Wars, and now it's not going to be the same. We'll see. We'll see what the third one's like. I uh, I'm more interested. I know that um, Simon Pegg is uh, is 
a big part of the writing process this time around. He's like super Star Trek nerd, and he also plays Scotty, of course, uh, in, in the, the new Star Trek movies. Um, so so I'm, I'm holding out hope that the, next, the third Star Trek, Star Trek Beyond, I think it's called, will be good. But I'm more interested in Star Wars. Maybe they'll finally make a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, they and never no matter have what before. they do, everybody's going to bitch and moan and be disappointed. I it's guarantee it's the number one movie of all time when it's all said and done. Like Star Wars is so? going to blow up. Yeah, totally. Uh, Star Wars is going to blow everything else away. It's going to make more money than uh, Jurassic World just did. It's going to kill set, it. Setting the bar pretty high there. You think it's going to be, be the ever. Number one top grossing It'll be all time. number one grossing all time, even if you adjust it, I bet. Well, I don't know. I've heard that if you adjust that, Yeah, like the I Sound of Music made like $10 to billion. To kill a mocking... Yeah, there was yeah. one movie, I don't remember it, but if you adjusted it, it was like most of the fucking population went. It was like two-thirds of the people went and watched that fucking movie. So Titanic was stuff. a really Titanic. big one. Yeah. yeah, but back then it was like, what are you going to do other than go to the movies? Like, oh, Mary yeah, Sue, I, do you want to sit around and wait for, you know, dude. Typhoid to get us, or do you want to go to the films <laughs> while we can? Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic, man. It's like, polio night. You gotta yeah. listen. <laughs> Titanic. Get in How old were you guys in like '92? Were you born? '92. '99. Yeah, was, was Titanic '99? Yeah, Titanic or was '99. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it was. Were you guys like relevant? Were you like six? Like I was 21. Uh, I was like <laughs> uh, in '99. I, I was like. 15 or something. Oh, 14. okay. So you're all right. So you're like, yeah, like I was old memory. enough to jerk off to the titties. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about Titanic, if your listeners are younger, maybe uh, that thing dominated like every form of media for like six months. It like, was the first film that I remember hearing about people going to watch that second time. They're like, yeah, I've seen it. You want to go again? Yeah. Yeah. Let's all go again. Dude. Like, I wasn't interested in Titanic. I saw it like three months after it came out. There aren't many movies that play like six months later, that song, whatever, like how does it? You sang that so well, I'm waiting for the copyright claim. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that song, six months later, was still, like, number one on the charts, playing on the radio, back when people listened to radio in their cars, all the time. It was just nonstop advertising for the movie. I wonder if that's the adjusted all-time best-selling movie. It's got to be the top. About it, to find that. Two or three. The sound, I think adjusted I've done that before, and the sound of music office. is number one, I yeah. think. Yeah. Gone with the Wind is one. I oh, knew it. The That's wind. the one. That's the one. Yeah. So T- during the time it's of Gone not with as the outrageous wind, as you made it seem, though. Um, but during the time of Gone with the Wind, apparently, so what's number two? Like, the Star percentage Wars. of Americans who went to the movies was much much higher. But yeah, Star yeah. Wars is already number two. This movie's going to take that over. Sound of Music is three. Movies being released back then. It wasn't like oh, it's you know this weekend in November, so eleven movies come out. It was just like oh, well, the spring. <laughs> movies here and then like oh there's a couple yeah. more you know a month or two from now this is missing Disney? jurassic so world wizard of I oz think. had to make a ton of money right that's gotta yeah. be up there it's gotta be up there good call wizard of see at where so jurassic world's not on this how uh, much did jurassic happened. world make i thought it just broke the record oh there it is it's 28th because it's adjusted what am i saying yeah 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 um yeah, going with the Titanic wind. on the list? Five. Five. Yeah, 97. Anybody want to take some bets on this? I guarantee that movie by the end of the year is number one. Takes this list over. By the end of the year, I'll take it. 
Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. when does it release? Like when Christmas, it right? Christmas. Yeah. yeah. December twenty fifth. No, no, we're <laughs> locked in. That statement. Deal. Uh, oh, deal set. Shit. <laughs> By the time it makes its run in China, by the time, because I predict that this movie is going to be, uh, I think Jurassic World may have broke the re- broken the record for Chinese box office numbers for all time. I think but this will as well. Within a year, within a year of release, definitely within. By the time it's you know out, I, I guarantee it's it's number one of all time. This is going to be huge. It's going to be massive, and like they've been uh, running the hype train for like over a well, year they said now. They said that about episode one too, right? This is gonna be yes. this is much I feel like 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 episode one was shit and it still made a ton. But of before movies. it came out, people were like, "Oh my god!" Episode, episode one, one, it's coming. Episode one <laughs> is the second highest uh, Star Wars, and it's seventeenth on the list because the hype was so real on that movie. Everyone saw it, and then they're like, "What the fuck." I was young enough when it came out that I still thought it was cool. Really? I liked the speed racing and all that. I did too. I, In I was, my first viewing, I was like, "Like this is for the video game, like the the damn speed race with the Howard Cosell impersonator." Like oh, so I hated lame. it right the away. Guy who, like the little gnat who flew around and just oh, no, I'm a, the announcer. Oh, the, the announcer. The there, announcer. Was, there, there was a whole Howard Cosell caricature alien thing going mm-hmm. on, and I hate that. It's so lame. Jar, At least Star Jar. Trek, I feel like Star Trek does a good job with their aliens, but Star Wars aliens are always lame, if you ask me. Like those tentacle-faced people and the multiple eyes play in the play in the crazy and like that's such yeah. kitty shit. Like I want hardcore, yeah. black, dark humor. Main characters getting killed off thirty minutes in, then again forty-five minutes in. I want some. Adult I'm with you so much, but people always tell me, "Well, that's not what Star Wars is. Star Wars yeah. is you know a children's thing. It is." You know, happy music being played by aliens in bar scenes and stuff like not that. Star fun, it's Star Wars. Like, yeah, like, and it's not a children's movie in that way. Oh, remember that part in Toy Story where the estranged father came home and, in a drunken rage, cut his son's hand off, only to be consoled later by Woody and Buzz? Like, no, this, <laughs> this is a, it's kind of it's not meant to be a kids' movie, but that is a very common write-off of the critiques. You're right. Ooh. But it was so much CGI and stuff in episode one that went away from the way that they did things in, in the originals that they should have just so taken the original people. technology and way they did things and took that to the next level than trying to replace like, it with CGI. You know, I saw I, some... Oh, I know. Kyle, you're trying to get in. I was going to say, I prefer practical effects to CGI most mm-hmm. of the time. Now, okay. this in, specifically in like horror movies, like if you go back and watch The Thing by, with, by John Carpenter from like 1988, I think, with mm-hmm. uh, Kurt Russell and all them, those tentacle monster alien things when they're like, you know, three dogs melt, like melding together into one like multi-dog headed tentacled monster, that's a real thing sitting in the floor. That's a real practical effect right. with puppeteers operating it and, you know, gases coming out of it and like squirt guns and it's yeah. really there. Or like, like Alien versions. and Aliens. The yeah, originals. the updated versions of those uh, movies just don't have the same charm. Yeah. It doesn't look real because it's not physically there. Like you, CGI is amazing. You can do incredible things. But one thing it can't do is up close and personal tentacle monsters and shit. I like to see that stuff so, like I, exploding. And- like Lord of the Rings. I obviously- like look at the original Lord of the Rings orcs and Urukai versus The Hobbit. Like it looks so much worse. You don't feel like yeah. they're there because their strides don't look natural. In. Yeah, those, those were stuntmen, and they were hitting each other. And when they hit each other, they recoiled back, and there was a, there was like mass to their weapon. There was mass to their bodies. Everything had the right amount of inertia. Yeah, every that, hit didn't cause engine. like some weird floaty like through the. So air I thing. can't tell you what you like, but I will say, what 
I have noticed that CGI has gotten so good that oftentimes I had no idea it was a thing. Like Mad Max is the like poster and, and child when it's good, for when practical effects. It's CGI. Mad Max <laughs> is the poster child for practical effects. And then you see what Mad Max looked like before CGI and it, it, so much of it was CGI you just didn't know. You know, and, and like Wicked was saying, that is uh, that's when they've done it really right. Um freaking Wolf of Wall Street I had no idea how much CGI was in that movie. Some of it's seemingly pointless, you know, like really. Like, I didn't even know that. Tons. What you didn't know CGI? that? Oh my no. god! So there's a. So, I, it, it's kind of long to watch. It's like 13 minutes, but there's a thing that showed all the CGI in it. So much of that movie was CGI, and you had no idea. Like, anytime there's some sort of like beautiful mansion, some sort of like beautiful scene where like everything is like super pimped out and incredible. It's kind of there, but they really, they, they like, it's like 70% there. And then they'll like paint over that 70% and they'll make it even more audacious and, and, and beautiful. But little things like the, 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 the goldfish swallow thing, um, they, they, they made Leonardo DiCaprio look Dude. younger throughout. It, d there's so much CGI in that, like, and like like when they play pri or tennis in the like country court country club prison at the end, that prison was so different. It looked nothing like that. And um, but but the thing that it did look like was almost as good. The beach house yeah. party scenes, like those houses had other houses near them. The sky didn't look like that. There were like telephone poles and j all of it's gone. They just they did so much uh, CGI, and in my opinion, it wasn't critical to the plot at all. But when you saw it, you're like, wow, I had no idea how much CGI was in Wolf of Wall Street. Um, CGI is incredible now. I like a lot of it. I will agree with Kyle, I think, in that sometimes when they do it to humans or humanoids. It's not quite there yet. Yeah. To be indistinguishable from real life. I, I don't know if it's bro science or what, but apparently humans are like particularly adept at looking at other human faces, and it mm -hmm. just makes our standards for that like totally high. And um, yeah, we catch the things that, we don't even realize we're catching. I heard that short the uh, the CGI Arnold Schwarzenegger in the new Terminator was excellent. Um, everybody's mm -hmm. saying that that's like they're like uh, you know they're talking about the sweat and the pores and like the facial stuff and the the eyeball movement and all that. And I haven't seen it yet, but to me it's like it's like monsters. Like it, if there's a monster in the movie, then it needs to seem real for me to be afraid or to be concerned about it. In that Will Smith movie. Um, back to earth or whatever what he did with his kid and you know in that movie there were these monsters that could smell your fear and mm -hmm. as retarded as that is it would have been okay if the monster actually looked real and you thought it was a real thing the ursa what a shit movie that was that was the <laughs> shittiest movie of all time i want to see it it's you should it's dude i'll watch it with you to laugh at it like if you went to a movie <laughs> night and like pick on a movie like mystery science theater style yeah. I would love to rip that one apart because I've watched it twice and I watched I've watched a video uh, like picking it apart as well. You know they have the, that series on YouTube oh, yeah, like yeah. everything uh, that's wrong. Your movie, with the movie sucks. And, uh, well, the one I watch is I watched your movie sucks, but there's another one called um, Everything Wrong with Insert Movie Title mm -hmm. in you know ten minutes or less, twenty minutes or less, and the the amount of time always changes because there's more wrong with certain movies. And this one it was like whatever the fuck that movie was called Beyond Earth or whatever. Everything that's wrong with this movie in five, six hours or less. That's the way I look at it. Because, dude, every step of the so way, much. it's just not only is it like, is it, not only is the CGI bad, not only is the acting bad, but the premise is unbelievable. 
and the uh, the at, at the beginning, there's a lot of exposition where they like let you know what's been going on the last thousand years. They that it's terrible. It's awful. The whole the whole idea behind the movie, every facet of the movie, the videography, the acting, the sound mixing, the whole premise. It's the shittiest movie I've ever seen. It's an M Night Shyamalan movie. I would, uh, it, it, I was just about to say oh, that. Yeah, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, but Earth was killing people. they hide it. They don't tell you who made this movie. Like it, It's like they were aware. Either M. Night Shyamalan made it and said, I don't want to be associated with it, or <laughs> that didn't happen. the movie came out and they didn't want to be associated with M. Night Shyamalan. Because well, what was he, the new M. Night Shyamalan TV show? That was good. I liked it. With he's that got a new... His new movie. So, if you look at the the curve uh, of um, M. Night Shyamalan movies, it starts out with uh, the Sixth Sense, uh, and um, the, cur- the the curve um, is, is the money it's making and mm. and the ratings of the movie. And then it dips down when it with Unbreakable, and then down farther with Signs. And there's Lady in the Water, and uh, there's The Happening, and there's oh, a couple horrible. more. It goes really low. And th- and lately, and then and then at the, the very village. bottom, there's uh, the Avatar, uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. And since then, it's been steadily coming back up and his last movie the visit uh uh the visit is his latest movie and apparently he funded the thing himself five million dollars uh he completely funded the movie for five million out of his own pocket it's made over a hundred million dollars and it's and it's come back on that curve of movies till it's uh on the same level as unbreakable i think i like that I still don't trust is this it? guy. I remember, on, I think Time Magazine had his picture on, uh, on the cover, and it said the next Steven Spielberg. Not, not, not. That was before the Village and that huge slew of garbage. Yeah. What was that, the that, happening? Was, the hap. I so the, I, excited oh, by the Earth was coming back. Marky <laughs> yeah, Mark had can't so much play. Yeah. E- excited by Six Sense, Unbreakable, and um, Signs. A lot of people like people say Signs wasn't as good, but I for me it. personally, I, I love like Signs. It. Yeah, I do too. And yeah. uh, and then I went to see the happening, and it just it, it was a Horrible. whole movie waiting for the movie to start. Yeah, and, and so the lame. village. That got bad reviews, but I didn't think it was horrible. The village so was the depressingly the bad. It was that one. mentally handicapped guy who was <laughs> flirting with the one chick. Everything he did was ridiculous. They, they are somehow living in this little quadrant of forest, and the, the evil could, people keep them inside by dressing like bears, basically, and running around the woods like maniacs. It was just, you watched the whole movie, right? You saw the twist. Yeah, ending. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so, oh my God, reason. it's modern days. So I, here's the reason that failed. That failed because if you remember the marketing, I, I saw this shit in theaters. I, uh, the marketing campaign was this. It was a monster movie. It was like, don't go out. It, it looked like it was 18, 18th century, you know, 1700s. It looked like these were like pilgrims, pioneers, something like that on the East Coast, uh, you know, in a new land. And it looked like there were monsters in that new land. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so fucking cool. These are like, you know, they're like pilgrims or whatever, and they're going to be hyper-religious. And then, ah, maybe they'll make this a thing where... Like, I, don't, I didn't know what they were going to do, but I liked the idea of like some sort of werewolf monster and, and Shyamalan, and it was just shit when I found out what was actually going on. It was like, this isn't the movie I signed up for. It, it reminded me of yeah. The Grey with Liam Neeson when I wanted a wolf-fighting movie, and I got a cancer movie. And a survival like dealing with. It was a movie about dealing with uh, accepting loss or something like that, I would say. Even, uh, even The Grey. I, th- I liked The Grey, too. That's, I, yeah, I'm, that's not, I'm, not, I'm not that... I liked Much it of way a more critic, than the I guess. <laughs> I didn't realize the village ending 
was even a twist. I'm gonna get wicked to review all like, my videos. Did you realize what the twist was? <laughs> I it was, liked it. It was, it was modern days. It was like stop ruining on, it. No, those elders <laughs> laid it on so thick. That whole beginning of the movie of like you can't go out there. You can't go like it wasn't just like like a subtle like there's monsters in the woods it was like it was so slathered on that my thought process seeing it was like why are these maniacs making everybody else dress up like they're in the past instead of going out into the world like i i there no are point thought that it was actually in the past i can think of at least 10 or 20 twilight zone episodes that have better uh twist endings than that movie Let's just make any one of those. Just pick a random episode of Twilight Zone and make that. That movie was shit. It's and then his, the rest of his movies were shit. Um, Unbreakable is amazing. Signs is really good. And, and I've so seen way, it maybe Wayward four or five Pines. times. Did you watch Wayward Pines? Mm-mm, haven't heard of it. It was good. That's M. Night oh, you liked Shyamalan. it? Okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought it was good. I'm a very positive movie goer. I want to go to the theater with you. Yeah. It's like, like, what could be it, worse? And that's I'm a harsh. TV series. That's a TV series. Oh. So it's, but he was I feel like I'm pretty harsh executive on producer. What did you think of the second season of Heroes, Wicked? What, this new reboot? No, the, the oh, second season. Oh, you talking about when it went out. Mm-hmm. I can barely remember it. I remember it. I bet you liked it. A little ridiculous. <laughs> I, know, I know I watched Such it all. fucking shit. <laughs> was that the show like, like Panty, or Pantene or Panty whatever? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watchmaker was starting to like, stealing vagina, everyone's ability. Yeah. That... <laughs> That show, like the first season, was great, and there, it looked like they were built. I like shows that build up this big like mythology, and, and it, it, the the show feels older than it really is, and it's mm-hmm. it's really deep. Like like mm-hmm. I like knowing that the oh, universe yeah. is developed. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, exactly. I like that. Um, I like a rich universe within the movie or the movie or, or television show, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And the first season, I felt like they were really establishing that Siler was this ultimate villain who like. You know, he was taking uh, the powers and accumulating them. So you really did need this team of heroes to take on this one superhero. It made sense. It was like, yeah, he has all of our powers. We have to team up to go after this guy. The problem was hero could start, could like manipulate time and space. Okay, so super OP. Uh, that, that was a problem off the beginning. And then like... So then they started making rules for hero that didn't exist at first. Like he was trying to bring Cherry back to life or something. The waitress... And uh, he tried and tried and no tried and, like hundreds of times and he couldn't bring people. So now it's like, all right, we built a rule where he can't bring people back to life because he was so OP that nothing mattered so long as Hero they existed. Had to nerf him. They had to nerf him. And then they started nerfing him further where like basically he had no powers because you'd get a yeah. bloody nose anytime he used his power. And they were con- he was constantly losing his power, mm-hmm. you, you know? And, and yeah. it was like they would just – it felt to me like – Every four episodes, they just started a cycle over again. And it was several cycles, but the, the main cycle I'm talking about is the evil versus good character cycle. Peter would be evil this episode. He'd be good three episodes later, and by the end of the season, he'd be evil again. Did or Peter or Peter's brother. Who, not, um, I Siler? feel like Peter got evil at least once. But, oh. but Peter's brother, the senator or whatever his right, name right. was, yeah. that guy constantly back and forth. And it was like that with a lot of the characters. Certainly, uh, Hayden Pantieri's father, you know, the glasses-wearing agent mm-hmm. who knew about all this, constantly going back and forth from good and evil. And that it was right. It was the writer's strike that did that. You know, it, that's what ruined that show for me, and for everyone. If you, in my opinion, that's what ruined Lost. Um, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't know which season of The Office falls within that uh, that time period. But I don't know either. But man, yeah. that ruined a lot of entertainment. Well, it well, did. Lost. Lost for me. It's like. 
it was a it really caught my attention and like it was so oh what's happening next week it it drove me insane and i really felt let down like in the end it's like well that was a long journey for what it led to I guess. and there were so many questions lost right. it, that it didn't answer it, lost was like an hour long trailer for more lost every week and then right. the trailer that you're waiting to like oh i can't wait to see what happens with this they just yeah. drop that and, and head in a new hatch? direction. What's in the hatch? Oh, my God. What's the clock do? Right. What's and then it? all of a sudden, like, I, I still don't know what the numbers are for. They're pretty much nothing, yeah. right? They remember um, Walt had all these powers? Like, you know, when he wanted the guitar to appear, the island gave him a guitar. When Walt, like, thought of a dead bird or something, he scared his parents off with all the, the polar bear. Um, all that shit was never, like, properly explained. Someone's going to say right. the polar bear was. It was a Dharma experiment or something. But it, it, it didn't tie in because Walt saw a polar bear in a comic book. And then all of a sudden there's a polar bear in real world. And they, they pretty much told you Walt made that happen. And everything they, could there be... There was a flashback where Walt, like, totally has this, like, interaction where, like, he makes a bird die or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, the island could totally be explained by Walt willing the plane down. That's one thing. And then the island could totally be explained by Hurley being in a like psych or mental health ward or something like that yeah. and being in love with someone else. And then they, that's or that they're sorted, all dead. And then, the, yeah, and then they're all dead. And then the time traveling. And none of it, like, there were so many unanswered questions, even after all the questions were answered. It was like, no, 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 no. Don't pretend that you wrapped this thing up and put a bow right. on it. Fuck you. Like, yeah. where's Walt in this? Abrams where directed that thing, you know? I didn't yeah. know that. The, uh, the pilot was the most expensive television pilot of all time. It cost almost $14 million. Um, they had to move those. So the planes you see in, in uh, the pilot, uh, you know, they're crashed on the beach and the planes there. They actually went and they brought those planes there. That's Hawaii. They had wow. to tran I think it, it cost uh, it was hundreds of thousands of dollars to get that done. Um, yeah. So yeah, most expensive television pile of all time. Most expensive isn't always as cool as you think. Like it's like oh, it's the most expensive well, ever. They filmed I, it in Hawaii. That, that oh, that's pilot, a lot though, of it. It was pretty crazy. It, the plane crash and, and the, the flames going, and stuff. It was crazy. But it was it was a, it was a plane that guy crash. Got sucked, remember the remember the guy gets sucked into the engine, then the engine explodes. Yeah. Yeah. There was like crazy. one special effects scene towards the very start of the pilot, and the rest of it was just people running around in the woods. Or the, the jungle. I don't think you're remembering it well then. Go on. There's a lot of special effects. There's on a that lot beach. of mysteries and the smoke monster and Is that the first episode. Watching it all? No, no, no. I would not. No. I would not go down that road. Don't. At, no. at, the, at the time, I was so into it. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to. Know I just more. remember. I remember when like this, whatever season it was, when like it begins by showing off a character who lives in a bunker underground on the island and he's going about his daily routine of like eating his powdered food or whatever and running on his treadmill and listening to his opera music and like brushing his teeth and then it, it, like, an alarm goes off it's like eh, 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 and like grabs like a machine gun and is like up the ladder back into the jungle and you realize he's on the island with our survivors I don't remember what happened the rest of that, ep that, that season but I yeah. guarantee it didn't fucking matter I think yeah. he was flipping a switch <laughs> He was flipping a switch, and he thought if he didn't flip that switch, that like the world was going to end, or the island was going to turn inside out, or like he was going right. to get sucked like into his own asshole or something. Like, I like guarantee a the end, site or something that if they he didn't, didn't do flip it, the switch. The go and nothing happened. Dude, that it was oh, the signs. Remember, they were, like they gave you a, a little flash of like um, 
spray paint graffiti is what I'm looking for on the wall. And you're like, oh my God, everyone's dissecting the graffiti. I'm online back when the internet was new, like learning more about Lost and people dissecting and sharing thoughts on the graffiti on the wall. None of it mattered. None of it mattered. This show dropped clues everywhere and never like followed up on them. Yeah. Pointless. Everything's <laughs> so nowhere. fucking pointless. There was, was a, a time when I could tell you the numbers. Just to be a mystery that was never answered. Yeah, and, and all of them like tied in. It, it was like they had an idea that they were going to run with, and then headed the new direction, and then a new direction, and then a new direction, and it was oh, always I kept you on your toes. Never know. I, where I think that that's. I think that you had the original writers, and I think that maybe they had this plan. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they like, okay, so this is what. Hey guys, gather around. Guess what? The island doesn't even exist. It's all a computer simulation. They're all, their minds are in there. They went. They recovered the, their bodies from the plane crash. They've got their brains inside this simulation, and they just keep reliving the events that, that put them in the coma over and over. That's what's really going on. Now, let's write a show around that. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it could be honest. Like, like, no dude, one did that. Like, or if they did the do plane that, crashes, the, the quit, island gives them superpowers. It. Walt has superpowers. Locke has superpowers. You know, this guy kicks his addiction. Yeah, like, just the fact that he can walk on the island when he was, like, handicapped. Yeah. Broken spine. The island, the island had a will, right? The island had a will. It rewarded you if you did good stuff. It punished you if you did bad stuff. Like, it, it, that was, the island was like a, a character, early on then afterwards it wasn't it was just a set and they got new writers several times throughout the show and like kyle said if they they either had a plan like he said or they were capable of following a plan but what lost actually was is like the games we played last week where it was like all right tell us this i do this kyle throws out fucking foreskin and i'm like how do i work that in and it's new direction new direction and and it was shit lost sucked it was shit don't Shit, Lost, Lost sucks so hard. But Supernatural, but, season but it was 10, only, coming on it was, Netflix this week. It was only <laughs> shit because of, of where it ended. Like, the journey along the way, you have to admit that you were into it. Yes. No, I, I don't. You were! You were! But no, 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 I will say this. <laughs> I was into it and excited about it for three seasons, maybe, possibly four. Yeah, there was six same. title. By the time I was watching season six, it was a job. I was only watching because I wanted <laughs> to know how it ended. Yeah. And I was and it disappointed. Didn't even do that right. Mm-hmm. It's known for having one of the worst endings in a series that was like mainstream in history, right? Everybody hated <sighs> yeah. it. I would say Lost I, was way worse than Dexter. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't mind the end of Dexter. Me you too. Know? I he had did he go to Portland? Is is that where he went? Uh, it could yeah, be. He was yeah, a lumberjack. Like so in season <laughs> like four or five, or maybe it's early. There's only five seasons, I think. So I think in like season three. He's having this conversation with his in his imagination, and I think it might be his brother that says it to him. They're talking about like what he should do. He's like, you could always move to Portland and become a lumberjack, and that what all serial killer, serial killers do. And he ended up doing it. I thought I, I just noticed. I, that I didn't realize that there was a reference to that. Yeah, I didn't know. That I didn't either. I'm a, I'm on my second time through, but oh. but I'm getting a little bored. With it so right the ending now. was just to fulfill a bad joke from like three years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Dexter ending was okay. Uh, it was it was, wild, okay. it was widely hated on the internet, but my opinion yeah. is it was okay. Yeah, most things if you look are. at the IMBD, IMBD scores of that series uh, by by episode, they're all up there at like seven point eight or something like that. Some of them get up in the eights, and then this one's like a three or something. It's way down there. It's it's the worst rated episode um, ever of that wow. show. Oh. Aren't finales usually rated lower, though? Like, there are a few finales that people are like, wow, look at how they wrapped yeah. it up. Can you believe they got all the loose ends? 
in a neat yeah. little row. I've had more Brian bad experiences good than good experiences. Um, the Star Treks always have these really shitty endings, it seems you like. You know what? Breaking Bad was a great ending. Breaking Bad yeah. was great. Another one, Parks and Rec had a really great ending. I haven't seen I haven't it. I watched that show. Uh, it's a great show. I haven't seen the last yeah. two seasons. I well, they, like the, Netflix, I won't ruin it? anything, but the, when Parks and Rec ends, they kind of tell you what uh, becomes of all the players, all the characters. And uh, it's really nice. Like, oh, they sort of wrap everything up. You get to see who's who. And um, it was cool. You wondered. They answered the questions I wanted answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, that was good. How many seasons are there of that show? Parks like and Rec? seven, aren't there? Yeah. Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, that's there's a one. lot. It's a really good show. New topic? Sure. Yeah. I want to do Kyle's topic. 800-pound man kicked out of a hospital for ordering pizza to his room. <laughs> oh, oh, this is great. Is this a video? Should we watch yeah, it together? Cultivating mass. <laughs> <laughs> Are with you the guys giant slab of marble. I'm going to play it and I yeah. Is it not He's so big. All right. He's so so I'm queued up at 0. Do you guys want to watch it together? Uh sh- oh. 59 seconds. Also queued at 0. Ready, set play oh it didn't play right away no it's waiting for me to there's a guy in a red Mine's shirt playing in the back, back of yeah. uh, probably a titanium reinforced <laughs> van <laughs> this guy is gigantic Hold on. Shh, shh, we're playing and that's a disease but for the past 80 days steven was at rhode island hospital where he lost 20 pounds but after steven violated his face is so heavy he can't even smile Said the like, like he's trying to go, no ah, ah, but like the muscles required to lift his whole face, he doesn't have. I, I can't hear. That was their plan. A spokesperson for Rhode Island Hospital tells NBC10 lives in the back of his dad's SUV. Any patient's treatment. And if he comes home, and I do get him up the stairs somehow, some way, he's gonna go right back to his eating habits. Stephen How? He's immobile. Wow. So the two men say they'll continue to drive until That's they pizza. I just don't know where to turn to. I called everybody, everybody you could think of in the state of Rhode Island, and nobody seems to be. He's uh, supposed to lose weight to get down to 550 to get a gastric bypass. I need to call that Paul Watson guy from Whale Wars. He'd care about this guy. <laughs> if my dog was fat, I wouldn't be like, oh, he's eating too much. You know, I, I did like, no, I'm feeding him too much. He's fat. Because we feed him everything we want. We use him as a garbage disposal. That's why mm-hmm. your dog gets fat. That that guy is not going to the kitchen and overeating. Yeah. But when you get I to mean, that extent, it's a lot of enabling that's keeping him that fat. Like you mm-hmm. can't stay fat on your own. He, even if he could stay. Well, stand, he's, he ordering, could, yeah, he's, he's ordering, ordering pizzas, pizza. right? But so, I mean the people that kicked him out or whatever, like they should know, you know, we need to restrict his access to these things. If this is going to work, because obviously he has a problem with self-control of being able to, you know, do this on his own. Yeah. So it probably so, shouldn't have kicked him out, but it is kind of, you know, it's like someone at a meth rehab finding a way to sneak that in in like a birthday cake or something. So it's kind of disrespectful to the people helping you because you're directly yeah. going in but their face. But obviously, if you're, you're there because you have a problem, yeah. That, I mean, you're going to try to fulfill your needs of yeah. what you're there to. I feel like they get him blacklisted well, from all the pizza places. Like, couldn't his dad say, like, obviously you don't have a job, but uh, if you get this number, have this flagged to be no, do not deliver to this fatty 
because <laughs> it's out of control and you're actively killing him. Like, no, yeah. don't. I like that. I, I, I feel like they shouldn't have kicked him out. It seems like a little harsh. I, I, can, I, I agree with everything you said, but it is flat out disrespectful. These people are trying to help him. It's expensive, I'm sure. I don't know if he's paying for it, but I'm guessing he's not because they kicked him out and they're just like, dude, you can't yeah. order pizza. It's, it's, eating disorder is a weird thing. Like I've, I've come to have a better understanding of it. I, I, I'm sure to him it's an addiction as, as compulsive as you know crack is to a crack addict or you know heroin user oh, yeah, like definitely. it's not like it's not like oh why did you order that pizza you were being disrespectful you know like he made some conscious decision to be a bad person i'm sure he felt bad he's like oh i can't help myself i want this pizza you know that's true he's not dabbling so, in his that addiction. feel he's, bad you know, <laughs> yeah he's hardcore that feel bad thing though i feel like that might be unique to food addictions it, you know, people will argue mm -hmm. about the word addiction but i suspect people who are doing heroin you know, or like, oh, I have to do this. It makes me get well. I feel good again. I feel happy, etc. But I don't think they kick themselves in the ass quite as much as food addiction sufferers, right? When someone eats way too much. Once you get to a point where your life's in total shambles and you're living in the streets and like, you know, it's like, I know that the reason that I'm here is from this drug that is taking over my life. I want to quit, but ah, oh, just one more, you know, ah, like, I think people, people in those positions. More. I, I just with don't food think addiction like they empathize they more with food addiction because like yeah you don't need <laughs> not everybody has done meth and not everybody's gonna do meth but we all understand like you need food like if you needed a little bit of meth every day to get by we'd look at meth heads like oh those poor bastards they just couldn't control their meth intake and you know we all needed to survive but I think that's the only difference in why people empathize more but it is I, an addiction just the same I feel I, for the food I can guy. relate to it from nicotine addiction the thing about like a, a smoker, for example, there's a heavy addiction to it, but I don't think smokers hate themselves. If anything, they like themselves. They like their fellow smokers. They like their smoking breaks. They like the conversations that they've had outside buildings in their little, you know, dog park area thing that they make them stand in. I, I, I smoked for like 18 years and I got to the point where I hated it. I hated the smell. I hated that it stained my teeth. I, you know, I hated everything about it except for the fact that it calmed my nicodemon that I was craving the nicotine, you know, and so I replaced it with vaping and I don't have the negative aspects of, you know, the smells of it smells good. It smells fruity. <laughs> so <laughs> no, is there nicotine in your vape? Yes. A yeah. lot. 18 milligrams. <laughs> that, it's not a thing that means anything to yeah. me, but I, I know it's a, I know a lot means yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I don't, imagine that people doing cocaine and uh, heroin and crack or whatever are kicking themselves in the ass while doing it quite like eaters are. You know, eaters are having ice cream or pizza or whatever mad at themselves during the consumption. And I feel like that's unique to eating. Whereas heroin yeah. guys are enjoying the consumption. They're like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm afterwards back. of the regret of, oh, I did it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. But yeah, this guy, it's kind of funny. He ordered pizza while he was there, but. Uh, How did he think it was going to get through? 
Like, did he think the Domino's guy would just waltz in and be like, oh, I need to take this to your eating disorder clinic? Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, that's fantastic. Did someone who's anorexic order it? And they're like, oh, no, the other side. Uh, the, the person who West does not wing. eat this pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that guy, uh, you know, uh, sad, but and, and also, what, what do you expect? He can't get up. So I feel like the enablers are getting off scot-free in this thing, right? If you eat yourself to the point where you can't walk anymore, someone has a feeding disorder. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they like knowing that someone is dependent on them for everything. Like, they like having a dependent, I think. They need to feel important. And by keeping them that fat, they have someone who cares for them and someone who they know has no other outlet to fulfill that addiction other than them. Because like Kyle if they called was, someone else, if, if they told me to take a pizza to that guy, and I was like, okay, I'll take it, and then I see that guy, that he's going to be getting the pizza, I'm be like, fuck, no, I'm not giving this guy the pizza. Like, this, that's ridiculous. You have clearly had your fill. You don't need any more pizza. Uh, your yeah. connection, I think, is going bad because anyway, we're we, losing you and breaking up, but oh, probably sorry. resolve itself. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the, the eating, the shit, I lost it. My bad. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do an ad read? Yeah, I can do that. I can tell the uh, listeners all about Audible.com. Do so. This episode of Painkiller Already is being brought to you by Audible.com. Audible includes more than 180,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, and newspaper publishers. Also business uh, information providers. You can download and listen anywhere on, on your iOS device, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, and over 500 other MP3, MP3 players. Are you still a fan of reading off your Kindle, but reading while driving to work is just too bumpy for you? <laughs> Jesus, that would be dangerous. <laughs> it's the dangerous. bumping that's the issue. No problem. <laughs> Whisper Sync for voice lets you switch back and forth between reading the book on your Kindle or Kindle app, and listening to the audiobook without ever losing your place or missing a word. It works for the, your iPhone, Android, and your Kindle Fire. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com PKA and choose from over 180,000 downloadable titles. Get your free title now and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com PKA and get started today. Uh, I, I think we... Uh, I think we're going to recommend The Martian uh, this time around by, uh, by Andy Weir. Uh, I think that would be a good one to check out. I'm going to actually download that. Now that I've seen the movie, I want to, I want to, I want to Dude, absorb the book too. The Whisper Sync is the differs. cool thing. It, people have heard me say this before, but like, it, it, if you want to combat piracy, you have to offer something better. And uh, I, I totally wish I had this for my Game of Thrones books when I read them. You know, yeah, I, did you guys finish those, the Audible books on them? I did. Taylor had done it a, a long mm, time ago. Yeah. I got a book and a half to go, but I feel like I've gotten so many spoilers and I've seen the end of the fifth season on, on TV. I don't think there's too many holes for me. I'm sure there's some like character development I need to catch up on, but I know the broad strokes at this point, and it's, I've had a hard time picking it back up, and I can't find the phone that it's all saved on. <laughs> but, uh, I need to get back to that. Um, but yeah, the, I, I wish I had had that when I was doing. I, I totally would have like, you know, read and then listened to the car and read and it had it all sync up. That would have been awesome. But, but I yeah. didn't have that. I would like that a lot. That's that's what kept me away from uh from reading it on a on a device like that is because I I definitely like the audiobook thing. I want that to be part of it. But occasionally, like if I'm sitting in bed with my girlfriend or something, like it'd be nice to have the Kindle and just just go to that and read and not I, disturb her. I couldn't even 
audio it. Like I would want to listen to it on my computer sometimes and my phone other times. And even that wasn't in sync and that sucked. Yeah. Um, oh, on the weight loss topic before I'm down 13 pounds. We were talking about it before the show. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. I feel it. And, and I've been doing it with a lot of construction work, which is what I call exercise. And uh, so I, I, it's been three months. I don't know how many pounds of muscle I've gained, but maybe two, three. And uh, uh, over the course What's of three months. Goal? Like 180? Dude, I don't even know. 180 anything would be awesome. I'm at 198 right now, down from 211. And, uh, um, yeah, that's 13. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think in the 180s I would look really good. But uh, I feel better now. Uh, shorts that were where I would – so I had some shorts that fit right. And some shorts where I would like test the tensile strength of the button. <laughs> and uh, now the, the ones that fit right, I need a belt. And the ones I would t test the tensile strength, I fit right now. So it, it's all like shifted a bit. Shirts where I had like man boobs before now look way better. And um, uh, you know, 13 pounds is not nothing. So, um, yeah, and, no, it's good. Yeah, it's I, such a shit feeling when you're like, you think that you're maintaining a weight for a while and then like you get a different pair of jeans out that you remember as being like oh these are kind of my thinner jeans like they fit fine but they're like straight leg jeans and then you start putting them on and it's like well, i don't remember this being quite so much friction when i put <laughs> these on and then you sit down and you look and it's just like a meat packing plant of thigh packed <laughs> into the jeans like god damn it it snuck up on me yeah so switch it around real and quick. if you're so it makes you feel like such a piece of shit if you're like 19 then you've never had like a long period of stable body, right? Like, so I'm 42 from like, whatever, 22 to 42, all those years, like thing you put on one pound a year, which is nothing, right? A 12th yeah. of a pound a month. That's noise. But you do that for 20 years and suddenly you're 20 pounds heavier. Yeah, but, or, or just say, let's say you put on a pound in a month. Does that seem like a lot? A half a pound in a month? Six Go over the holidays? Come on. You yeah. gained five yeah. pounds. Easy. A half a pound a month. I gained the pound yesterday. <laughs> I had uh, all-you-can-eat fried chicken for dinner, and I took advantage of it. A half a pound a month sounds like nothing, but you do six pounds a year and then let 10 years go by, and all That's of a sudden up. you've gained 60 pounds. And you might think to yourself, like, oh, I would never gain 60 pounds. How did you let that happen to you? But half a pound a month? Like, it, 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 it's, it's nothing, but it adds up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the, I, uh, the good news is you can go the other way pretty quickly. Like, you know, you can lose 10, you can lose three pounds a month. And three pounds a month, you run that for a year, all of a sudden you're 36 pounds down and, the, and you've made a real difference in who you are. Yeah, my problem is want... I can't he eat healthy all the time. It's just it's not going to happen. I love pizza. I love burgers. I love unhealthy food. <laughs> a, a lot of my weight gain was in the four months they did this house. I, I, I bought a new house and we had it remodeled. And I had to sit here and came out and sat on the damn contractors every day. And I would go to like Wendy's for lunch and stuff because I didn't feel like I, I did have options. I could have prepped a lunch and brought a bag and done healthier things, but I didn't. Instead, I went and had Wendy's and Kentucky Fried Chicken and stuff. What'd you get, what do you get from Wendy's? Uh, number I, two. Number I, six? Two things. Number, two. Uh, number one or number six? I don't know the number. Yeah, number one well, number is just a, is a double burger. Amateur. Number one is a is a cheeseburger, and number six is their spicy chicken. 
The number two is the half-pound cheeseburger. The number three is the three-quarter-pound cheeseburger. <laughs> and if you're smart, you'll ask for extra bacon and extra cheese on the number three, and then you got yourself a burger. Well, I would have gained even more. Those I'll have every once in a while, but can't have those like very frequently. So, so I I, uh, I weighed 184 going into the survival trip. I came out at 170. No, I weighed 183 going in. Came out 174. I have gained those nine pounds back now, plus one more. So I'm about to go on a. Uh, I've already started on my diet. I haven't eaten in about 32 hours right, right. now, something like that's that. I'll eat diet. tomorrow. Uh, that's that's not a. Not <laughs> yeah, that's not a diet. That's starvation. Yeah, it's, something it's like the that. Auschwitz plan. It's like fa fasting. <laughs> I'll start the diet off by going like, you know, 36 hours without eating. And then from then on, I'll switch to like three meals a day, uh, like 400 calories a day. And I'll do that for three weeks and I'll be right back down to my other weight. And then I'll probably start working out a little bit and, you know, give it, you know been, I'll be right back to where I was. I've been losing weight real slow. 13 pounds over like three or four months. One of those it's like June or July I started. Um, it's not that impressive. But it's slow and it's constant and it's the right way. And I've just been making like subtle adjustments like I... I, I, of course, I eat out less. I, midnight snacking's been kind of cut off most of the time. Maybe every two weeks or something I'll do it. I like binge eating. I, I, I really enjoy binge <laughs> Me eating. Me too. Everybody and does. So, like, <laughs> and, and I want yeah, to be able fun. to do it a lot. Like, one binge meal a month is not enough. I want three or four a week. So the only way to do it is to, is to go, like, crash diet, lose the weight, and then gorge <laughs> again and gain it back and just bounce back and forth 10 pounds, uh, you know, constantly. No, for those of you debating this approach, that is not the only way. <laughs> Let me tell you. It is not so, binge like a maniac Taylor, on, you know, Taco Bell and then don't eat. Can you hang up and come back? Mm -hmm. I'd like to try that. You're a little yeah, fuzzy. Sure. Yeah. Very grainy. Oh, okay. I've been I've been going to Five Guys and I've updated my oh, meal plan. I love plans. it. So I used love to get it. the uh, the bacon cheeseburger, which is two patties of meat uh, and cheese, uh, and then I'd get the large Cajun fries, which comes to like 2,400 calories once you got your soda in there. Perfect. But recently, I said no, no, no! Don't give me the double bacon cheeseburger. Give me a, just a single bacon cheeseburger, the large Cajun fries. We admire your discipline. And a hot dog. A hot dog. <laughs> now, I don't know if anyone here has had the hot dog. I've dogs never had hot dogs. Guys. Of course not. It's Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Why would you waste that trip to that wonderful burger mecca with a hot dog? But trust me, you want to try this hot dog. First of all, it's like they cut the bread it? and uh, I get bacon and cheese and relish and mustard and uh, hot sauce. Must hate mustard. Mayonnaise. Um, you don't put, uh, adults don't put ketchup on hot dogs. And... Um, <laughs> Love ketchup. <laughs> Stop this. Stop Stop it. I'll put whatever the fuck I want on my hot dog. I don't even like ketchup on them, but I don't like the elitist hot dog doggery. Yeah. I'll put ketchup just to rebel. It's a thing. Google it real yeah, quick. Well, should should adults put ketchup on hot dogs and you'll find a, a, a no, myriad No, I know. If you're a douche from, from Chicago, yeah, if you're a Chicago douche, <laughs> you're just, oh, only our street dogs are, are real. You can't have ketchup on it. You can put whatever you want on there. Like, just nah. go nuts. You're going to slather a bunch of ranch on there. Go wild. I'm not going to look at you weird. That's up. Well, anyway, yeah. anyone out there is wondering. Stand your it, ground. <laughs> the hot dogs are excellent. You should definitely try them. However, that meal that I've been putting together lately is over 2,700 calories. And so. It's <laughs> <Nice>. very nice. <laughs> it's so goddamn good, though. It's, it's so good. I bet it's, it's so it's, satisfying at the end. Oh, you're so it's full. I greasy. I, I, for a long time, I've maintained that Kyle won't be able to keep this up forever, right? Kyle's still in his 20s, but that doesn't last forever. You know, fast forward 10 years and we'll see. But I don't know. I when I started my upward. 
Kyle's yeah. outward expansion. <laughs> Kyle has not done that, and he's 29. That's good. How's Some that? people don't. Like, I have an aunt that lived way in... Well, she's still... The trick is vanity. She's, she's thin, and she eats whatever she wants. Some people just have the right metabolism to be able to burn whatever. I, I was don't like, believe in metabolism anymore. I th I read that metabolism goes up is like five is like five percent difference for, from like the from one end of the spectrum to the other. I, uh, I think but we've really covered is. the small additions how that works. Sure, sure. But, but, but metabolism slows down, so you're saying that's only a, a five percent difference, no matter what. It doesn't for, slow down as much as people think. Like yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It does slow down, but it's not some like oh I just hit forty. It was that drastic fifty percent cutoff. Now but magically my body defies physics and doesn't need as right. much. It does slow down, but it's not that huge drastic drop. -off. The thing yeah. is, I, I, now I've heard that, and I think we've talked about this in a previous show. Like, hey, it's not what you think it is. On the other hand, every culture, old people are fat across There's all of that. time. Old people are fat. Like old Untrue. Romans are fat. Old, Look at the Japanese. They're not trying to be hot anymore. Old Japanese people are fat. I don't know about that. I, I, I was watching this thing about Okinawa. I'm sure there and are. I was looking at those people and those rice. They're like sumo? 80 out there sumo doing Japan? karate and shit. Sumo, um, counter argument. <laughs> they're like, those guys are like 220 <laughs> on average, I think. Well, that's yeah, definitely sumo. bigger, like 300, 400. Ones. Yeah. Oh, sumo wrestlers? Yeah, they're quite big. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see what the uh, average weight of a sumo wrestler is. I bet it's closer to 200. Well, than we're not talking about averages. We're no. talking about you're saying no fat people exist. I wonder if they get heavier as they get older. <laughs> it's just out of control. Yeah, I, I, I heard the thing, but, but my counter was it seems like every culture, the old people are fatter. Um, every time period. Like, I, bet, I bet if you go to Rome and Egypt that the old people are pretty fat. Well, I'm sure on averages, to do with the 100 fact, years ago, yeah. people were much thinner than they are now because now we're eating yeah. you know, high fructose corn syrup with you know, saturated fats that are harvested. I think that, <laughs> I think that old people get fat because they are less physically active and they, they, they're less mm -hmm. sexually active and they just don't care anymore. They don't they're, care they're, anymore. They're, yeah. they're set in their ways. They've already like reproduced. They're, they've got a long, long-term relationship most likely. And it just doesn't matter as much anymore. And as they get older and more rickety, they're not able to get out there and run that mile a day that they they used to be able to. And I, they keep start eating like shit. I feel I like care is not the thing, right? Like, I bet if you talk to an is. average woman who's like 48, she's not like, I don't even care that I got fat. I bet it has a huge impact on her enough. sense of self-worth. And, and yeah. it was just easy for her to be thin when she was 22. And a lot of it comes with, the, like, my career of an office job for mm -hmm. eight hours a day and then come home to my hobby of <laughs> sitting in front of a, a monitor <laughs> playing video games. I'm sure that has led a lot to the uh, you know, sedentary lifestyle, adding plus liking to eat burgers and pizza on top of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, tr the trick is vanity. You have to be a vain person. You have to care about your physical appearance. And you have to like getting laid. And uh, I feel like that's what drives me. I, I mean, I'm on the, you know, like, like I, I don't want to look pudgy, you know, if I upload a video, I don't, I don't want, you know, a million people or whatever looking at me like, ah, you're getting fat there, huh? You're getting fat. Because, you know, you, all you got to do is like show a little double chin one time and you're a fat ass all of a sudden. Um, you know, the public's harsh. And, and also, you know, I want my clothes to fit. I, I want my girlfriend to find me attractive. I want to look in the mirror and be, be happy with what I see. So every time I start getting to the borders of that, where I feel like I'm getting away from that, it's, it's time to go to 
whatever means are necessary to lose 10 to 12 pounds. And then I'll, I mean, 10 pounds is like 50,000 calories of fun you get to have once you burn that off. And it only takes me about How, how long have you weeks. fasted the longest? Uh, on this, on that survival trip, I guess there were periods where, huh, no, I guess not. I don't know. Like without any food whatsoever. Um, well, maybe, yeah. maybe like 40 hours two almost two days, something like that. Yeah. Well, um, I've done like I'll, the, the master cleanse where they have this drink, it's like a limit, <laughs> the lemonade, Cajun and spices and stuff. Yeah. Cayenne pepper. I did that for 14 days. That was, oh shit. Yeah. 14 oh, days of just lemon control. water? Yeah, I was definitely sick of that shit. <laughs> but how much did you lose in two weeks? Oh, I don't remember. It was probably 30 pounds or something. That's pretty yeah, neat there's trick, There's a lot of though. research that came out on that, and it's really, uh, it's really bad for you. <laughs> like, it, like, it can cause liver failure. Like that. Dad, you're not... All right, like step up your vanity game. Promoted. Yeah. You're not vain yeah, enough. you're right. I should just be more vain. No, you don't need to be that... Like drinking shakes and that shit. Just self-shame yourself. Like I'm sure Kyle does self-shaming all the time. I self-shame myself today. Like if I think, like if I notice a few pounds adding on, and like I'm like getting in the shower and I look in the mirror and I'm like, look at that fat. Oh my god, it's me. Like what's? Like, I, I can see like like four pounds worth. Yeah, it, me right like, now. Everybody so, starts you know, burning fat. And so, sometimes it'll be water weight. You'll just be bloated. Like like I'll be thinking that I'm like ah. I'm looking, a little I'm looking really pudgy today, and I'll go and I'll, I'll run. I'll run for maybe an hour. Uh, I don't know. I, for me, that's not that far because I use like a, a elliptical machine with weird inclines and stuff. But maybe I'll do three miles or something like that on some awful course or something like that. And by the end of it, I feel like I've sweated out like a gallon or something like that. I, oh, yeah. I'll lose a quarter pound or half you, a pound easy. Yeah. I, I did. ate or drank the day before, like if like yesterday I ate way too much an inappropriate amount of fried chicken asking them to go back and get me more plates but it's all you can eat and i'm not gonna lose money and so like i woke up this morning and it was just like oh look at you piece of shit like i was so bloated like i looked like a distended belly from like those african kids did you immediately have to, to take like did you wake not up and immediately fried. have like an emergency shit to take oh yeah yeah it, it wasn't even wake up it was like it was so I had been in the middle of the night at, at Seven like thirty in the morning, and it was like, <gasps> I gotta go oh, right gotcha. now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, when when I'm eating like shit, that's every morning for me. Every day, I wake up and I'm like, oh, got a shit. <laughs> you gotta go yeah, right in I... there. Because the night before, like, I'll diet... start. I'll start at like eight p.m. No, or something like that, and I'll have like five meals by the time I go to sleep. Like there'll be like a bowl of there'll be like a bowl of cereal, and there'll there'll be, there'll be some hot pockets, maybe some pizza rolls. There'll be some spicy rice that I'll make myself, and then there might be a fast food meal mixed in there with some potato chips. Like, by the time the morning comes yeah. around, it's if anybody's in that shower before me, they they better get the fuck out. It's about to get rough in there. Okay. <laughs> I, I we were talking about self shaming, and like I hopped on the scale today, I hit one ninety eight, which was a you know it's it's not a new low, but it's the lowest number I've seen, so that's good, right? And uh, I was like, all right, good, but I wasn't happy. I went to the bathroom afterwards. And you know the posture, like elbows on knees, and I'm like holding my like belly fat, like no, you're not done, you fat fucking piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, you lose thirteen more, you jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, it could get well, to a, a negative. Anything done? Like <laughs> that, that could be a negative. Like people that are 
bulimic or anorexic or are the extreme scale of the self-shaming poor image of themselves that it just gets out of hand yeah so be gotta, realistic i yeah. mean don't be ridiculous out yeah. there like yeah. i don't know how that happens like like when they look at themselves and they're a skeleton and they think that's hot like, like they think I they're mean, fat it's hot <laughs> yeah i'm going for like tone and trim like i'm not going for a skeletor the skeleton <laughs> like it, you see the extreme examples yeah. and it's really bad but um Sometimes they'll be like, look at this woman, she's underweight. And it's like, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it up! There's yeah. No yeah, a yeah. little underweight, that works for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You look Kyle, hungry, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like you haven't eaten as long as Kyle has. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, you were talking about your shits with, uh, like I know you do like the bounce back between healthy and then just carnage for a while. Yeah. Every time you switch back to the healthy part of your diet, isn't it always just like a why did I quit this as far as your shits go? Like cause when, when you're taking a shit and you're eating healthy, it's like, oh, it's 930 yeah. in the morning. I guess I'm going to go have my morning shit and it's then I'll healthier. go on with my day. There will be yeah, yeah there will be no not fear much there. Clean up. When you, yeah, when you <laughs> eat like shit, every time shits are messy. Yeah, <laughs> every time you leave the house. <laughs> on a shit diet it's a roulette of whether or not there's going to be an emergency like immediately you know like and i've I've, that's happened to me driving around it's like i'll leave somewhere on a 20 minute drive five minutes in there's no i I don't even think about having to take a shit six and a half minutes in i'm sweating and looking for an exit like i got to get out of here now or i'm gonna shit my car it's awful i have a uh so so i have a five second video clip to play about healthy poops. Like this is from uh this is pretty funny. This is My own Oh, 5 seconds. I'll just watch it again. Yes. My own stools sir, are perfect. They are gigantic. Have no more odor than a hot biscuit. Oh, well, it cuts it up. He said they'd have no more odor than a odor than a dinner roll or something like that. No more odor than that's a weird movie. He's then playing, a hot uh, biscuit, hell- if I can make it ah. out. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. That's not a good movie. Hmm. <laughs> Shit don't stink. Uh. So anyone been watching videos on YouTube lately? Like, what are you into now? Hmm. Huh. I, I, I really Destiny. like... Like I was saying earlier, I watched Destiny. Fail Army. Uh, uh-huh. That's that's my favorite thing to watch is Fail Army. Um, I, they, I I literally watch everything they upload. Those people I, is Fail Army different than Fail Blog? Is it better or worse somehow? It's better. Um, you know, it's a compilation of fails, and and every week they have the fails of the week. Uh, every month they have the fails of the month, and also every week they have like I don't know, like it'll be like female fails, or it'll be like bad driver fails, or acrobatic fails, you know, a different, a, a, a specific genre of fail that they've compiled together over a sp- period of time. And the videos are generally five to eight minutes long, something like that, and I just like watching them and laughing. That people shit fall lost me a long time ago. Like, you know, people falling, people crashing, yawn. Yeah. My, my YouTube Never. watching is usually Never. not, it's not like, I don't normally watch everything that anyone uploads it's more of a utility i want to know something i search for it i find a video i watch it kind of thing mm. but there are people if i search for something and i see certain people in there it's like oh yeah I like his videos i watch those my, mine is did utility you see that guy, <laughs> did you see that guy doing the uh the makeup tutorial on reddit and, and he made himself look like that uh 
that chick who d- who wouldn't do Kim the, Winslow, uh, Kim Davis, Kim Davis. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Kim Winslow is a MMA referee. Um, Here's one of him doing Snoop Dogg, and it's even better. Really? Well, shit. I think I just. Oh showed. wow! Right? Damn, that's amazing. Oh, is this the makeup thing? Yeah. That's awesome. I like he like he likes. <laughs> <laughs> that is talent right there. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a kind of facial artistry that yeah. people can do with makeup that's kind of cool. You need to know this guy around Halloween. That would be great to be friends with him. He could hook you up with whatever you wanted. I, I like when they do. I've seen them do um, like archer style animation on people's faces, and I love that. Mm-hmm. That looks so cool. Mm, I've seen that. Too. I, I always wonder what that would look like in person, though, like from the different angles. Yeah, they always stand exactly like the characters do. Like, yeah, you need to be flush like, with the camera. You need to be at the right angle. I feel like for that to be at its its most effective. Yeah, yeah it's really cool though. Cool. So, did you, I saw where uh, we bombed that uh, that hospital from uh, Doctors Without Borders. And uh, Obama like publicly apologized to them, like like personally apologized to the the uh, president of Doctors Without Borders or whatever for the whole thing. So what happened? Was there a link to this story? Oh, I can find one. I thought every. Uh, let me see. I haven't been. Following I had heard news. about it briefly, but I didn't hear that many details. I, I keep my head so... in the sand most of the time. <laughs> hmm. Ignorance is bliss. Doctors so... Without Borders. Yeah. In Afghanistan. Did, were we aiming at that building and we thought it was something different? Or um, did we just hit the wrong building? We have had four different stories concerning that. But they did it on purpose. They, they hit that what? place on purpose. Wow. Um, like, like they so. did they know it was Doctors Without Borders? or they were... They've had four different excuses. So I would hope not. That'd be pretty grim. They were like, yeah, let's just shake their day up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like them anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think that was it. But um, So would that make Obama a this war morning criminal? This morning Office, President Obama spoke by telephone with Doctors Without Borders International President Dr. Joanne Liu to apologize and express his condolences for the MSF staff and patients who were killed and injured when a U.S. military airstrike mistakenly struck an MSF field hospital in Kunduz, Afghanistan over the weekend. The president assured Dr. Liu that the Department of Defense investigation currently underway would provide a transparent, thorough, and objective accounting of the facts uh, and circumstances of the incident, and that if necessary, the president would implement changes that would make tragedies like this one less likely to occur in the future. After completing that call, uh, the president telephoned Afghan President Ashraf Ghani to express his condolences for the innocent loss of life in that incident. The president commended the bravery of Afghan national defense and security forces in securing Kunduz and noted that he looked forward to continuing to work closely with President Ghani, the Afghan, and the Afghan government to support their efforts to provide security for the Afghan people. Well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. Same words. Yep. I you know I, I, I tr- sure it was like a drone strike. I thing. evaluate myself, right? When Bush did shit like this, 
and he was bombing hospitals or just allowing bad things to happen. It was like, you're incompetent. You suck so much. You started this war. You're terrible, etc. When Obama does it, I think to myself, well, I'm sure he didn't mean it. And Well, yeah, because you like Obama. I, I do like Bush. Obama, um, and I didn't like Bush. And I feel like I'm even partly right. I feel like Bush just gave less of a shit or understood that mistakes happen in war and... Um, I, or maybe I'm. I think you definitely biased. gave a shit. I think that's, yeah, I, I have those same kind of biases, but it's not, it wasn't a Republican Democrat type thing. I just felt like Bush's agenda was different. Like the in, intentions behind the actions were different. Yeah, even he, though like the same outcomes could possibly occur, it was like the intent. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I I wonder if that makes me biased or bad or dumb or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure what of those things it is. Because it, it, I just know Obama didn't mean to hurt people with this drone strike. Oh, well, I mean, obviously he meant to hurt people, but he didn't mean to, like, hurt good guys. He didn't mean to take out Doctors Without Borders or this parallel organization, MSF, M- Medicine Sans Frontiers. Um, I... I don't know. But if Bush had done this, I don't think I'd be as forgiving. And so I self-evaluate harshly on that. Yeah. Yeah, if Bush uh, had done this, it would have been a huge parade of, look at this idiot fumbling around again. Like, much, much less so. And I guess there was some reason for that, because he did tend to trip into things more often. Or at mm-hmm. least it was more publicized, because he kind of gave off that vibe of a yuck, yuck. You know, yeah. just yeah. up here doing my best. Oh, you want a yeah. war? Bring it on! Yeah, right? right. Meanwhile, like people's children are out there fighting for America. Like, don't bring it on. Why would you say that? Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But know. this That's sucks. How many people died? Um. This. Oh, here it is. Killed twelve medical staff and at least ten patients. Three of them children. Man. Another, That's actually, I was expecting a lot more than that. For another all the, 37 were wounded. So 10, 22 dead, um, 37 wounded. That's not a good one. That's I mean, that. That's bad. That's a bad day. That's, that's definitely bad. He's yapping and yapping about gun control and, and how it could have saved uh, uh, like 12 people, but he's uh, he's being real short and to the point about how he fucked up and killed 20 people 22 uh, yeah 22 yeah probably more because not all those injuries are stuck up toes and splinters some of them have got to be pretty grievous they could end up dying too could be yeah that's that's rough i also saw that iran so iran's in the region in syria now and uh, they got ships in the Caspian Sea, and I guess they shot a bunch of missiles the other day, or uh, like like uh, into Syria, and they actually landed in Iran. So they 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 bombed Iran. Uh, the Russians did. That was today. Wow. I think. Oh, the Russians bombed Iran by accident. Yeah. Oh, accident. I'm so glad we didn't yeah. do that. Right. Oh man. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that whole thing's interesting. A lot of strikes. I heard that they conscripted 150,000 men to the army, um, and, and I read reports that, that that was, quote, to wipe out ISIS or something like that. 
I'm interested to see what Russia's going to do in that region. I feel like we've created a bit of a power vacuum by, by kind of pulling out the way we have. And, uh, and Russia's trying to fill it and become more influential with countries like the Saudis and, and everybody else who's in the, in the area saying, you know, the U.S. can't keep you safe anymore, but we can. I feel yeah. like it's bad on a global scale what's going on over there currently. I just don't trust the Russians. I don't trust the Americans either, but I definitely right. don't trust the Russians. I, I listened to Putin's speech the other day, and, uh, and man, he made a lot of sense about some stuff. Uh, but you can't believe him any more than you believe our politicians. But he was saying, basically he was saying, the U.S. isn't trying to kill ISIS. It's clear they're not trying to kill ISIS. Look at how they're fighting this war. We're here to kill ISIS. We're here to kill all the rebels. But in, in fact, you know, they're propping up the Assad regime. And, uh, and killing the rebels who are directly going after him. Mm-hmm. They're, fi- they're bombing specifically in areas where those rebels who we consider friendly rebels <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. were making advancements. That's where he's bombing the fuck out of them at. Although now I'm hearing, oh, he hit ISIS this, ISIS that. Uh, it's, it's, it's really hard to say. It's a I, I good old-fashioned proxy war. <laughs> yeah, I'd heard like that the Russia was bombing CIA-backed rebels or something like that, which was... In Afghanistan, what was in the 70s, early 80s, the freedom fighters of Afghanistan turned into... Mujahideen. Yeah, they were the Taliban and pretty much Al-Qaeda, which what it ended up being. They were the freedom fighters back in the day. At the end of Rambo 3, it used to say, uh, this film is dedicated to the the brave Mujahideen, uh, (laughs) who were, you know, the the Afghan fighters who propelled the Russians. Yeah. Now, in the updated version, it says this is dedicated to the gallant people of Afghanistan or something like that instead. Because, yeah. you know, that was the premise of Rambo 3. Uh, you know, Rambo's going in to save his, uh, his former commanding officer who's gotten in this little proxy war between the Mujahide- Mujahideen and the Russians. And, you know, we were shipping them Stinger missiles and all that stuff. The Russians yeah. would fly these convoys of choppers uh, in Afghanistan back in the day. And they, the, the Afghanis couldn't touch them. They didn't have the technology. Until yep. the CIA went over there and gave them a bunch of fucking Stinger missiles. So right. one day, this convoy of Russian helicopters comes over, and they fly, they're flying in a convoy because they don't think the Afghanis can touch them. But now they, the Mujahide- Mujahideen has Stingers, and they wiped out a whole fucking convoy of Russian choppers. Yep. That was uh, Charlie yeah, Wilson's we'll War, right? That was the plot of Charlie Wilson's War, the Tom Hanks movie. Yes. I haven't seen With that Philip movie, Seymour but Hoffman. I think so. I, yeah. yes. I have seen it. <laughs> and it must be you're the resident expert <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it more than once um, yeah that, that was the that, that, that was what that movie was about so now they're saying that we're doing the, kind of the same thing to try to overthrow the leader of Syria um, no nobody's saying that I was just mentioning that because no I mean I, I feel I, like... that's what I've heard and I don't know if it's conspiracy theories or if it's legitimate no, it's what's news going on. outsourced no we've been or... We've been trying to overthrow the Assad regime for a few years now, but but not trying very hard. We we've doing with advi- advisors and, uh, and and equipment and, and weapons and ammunition. And whenever they say advisors, you really need to to know that that's that's a couple different things. For one, they're they're sending special forces guys over there to train uh, people up and help them a little bit. But those guys are actually fighting too. And for another, that that often means mercenaries. Um, yeah. Lots of mercenaries Black are water involved. Type thing. Not, um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that, but not always guys from the U.S. Uh, there's lots of, they get lots of mercenaries from South America and bring them over there. There's, it's a huge thing. A lot of the combatants over there are being paid to do what they're doing. And so that's what Putin was pointing out. He was saying, look, 
the Americans are arming this group and that group and this group because they're saying, you know, down with Assad. Well, next week, all that happens is, is ISIS rolls in there and says, hey, 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 we'll pay 150 a day. I like your, I like your rifle and your truck you got there. Bring that with you. And, and they're, just, they're just hiring those people to come fight for them. And some of those people are fine with that. They'll go to the, the highest, uh, highest bidder, I suppose. That thing is such a mess over there. It's worse than what we had 10 years ago. It's, uh, so, so that's kind of like the so U.S. propping up ISIS by proxy of hiring people to go there that eventually work for ISIS. <laughs> I, and what the, wow. the, it's so convoluted, the trail of um, money uh, and materiel and manpower that's, that's over there that it's hard to follow. It easily could be that we're supporting that, you know, I don't know, we, we're slipping the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, maybe guns and and money and and then the Muslim Brotherhood's siphoning right back to to ISIS. Like, there's no way to there there are no good guys over there. Yeah, probably you know, not related, but you've seen that Toyota thing that came out, right? Like, yes! all these ISIS fighters have legions of brand new like Toyota Tundras and Toyota Tacomas and trucks and SUVs. Some badass trucks. Toyota. Yeah, they're nice trucks. <laughs> Hold their value well, right? And then <laughs> it's wondering like, like I think some prominent politician or something brought it up to toyota and was like how the hell are they getting all these toyota all these brand new there's like oh those guys are getting in like there are only six miles on this car or, that's yeah. indian but whatever you understand <laughs> they're brand new wow I, I saw a whole convoy of the convoy of those uh toyota trucks and it, it i don't remember what the toyota slogan is it's like go somewhere or something like that and it was like <laughs> toyota go somewhere and you know it's like say 35 identical toyota trucks ISIS guys all over them with weapons, you know, dressed in the black uh, black getup and everything and the masks. Um, I love ISIS what thing. you do for me, Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. I just want to stay out. I, I want America not to be the one that fucks this up. I I'd like to not be involved. Let ISIS attack Russia if they're going to no. attack someone. And then Russia will take no shit from a group like that. Neither would America, really. And uh, there's too much red tape for it, though, here, like so much stuff has to be approved and delineated down. And the people I, know everything about what's going on for the most. Not everything, dude, but more. If they Putin can just say, yeah, we're not going to deal with them anymore. And uh, who's going to stop? Oh, yeah, right. Nobody can stop me because I, I disagree. Man. So right now, America is weary of all our wars and that bullshit. It seems like we've been in the Middle East making trouble for 15 years now or something. I don't even know. Yeah. But if they were to knock down another building. America would be like, holy shit, Boeing, kick that shit into overdrive. We got some killing to do. McDonnell Douglas, you know, Lockheed Martin, uh, you know, Brumman. Smith and Wesson, get your act together. We got Smith killing. Wesson. I don't know who. We need revolvers. <laughs> <laughs> who would make a heckler and cock? I don't know. Who would Knights make Armament. A, Knights Glock. Armament. All right. Glock, whatever. Whoever's outfitting the army, get to work. I want a hundred thousand deaths. You know that's what America would be on if they knocked down a building. Yeah, hopefully, there's no like people in the, a dark, smoky room it, th yeah, thinking right. the same thing. Of, but I, I we swear, need another, we need another event. If we what had, other, if we had nuked Afghanistan thing? and turned that country into glass, I think America would still be like, well, now we're even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably because. People, just a very sensitive area. But what would be the next target that they would do to elicit a response like Hoover Dam? The, I'm sorry? Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam. 
Well, it's not like the concrete was even all the way dry. Let's make another one. <laughs> if you I don't, it, think, I don't think the Hoover Dam is a is a. I mean, I don't think they could. It's a toughie, some, isn't it? I mean, nuclear, if you hit it with a nuclear plant, you hit, hit that it, with a seven forty seven, might be okay. Nuclear plant. Well, um, there, so I was talking to my cousin about this recently because uh, he's working in these nuclear plants all right. over them, mm -hmm. and he was talking about the missile and plane defense systems at these nuclear power plants are ridiculous. The redundancy that's built in. There's like twelve feet of concrete followed by an inch of plate steel followed by more concrete with rebar in it. He said, but the rebar that's sort of woven into this concrete like this is this big around like it's not like that little stuff it's mm -hmm. huge rebar in this thing so like but, it's but the outside's thing. protected what about like getting hackers and hacking in and shutting down systems the like coolant pumps yeah like there was some um, code that they say is written by the united states that was a virus that infected like so many computers in the world but it didn't do anything on most of the computers of the world it only yeah. attacked the centrifuges that were in iran that's and the greatest story yeah, yeah. I, so the, do you think ISIS could pull that off? <laughs> it went no. in on a thumb drive. That was interesting. That because that nuclear facility was completely cut off. There was no internet at that nuclear facility. It was there. It wasn't networked up. It was well because it was networked up, but it wasn't connected to the outside world in any way. So like, it the only way it would work, and they knew the only way it would work is if someone who's working in that plant goes home, and uh, and brings it back from home. So this guy had a thumb drive. He brought it back from his home computer, stuck it in his work computer. The worm gets in, speeds those centrifuges up a little bit, and ruins them. Yeah. But and the worm was so widespread that it just it went all over the world. It was yeah. like, like everyone, every, everyone could possibly be infected, but it doesn't do anything on any anything except for if it's except spread. network with the centrifuges. Yeah. Like I don't if, think they would even attack a nuclear power plant. Like if they wanted to like elicit a human reaction from the Americans, they'd have to attack somewhere like the World Trade Centers where there's a ton of people around, or even the Hoover Dam. Like there's not that, that many people around there, right? Like they, but I feel it would, like they'd it would just, power. Yeah, it would be downstream of, well, it, I don't know, is Lake Mead dry now? Probably, I don't know. The, the Hoover <laughs> Dam makes power. That's why I said that. Hoover Dam. Uh, I was just thinking because they want to scare us. If they were going to do it, um, maybe or maybe not. They could hit the CDC center in Atlanta. They could hit um, a Las Vegas Strip, obviously incredibly populous place. Any sporting stadium, I've always thought would be the the scariest possibility because, like, I don't yeah. know. Look at look at a college football game. You know, look look at there's like, like eighty thousand people. You get like eighty thousand people in those stadiums. Some of those stadiums, like Happy Valley, I think might hold like a hundred thousand plus. Could mm -hmm. be completely wrong about that, but still, when you've got Eighty, a hundred thousand people in one small area like that in a football stadium. It just seems like some sort of gas attack or poison or even just a, a, a an drone, explosive. a drone spraying something over the whole stadium. Yep, poison, anything like that. All right, so the Hoover Dam. I'm terrified now. I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> it makes <laughs> one to two. <laughs> it makes one to two billion kilowatt hours annually. I don't even know. If, like that seems like a lot to me. One point yeah, seems like a big gigawatt. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I heard somewhere that it makes something like you know fifty percent of the Northwest's power, like that, that's individually, like the whole like Seattle would black out and all this crazy stuff. Well, uh, I could be wrong on that. But if they uh, attack our energy infrastructure, I hope they hit some of those bullshit 
propeller things, windmills in Kansas. Just go down, take <laughs> one of those out. One dude sitting at home has like his kitchen light go out. <laughs> oh, well, fuck. We've been terrorized. <laughs> Why do you think that uh, windmills are such bullshit? They just are so expensive. And from the tiny bit of, I can't stress how tiny the amount of research was that I did into it. It doesn't seem like they give very much. Like they don't, it takes a long time for them to pay for themselves. But I feel like they all contingent do. contingent on the weather around them. But on a and, mass scale, like out in West Texas, I know that there's huge fields of these things that are sitting in like barren lands generating power, which that's cool. But if you have a big windmill like outside your house, that would be annoying. <laughs> they make noise. Yeah. From, yeah. from what I read, it, the deal was that you created more pollution in the creation of the windmill itself than you would ever make up for. Uh, by the clean energy that it produces. Mm. So you'd have been better off if you just burnt coal and just foregone the whole windmill. That and, fits my uh, narrative. I accept that as fact. Yeah, see, uh, <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I find that hard to believe. Like, what I've, kind of pollutants are being released by creating a, a windmill? It's a, well, it's a giant generator, so there's, I think there's some processes that go into creating it that are, that are highly polluting. I feel like when they do that, they go down the whole rabbit hole. Like, all right, first thing we had to get metal. So we made these giant trucks that stand 30 feet tall to carry the dirt metal combo from one place to the other. Then we heated it. Then we did this and we did that. Well, not all of that was like created just for the windmill. You know, the, right. they said There's steel that, factors that are always making steel that. There was a, bought some. <laughs> a similar thing happened to the Prius. They said, oh, yeah, the Prius actually is not good for the environment when you count all the R&D and all the everything that went into it. You might as well get a Humvee. As if the Humvee had no R&D. As if it did had, like, you know, that... Don't tell me Priuses aren't good for the environment. You might not like them. I don't want one. But I recognize they're green. I want a Tesla. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be cool. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I just I have a hard time buying this notion that windmills are so expensive and ridiculous to make that they don't pay back. All right, let me do some googling here. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to look up a very simple. I'll try and find like a Buzzly, Buzzfeed article. Five ways windmills are ruining your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the amount of power that is generated, nuclear power plants are probably the best. <laughs> First one. <laughs> Ten main reasons wind power is not a plausible substitution for gas. All I googled was uh, windmills suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Should have windmills blow. <laughs> uh, so what? What is it? Lay on the the bad all things right. about windmills. All right, this doesn't look like a very good list, but let's see. Uh, only downside to wind power is that it doesn't get work done if there is no wind. Uh, sometimes birds are killed. That's true. You don't know how many endangered birds are flying around there. Uh, and bats. And bats. You can't forget bats. Um, no operation waste. And some of these aren't even complete sentences. This is not a good list at all. <laughs> I, I should have done better Googling. Uh, <laughs> Who slowing down thought? the rotation of the Earth very slowly. <laughs> Eventually we will start traveling back in time. That it's fits true. Taylor's narrative. I accept it. I accept it as fact. Yeah. Year, that's what daylight savings time is. It's a ploy to, to hide the fact that these windmills are <laughs> taking a year longer. Um, uh, gets shit. the same big subsidies big oil gets. Um, 
Yeah, well, this is not there, reputable. There has to be, no matter how much, like, even environment, eco-friendly, like, oil is a finite resource. Eventually, we're going to have to figure out a way to to maintain our energy consumption with alternative means that can last forever. I was going to read from this website, and then I read the tagline at the top. Climate Conversation Group, taking the heat out of global warming. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in history, those shouting, the end is nigh, are the sane ones. While those of us who say it is not are now the lunatics. Yeah, this is a climate uh, change denying website. Um, that's a shame. Although I did read a little bit or, or hear a little bit more about, so, you know, they say there's this 97% consensus of scientists on uh, uh, climate change. They t I, I learned a little bit about what that's 97% of. Um, it ended up being 75 scientists, and I think seven or eight of them were from California. Um, there were more scientists from California than there were from Australia, Europe, and um, Australia and, and, and Europe even. It was mostly United States scientists, and, and of those, most of them were California-based, and uh, they, had to, they, they picked and chose the questions that were asked, and they removed like over over a hundred scientists from the uh from the conversation because they didn't vote the way they wanted them to so i believe wow. in global warming and i believe it's caused by human beings however that 97 percent um consensus seems to be kind of a, a made-up number yeah. when you look at how it was derived <clears throat> well we we know that there is like if you release carbon into the atmosphere there could be the greenhouse effect and it'll cause the earth to get warmer there's no disputing that so what is the argument of you know greenhouse well, we effect does not exist on a small scale i just found this uh a wind a small wind turbine as they call it pays for itself in 14.9 years yeah all right so, wind so power it operates Make it happen. for 30 years what's the lifetime of a windmill like how long are they expected to last assuming it but, works perfectly forever but what you said isn't accepted by a lot of people, including our po a lot of our politicians. Like they don't believe what you just said. You're like, oh, but you know, the greenhouse gases go up. I thought that's up just the a scientific fact. Like if you build Theory. A, a greenhouse, that it is like it gets hot in there, hot and muggy. A windmill lasts twenty <laughs> to twenty-five years. It's the same kind of effect of right with carbon dioxide. Is it, not everyone is that not that, proven? Though. No, that's science. Um, Sounds good. It's. It's a it, it, no. It's still a theory. Uh, climate, uh, you know, global warming is, and yeah, but like the I, greenhouse I think, effect is that. Well, not yeah, calling a fact. something a, a theory is kind right, of a so, cop out. Gravity is a theory. Of course it is. Yeah. Wait, isn't gravity a law? No, gravity's a law. Um, but but evolution. evolution is a theory. Um, but but no. but the situation yeah. there, yeah, evolution's a theory. Gravity's a law. Promise. But it could be demonstrated Newton on a small Darwin. scale of if you create an environment like an artificial greenhouse effect that it can be repeatable and provable that absolutely that, that is true but but the, the 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 discussion there and i'm not on this side of the argument i'm just playing devil's devil's right. advocate here is that on a global scale they don't believe that it translates they don't believe that there is man-made climate change they believe that the earth is continuously going through heating and cooling phases all the time um which is true yeah that's yeah, the truth there's cycles of the sun on like a 14 year cycle of getting more I was, energy I was output, about, whatever. I was reading about what they call the Little Ice Age that, that happened a couple hundred years ago a while back when they were, they were talking about how, um, is it the Thames in, uh, in London, that, that, that is, is it the Thames River that runs through? 
They were talking so about how that be. thing used to freeze over solid, and they would have like a winter ice festival out on that thing where everybody would be on the river on the ice. That shit that don't happen no more. That yeah. shit doesn't freeze anymore. Um, so I'm not a. I feel like. And, and there to, could be. There's a big global procession of of the Earth too that it changes position on like a huge like what was the Mayan calendar cycle? Yeah, yeah. Like there's this there's, huge big cycle too of. There's so much going how it on. Changes. You have to be an expert in so many different things to be an expert on human-created climate change that it's, I feel like it's almost difficult to find worthy individuals to believe because you need to know about the oceans, you need to know about the clouds, you need to know about um, what the sun's doing. And, and, and yeah. you have to be an expert in a dozen different fields to yeah. really, before I'm really going to trust your uh, opinion. But I believe in global warming. I think it's our fault. Whether or not we're going to like melt down in the next 50 years or not, I think it's... I don't think no, that's going to happen. No, I think we're in a, but... a nice sweet spot of it. Like, we'll be long, long dead before this shit gets real or anything hits the fan. Like, yeah, maybe it. your great-great-grandkids, maybe that is really going to bite them in the ass, but we won't even, like, our tombstones will be fading a little bit. By why then. did like, Grandpa have, have to have yeah. a flamethrower? Yeah, why <laughs> did he have to have three? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the oil that is being burned that is causing the problem will probably be depleted in the next hundred years and then it won't be a problem anymore after that <laughs> the earth will correct itself mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually well, nature finds out it's just years. a matter of it's a matter of where we whether we're here or not and whether we're happy with what we got right. you know, we'll a, a little bit then. of a little bit of climate change could you know throw the oceans out of whack or something and ruin uh you know a lot of our food comes from the oceans what if what if there's something that killed off the you know the sea life and we didn't have as much food you could be thrown into a global catastrophe really quickly without it the ice caps melting yeah, and but you know on the plus side all the hippies would die out cuz they'd refuse to eat gmos <laughs> i would love that i feel like i i i have no fear of gmos i don't think there's anything wrong with that stuff you just eat Eat it. Neither Eat do scientists. There, there's a scientific consensus that GMOs are fine as well. And, and I love this because I think we all agree that the Republicans are a bunch of climate denying, you know, I'm not a scientist accepting bullshit fucknards, right? Like it, it's frustrating for them to be like, well, I'm not a scientist, so I assume there's no global warming, et cetera, et cetera. On the other hand, the liberals, um, of which maybe I am one, I don't know. Uh, they tend to deny GMOs and just, oh, I can't eat that stuff. No, you know, you bred two tomato plants. Fuck that. Count me out. Um, yeah, like corn just in the way that we eat it now is a genetically like modified food. The- you and your facts. That doesn't belong here on MSNBC. <laughs> Gluten is the worst. Gluten is the worst to me. I know it's a little bit different than the, the GMO stuff, but it's I, I feel like it's pretty similar at the same time. It just... Fucking yuppies want to make something. Oh, no, I'm allergic. Did you see the movie This is the End? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in there, the guy's like, oh, no, I'm gluten intolerant. I, yeah, I don't eat that. And he's like, what are glutens? Glutens, you know, like they're things that are bad for you. <laughs> That's how I've, I don't know what a gluten is. I think it's something to do with bread. I, yeah, wheat or something. It comes from wheat. It's, uh, it, it's, it, it comes from wheat. That's uh-huh. where the gluten's coming from. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be eating it. Is it, they, is it literally an human, ingredient? Is there gluten it, on stuff? No. I it, think it's, it's part of flour and wheat. Yeah, yeah, it's it's part of the it's part of flour. It's part of wheat. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, people could be lactose intolerant. Why couldn't bullshit? People, no, stop. No, there's you're a reason no. people are lactose intolerant. The reason people are lactose intolerant is because milk is a whole new thing for us as a species that just came about in the last. 
but few so 10, is refining years. wheat and eating Bullshit. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's not no. people in cavemen times eating wheat. Fall and haven't bread. women been making... You're wrong about that. Women, they, mom's they, they been making milk evidence. for more me, than 10,000 years? Okay. So you're wrong about this. So the, the dairy thing doesn't go back very far at all. That's why um, um, lactose intolerance is a thing. Because human beings, not all of us, have figured out how to digest this stuff. Wheat, however, goes back. They recently discovered much, much far, farther back than they ever thought uh, but before. It's probably only thousands of years. 100,000 years or something like Mothers that. have been I'll, breastfeeding I'll babies for more than 10,000 years. That's right. different. Well, there's a difference between but dairy and mother's animals. milk. Oh, they now you're milkist. No, now I'm just. <laughs> you're correct. fucking milkist, and now you're coming out on the show as milkist. Oh, only human milk is good enough for Kyle. I can see him. I can see him squeezing a booby for his Kellogg's cornflakes every day. A huge percentage of the population, like if you go by the world, like white people are way less likely to be uh, lactose intolerant than other ethnicities and races. Is this whole conversation designed to prop up your tilk business? (laughs) It's it's an elaborate, (laughs) but uh, yeah. As far as celiac disease, which is like when you actually have an intolerance. Even that, like I was looking it up because like I read online that someone was like, well, if you know, uh, someone said like, oh, I, you know, f- gave someone something with gluten in it and they said that they couldn't eat gluten and they didn't even notice. And someone was like, well, if they'd had celiac disease, that could have been disastrous. And I was like, oh, I wonder what the side effects actually are. And it sounds a lot like, you know, like in extreme cases, it can cause problems, like serious problems, extreme. Like if you take a big bag of gluten and you just start Force, well, yeah, there's people mouth. that are allergic yeah. to just about anything you can think yeah. of. There's some... For the most part, it's giving them the shits and some gas. It's not yeah. like, oh, my God, that, <laughs> was, that was regular Domino's pizza. And then, like, they're in the bathroom frantically trying to vomit before they pass out and die. Like, it's yeah. even then, like, it's just all just a fad. This is going to die out just like, I don't know, quinoa is going to die out. Fuck quinoa. Oh. I think that there's still people that, quinoa that are... They do have the condition. There's probably a larger oh, majority are. of people that are just like, no, I don't eat gluten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's probably people that really have conditions that if they eat bread, they have problems. Yeah, yeah. That'll fuck with their I'm digestion sure a little thing. bit. Yeah. My wife like makes me crazy. quinoa, and whenever she does, I know that dinner will suck that day. Oh, yeah. It's like depressing rice. So yeah. Do you like rice with your oh. meals? Well, you're going to love sad rice. It's like, <laughs> it's like rice that dropped out of college and didn't quite finish his, at the Flavor Institute of food. You know, almost food. That's what birds should be eating. Quinoa is the worst. Quinoa is so <laughs> awful. It's in- I tried so do- hard to like it. There are things you can do to it to make it good. I like it with um, like avocado. Uh, kind of, You can make um, sort of a guacamole out of avocado and Greek yogurt. And uh, I like I like mixing that with the uh, the quinoa. Quinoa is not great though. It's just not. It's a. Uh, I don't even know a what sh- a quinoa is. <laughs> I, it's awful rice. It is flavorless, like rice with. But they're smaller. Rice is flavorless. Now. What's Hang what's on. the positive aspects of quinoa? Uh, it's it's really supposed expensive. to be a superfood. <laughs> superfood. Yeah, my powers it's, uh, it's have not, not arrived. A, I don't think it's a carbohydrate either. Uh, no, it is. I think I, it's part of the... I can't even spell it. Quinoa. So you use it to replace rice in dishes. It's known so for its high protein it. content, but it does have... Oh, yeah, it has... I just remember, like, uh, my ex-girlfriend had to eat quinoa, and... Uh, it's supposed I'm to be, like, to a lower-carb alternative to rice. I Heart it's Quinoa is a website. Gluten-free quinoa. Oh, my God. I'm disgusted. Can we have a new topic? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I am right about this. I, I guarantee. So so dairy. The reason that that lactose intolerance is a thing is because dairy hasn't been going on that long. I would like to and see the agricultural or archaeological evidence of. I, I saw. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding it right now. But but to make bread is really easy. I don't know if you've ever taken. You can take uh, wheat. You know, I've taken wheat in my hand, and you can just like hit it with something, and it turns into flour instantly. Like you just mash wheat, and it turns into flour. Um, but they found evidence that it goes back much much farther than you they just ever did. Squeeze tal cow titties, and they turn into milk. Right. Well, you got to catch a pregnant cow first. Very natural. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, uh, I don't think it would be the same kind of cows either. It's not like the docile cows that we've selectively it, breeded to be our it meat was, and milk. It was like it wasn't some cows wild, at all. Yeah, it was some wild deer thing goat. running. Yeah, or goat. <laughs> goat. It was goats. Are you guys queued up at zero on this video? On the tweet? On the tweet. I How do I access the video tweets? portion of this? Oh, I see now. Are okay. we ready? Yeah. Oh, so before you play... Here's the background. The person filming this is that dude's wife. And the dude is like uh, sexually molesting or proposing or harassing the maid. And ready, set, play. She is not appreciating his handsy seduction style. Where is this? Saudi Arabia. Well, I'm sure they'll kill his wife soon. It's funny you mention that. Uh, <laughs> his wife is is like on trial now. Like they're, I think they're. Like the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did she take the, She took this video. She took this video, and um, so it shamed him, and now she's being tried for shaming her husband. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if I can find the article on it but apparently yeah she's in a, a lot of trouble what a weird world that's happening at the same time we're doing a podcast like isn't that isn't that odd <laughs> like and they were obviously recording it on the phone so they've got technology there but they're still so backwards in so many ways it's just odd it's a weird juxtaposition yep uh, i can't seem to find a an article about it but anyway, yeah, she she took this thing, she posted it online, and uh, and and now she's like, you know, being charged with a crime because his yeah. her husband, I guess, you know, wants to fuck the maid, and yeah. uh, he's pretty forward about making it happen. And how dare you intervene or shame me for I, trying? <laughs> how is Saudi Arabia an ally? Oh, you have to hit um the camera thing to bring it back. They They've got a lot of oil. A lot of oil. Yeah. Do you know they're like in charge of UN human rights? Mm -hmm. um, and they just like beheaded someone three days ago or something. Or probably him. today. Kyle, did you hit your camera icon? It looks like maybe you didn't, but I'm not sure. Oh, it says you've reached our four hour limit. Four hour there you go. Limit. Now you should all come back in a few minutes. Does anyone have video? No, uh, I got spinning yet. wheels. Oh, yep. Kyle's back. Go. Waiting on Taylor and Wicked. We'll give it a minute. It, interesting. I think Kyle was the last one to hit the button. The first one to come back. Now I have a wider shot of myself. So what's the name of the crime they're charging you with? Do you know? Shit. I need to find it again. Uh, now, I will say this. Um, I think it was a shitty thing that she did. 
uh, I don't think what she did is appropriate at all. Now, what he did is way out there. He's assaulting that lady, but what she did isn't cool either. Yeah, they're both um, and bad. I can, I, but and I can definitely months. see how it's not cool in their society. So I got no problem with her going, uh, being charged with something. You should but be charged most as likely well, like be executed. Is like their kind nah, of nah. They'll nah. They, I I think they might whip her a little or, or something like that. I, I doubt they'll kill her for filming her husband. If he um, wants her dead, she will be. Yeah. Well, he'll if he wants her dead, he'll do it himself. She was using I mean, the camera. <laughs> huh. So there's an update on this. Uh, I translated the Arabic replies on Twitter. I didn't do that. I'm reading about it. And some were very difficult to understand, but the general gist seems to be the husband was wrong for this, but the wife was asking for divorce and imprisonment for defaming the husband's character by releasing the video without permission, betraying her husband. So the gist from the comments is she's asking for imprisonment by defaming her husband. This is the most alarming part. There was a paraphrased extension of many of the comments all rolled into one. A lot of the Saudis commenting believe she deserves punishment for uploading this video. And it's an edit. It appears as though she will not be imprisoned as she was merely sued by her husband. And he will be the one facing charges. This is good news, but it's still disturbing that the mindset of the people is that she was wrong for this. So Kyle, your mindset is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah. makes sense. It just makes sense. Like, like if, um, I don't know, I'm, a ma I'm sure at one point or another we've all acted in a way that, that you know, we're, we would feel embarrassed or uh, ashamed of after the fact. And we learn from those experiences, like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But what you don't want is your significant other, your wife, to film you doing it and then upload it on the internet. Like, she fucked up. Uh, not as badly as he did. He's assaulting that lady. But I, I, in their culture, I can definitely see why they're giving her a hard time about this. She definitely did something wrong. I feel like this has happened yeah. to me a couple times recently, like where there's this 90-10 situation and the blame and I'm the 10. And a fair amount of people are like, ah, look what you did. You done fucked up. And it's like, all right, maybe a little. Can we focus on the 90 here? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of like, dude, that guy was that made was probably fearful for her safety. Well, from what you said about the results, it looks like people are focusing on the 90 for the most part, aside from like the Twitter verse and those assholes. Like everyone yeah. who's not from there is focusing on the 90. Like I still get what Kyle's saying about like, I just, I don't like the feel, like that vibe of like the secret recording and then uploading without confronting someone. Like the, the kind of subversive way where it's like, oh, I caught you doing something and I'm not going to confront you about it. It's going to be a surprise to you and everyone else when this is like. We like, should be like, like I, I there's right, like so a television first, show, the cheater show. That's what it's like. Yeah, but know, I guess in their in that culture, there's no way to bring it up to him. Like, so in no, that culture, in that culture, I, I'd be interested to know whether what he's doing is in a, how inappropriate what he's doing is. Because like in ours, obviously, it's like, oh, it, uh, he just fucked up. He's assaulting that woman. He, he could lose his job over that. He could easily lose his marriage. And, you know, she could, she could sue this guy in civil court. Like, it could be a whole thing. If, 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 but in theirs, maybe this isn't a big deal at all. I, I, but See, what but she did is a big deal in, in any culture. I struggle with that. Because I used to think the same thing as you maybe go back five, ten years. It's like, well, culturally, things are just different there. But... Then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I disagree with that now. The me of today is like, there is a right and there is a wrong. And you can't, 
allow bullshit to happen just because it's a different culture, right? There is no culture where getting handsy and fucking holding a woman up against the bathroom sink doggy style is okay. Like right and wrong can't be a cultural thing. Yeah, right. And this is a thing that liberals do in particular. Like they just completely accept any culture, even if it's immoral, right? And, And that's... That's, like, well, that's just what they do. Yeah, they punch, that, they punch women in the face. That's right. what they do. You know, Meanwhile, if, if they if, disagree about a tiny part of our culture, it's a it's an emergency. If that woman our doesn't culture, cover her hair, we rip the antenna off a car and beat her with it. But hey, some cultures do that, so let's not pass too many judgments. Don't want to seem our, intolerant. Our culture does stuff too. I mean, maybe maybe they maybe those uh, the Saudis are like, yeah, as soon as the baby's born, first thing they do is cut the tip of his dick off. That's what. Yeah. That's the first thing they do over there. As soon as every every boy when he's born, cutting his dick. That's the first thing they do. Then, and they could go through a whole thing like that. I'm sure there's plenty of things we do that seem abhorrent. And we uh, like a pretty penis. I do. Yeah. I wish I had a choice. <laughs> I think I was circumcised without my consent. Yeah. <laughs> so so like. So I, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of penises, uh, and, and, and what I've get noticed, on my level. I'll never achieve what you have. Yes, but, it's just too many years of swimming and hockey. Sometimes with the circumcision, I've noticed they don't do a good job. They did a great job on me. I feel like it's everything symmetrical. There's no scarring, really. Like like everything looks good down there. There's no bits still dangling off or anything. But, but every time that's one, not. you don't know what you're like in the terms of pleasure because i think that was the original idea was like the decent oh yeah i wish i could come faster <laughs> yeah but <laughs> what I got. but every now and then i see where like the top of the head of the penis is still kind of connected with the shaft to the shaft by like a fold of skin that's just there and that i don't like that looks awful um that's no good but then i see like there's those guys who have like anteater cocks where like they can't it when they when they get an erection like that the the foreskin won't even stretch enough for their cockhead to go through it, so they and, it, and it'll tear or it'll rip. There's all kinds of issues. Dude, with that. that could be I, bad. I, I, like, so I did a series called Male Monday, and a lot of people would write to me and say that their penis couldn't go through the tip of their foreskin, and I like that would suck. I'm not like I was. I didn't really know how to handle it, but it was a pretty common <laughs> Christian. You know? They threw mine away about 29 years ago, yeah. so yeah. I can't help you. They should let you keep it. I kept mine. But it was like that little piece of skin as a baby ends up being like a, a pretty substantial amount of skin as an adult that's removed. Really? Like, like, like a, a, a koozie. I got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like if you stretched it all out, it's probably like a sheet. Probably like huh. a pretty big amount of skin. <laughs> that's a lot of nerves and pleasure sensors are in that yeah. you ever see removed. where like there'll be what the, the, you got like one guy who's cut and one who's not cut and and he'll stick his dick inside of the guy's <laughs> no, foreskin. no i have not seen this <laughs> oh yeah the old tab a into tab b I, you know, <laughs> we know that. I, I don't even like visualizing what you just. <laughs> Taylor's face. <laughs> that's pretty dark. <laughs> Get in the middle. Yeah, that's great. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I Look I at me. I'm circumcised. You're circumcised. I'm circumcised. No. It's like I, if someone has a long sleeve shirt and you kind of share one <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> exactly what it's like. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I think they should not do that. 
I think everybody, I think most people are on that same page. Like, just don't circumcise. If it becomes a problem, get it taken care of. No, but I, I, let's not I, go I, hacking little bits off people. No, yeah, I, I'm glad that I got circumcised. If I could go back, I, I would get circumcised again. Um, but all you don't the, know that. I do like, it every if, year. If you live to a point where you were circumcised, I bet that there's more pleasure in an uncircumcised penis for the penis owner. <laughs> We've been through this. I don't want to come any faster than currently. <laughs> it feels great already. I don't need any more than this. Yeah. It, it really does. It's it's like, ah, oh, you like that ice cream? Yeah, yeah. It could be even colder, you know. It's like, it's fucking cold enough, bro. I'm getting an ice cream headache already. I'm having this. <laughs> <laughs> colder? No. no. It wouldn't be a colder ice cream. It'd be a bigger bowl with more toppings. Whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a, or a big chunk of skin wrapped around it so you can't get to the ice cream the way you want or something. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> well, then you would get it taken care of. Yeah, you if, your, if your ice cream bowl had a foreskin and you were trying, you were constantly trying to get in there to get to it, you wouldn't want that. So. I would remove that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Off your ice cream bowl. <laughs> Off my ice cream bowl. It, and it's, it's not to the quite the same extent, but there are Places where they'll cut the clitoris off, like baby females, to desensitize Female her. To genital uh, manipulation. Uh, mutilation. Yeah, yeah. it's awful. That is different. <laughs> now, the goal of that is to deprive the woman of sexual pre pleasure, because uh, it's not like now if, if they challenge just took, accepted. Now, if they just remove the hood of the clitoris, that would be like a female circumcision. But they lop right. the hood, the cer and the clitoris, well, and everything right they, off. They do it right. differently in different areas, is my understanding. Ah. Well, like, I. I and, and if they did remove the hood, then it it exposes the clitoris to like being rubbed on and everything. And that's what it desensitizes, which is the same thing that happens to a circumcised penis that gets desensitized from being exposed all the time. There should just be a policy to not put anything sharp towards a child's genitals until you're like yeah. absolutely sure that you need to. It shouldn't yeah. just be like all right, I right disagree. Out of the gate. I agree. I I'm all for the circumcision. I, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, why not? I prefer, I prefer what I got. I, I, I why not? What if they botch it? What if it's all yeah. fucked up? You were just saying that. What if See, you were unlucky and your doctor had, oh, you know, that would suck. Come in that exhausted. Would suck. And, and I'll tell you what, suck. if I were I'm getting, sure it does suck for a lot of if people. I were getting my kid uh, circumcised, I'd make it. I'd, it'd be a part. It would be a big deal. It'd be like, hey, if we're gonna do this, let's have, let's get a. I want the service. best. Baby dick cutter in the nation. Yeah, I want a <laughs> I would want a plastic surgeon to do it. I feel like normally they just got like whatever doctors around is like, hey, hey, Bill, you got your pocket knife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You little Swiss Army thing with a little mini scissors? Yeah, I got a cigar here. cutter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll work. <laughs> like, 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 you don't be reaching over. Oh, he's over there reaching into his humidor trying to cut your baby's dick off. Like, you don't want that. But you know, you want a professional. But I, but I prefer uh, being. Would you make an event out of it? Would you throw a big but, but see, party? you're saying that you prefer it without knowing the alternative as far uh, as I prefer experiencing the physical. It. I prefer I prefer the uh, the appearance. I, I feel I, I feel like that's better. Um, and, and you're telling me that maybe it's going to be more pleasurable. Not interested in having that. I know that requires some more uh, some higher degree of maintenance to make sure you right. don't get like schmegma. And right. fucking dick cheese in there, smelling like an infected fucking sore around your cock head. Right. Uh, anything like that. My dick's always fucking clean. And you know what it takes to clean it? I wet my hand, do that three times, and it's clean again. I don't want to be digging around in that around foreskin and like needing to be in the shower to make my dick not smell like rotten ass. Like, Dude, no. that's not. There's no way that's the case. That's like being that like, you know, case. we should we should cut these kids' feet yeah. off. Do you know if you leave the same like, socks on for three months and dip yeah. your feet in yeah, wet water and let it sit, that it'll be gross. I, 
I don't my, know my, fr- about my it. friend from high school told me like he was uncircumcised. I brought those things up to him. And I'm like, don't you have to do something special like cleaning it and something? He's like, I just get in the shower and you know wash my dick. Don't you just wash your dick? That's all I do. It's not no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think well, that we. It's not should... like there's this huge process of smegma removal. <laughs> Taylor, are you like, circumcised or not? I am. You are. Yeah, I think. I think. We, are we all? I am. Yeah. yeah. So it's we all just, are. You know, don't do it until you know, and. Wait, like, it, right? it's not. It's not risky. It's too risky. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Most really Americans are. I think it's becoming less and less common now. I I, I, so. I do wouldn't too. Wouldn't get my kids circumcised. Let them, let them decide. Stick skin's yeah, good would, the way it is. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I would cut it off right now if I had a foreskin. <laughs> well, that would make an interesting part of the show. <laughs> like, bang! <laughs> had to shoot it off. Whatever it took. I don't think you want to do that. I wish I had it again, just so I can cut it off a second time. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. What'd you do when you cut it off? I fucking ate it. What oh, God. I gained its power. I have the numbers. Oh, damn. The so, numbers. over the course of 1979 to 2010, the rate at which children got circumcised went from 64.5% to 58. So, in the US. Yeah, and this so is just US. Almost 50-50. Yes, it went from 64.5 to 58. I'm a little surprised. I thought it would be, it would be closer high. to 100 in both regards. Like, not 100, but, you know, it would go from, like, 90 to 80. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. You're on the right path, then. You know? I think so, too. I think circumcision is probably a bad idea. I do think they look better. It's like plastic surgery for your cock. Right. But, we need awareness for this, like posters. Like, what do you do when you see baby dick skin? You don't. Fuck with me. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's... I haven't seen a large amount of uncircumcised penises to know if they're all just... All of them are ugly? I've seen a lot of cock if you have any questions. There's different different vaginas that, you know, some look good straight out of the box. Some might need a little cleaning up, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. (laughs) So... No, I, I would agree. I would, I would say guys are, are pretty much equivalent. Yeah, some some with their foreskins look pretty good, and they they pop out of that foreskin foreskin looking like a man. Some of them, you know, not so good. Right, anteater. <laughs> Don't yeah. want that. Or the ones that look like like if you buy a tiny kid like a triple XL hoodie, and the <laughs> the sleeves just way down to here, and it's like, what's all that? What's going on there? What's that for? <laughs> Like an old wizard sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. It's like when you take the, the straw wrapper off and just kind of leave that extra part to dangle just a tiny bit. Yeah. Not mm. good. Yeah. Anyway, I've had enough of this. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> More? You, you, that's enough? <laughs> oh, I know for you. We make the show six hours. Keep it going. <laughs> We're rolling. Oh, whoops. For, we for talked Dick about talk. that on PKN. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> Oh, here's a thing. So the United States Marines have now unveiled gender-neutral standards for 29 jobs. Uh, apparently, they, what happened was they went into this and they measured these teams of people. Uh, some teams were all men and some teams were mixed. And they went into it thinking that the mixed teams would perform on the same level as the all-men teams. Of course not. Why would they think that? Uh, that's what they say in the article. It turns out, this is from the Marine Times, that 100% of the time, the uh, teams with women on them did worse 
in these tasks. Now that's just sexist. Uh, I don't well, like these facts. They, they were a, removed. a sexist <laughs> stopwatch and stuff. On top of that, um, I forget how many women were in this, but there was... Now, a, now are these all physical activity jobs? Because I, I would think that jobs that don't require physical strength could potentially be on equals with sure okay the jobs were in the following fields infantry artillery combat engineering tanks and amphibious assault vehicles ground ordnance and some close air support roles so these all seem like things like if you got to take a big shell and load it into a tank yeah a a guy is going to do that better than a woman in some cases these they're um they're very big heavy durable vehicles that have um almost like the front of a trailer you have to like pick it up and put it on a hitch right a dude's gonna do that better almost 100 almost 100 percent time (laughs) and then um i forget i wish i could see how many women there are let me see if i can that whole thing was surprising to anyone yeah i know it's (laughs) What should be surprising is that is that they'll they'll push them through and 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 they'll pretend like these women met the same qualifications as men, but it always comes out at the end that like I, I saw I think it was Army Rangers a while back these two or three women qualified not for combat uh, but but just to be Army Rangers or something like that and it came out it came out that during training they weren't required to carry the heavy machine gun because you know they take turns carrying that big motherfucker um, they there was a number of tasks that they didn't have to like work as hard as the men so yeah, if you look at all the requirements the and things that they have to do to pass like even basic training it's like women have to do like seven push-ups and men do 15 or something you know it's always lower bar it's, it's horseshit so here's the so thing weak. so listen to well, this i made that up there were I mean, two dozen women <laughs> in the infantry country <laughs> there, there are two dozen women <laughs> so hold on a second. now god damn it people <laughs> yeah. there were two dozen women in the infantry company when the experiment began and all but two dropped out due to injury. So 22 out of the 24 women got hurt as they did this. Well, then they quit. Yeah, shouldn't be doing that. A hundred percent of the uh, of the the groups with women in it did worse. And um, as a result, out of this thing, they're going to have standards where it doesn't matter what sex you are. And I'm sure that's sexist somehow. But I, no, I that's don't know. What it should be. It should. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter who you are, what you are, or how. Like where you're born, ethnicity, sex, just yeah. all the same standard. If you can do the amount of push-ups and carry the shit, go hog wild. Go over there and do what you want to do. But yeah, I would even it's not it, fair it to everybody. Be else. A requirement of you know this is what is required to do this task. If you can do this requirement, then you can do the task. It shouldn't be well if you can do half of this what is needed to do the job. You can make it since you're a girl. Yeah, you know, it like, shouldn't you be. You still about- can't do the job. It shouldn't be push-ups and sit-ups and stuff because that stuff's body weight, right? Like, you know, you need to be able to carry someone else out, you know? So, like, I I like more objective stuff. You can do this kind of bench press. You can do this kind of, you know, whatever, sandbag drag if you want to simulate. Yeah, pick the tallest, biggest guy on your squad or your battalion or whatever and be like, all right, you go limp and all of you have to carry him. You you have to drag him out of the sunroof on a Humvee because you might have to do that. And if you can't, then you're not suitable for this job. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of those. You got to be stout. To, like, like if 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 a two hundred pound man's limp in a Humvee, like getting him out the top would be a serious job. Yeah. And there's not. There, there aren't any women that could do that. There just aren't. There may be some bodybuilders, some special uh, mm-hmm. specialized athlete athletes of women who can do that. Ronda Rousey. But could your do average. It. I'll get you a picture. What's she squat? I don't know. 
That would all be upper body. Is probably pulling someone out of the Humvee. I, I was thinking like getting them out the top. I don't know if Ronda Rousey could do that. No, I don't she know if she could. Not. could standing on the hood. Uh, Ronda Rousey doing that would be like me grabbing a 370 pound man and doing the same thing with him. Or like, yeah. Yeah, so like twice your body weight. It's twice her body weight. She's not an ant. <laughs> this woman's. She's just strong for a 135 pound woman. She could totally do it. I think she no, walks around at like not, 150. Not a, a 200 pound man? No, you you hey, th- no. Look, it's first, a hundred and fifty pound. I I want to know what Ronda Rousey bench presses because because I I bet Taylor bench presses more right now than Ronda Rousey does. I know he does. I guarantee it. I bet I do. I bet she can't. I bet she can't bench. I bet I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I bet Ronda Rousey cannot bench one eighty. No, well, that's just genetics. Like she's a hard worker and yeah. really impressive. Uh, but hey, I'm not taking anything was, away from no, her. No, I'm I just know, saying but, she can't. I'm just saying she couldn't haul Woody out of the roof of a Humvee. No, no chance. It's not fair to jeopardize the safety of other people under like the guise of being inclusive. It's like this isn't the kind of job you want to be inclusive in. You don't want a, a firefighter knocking at your door who barely skidded by the final exams of like you know what you, you want him to hoist your those ass. Doors. Yeah, yeah. You you failed. Carry you, you know, with one arm. Three out of ten. Fire axe a door out of the way with the other, kick it open, and fucking oxygen tank on his back, not giving a fuck. He's already yeah. loaded down with gear as a fireman. The fireman's You're the guy good... who just headbutted your door open and then screamed at the fire until it surrendered. <laughs> you, you, you want someone intense. The flames are in the way, so he just Superman blows them. Yeah. The fuck do you think you're doing? Like, all right, all right. <laughs> but, but yeah, it should it should be based on it shouldn't be how many push-ups or sit-ups, Merit. like you said, because that shows physical fitness, and that's not what we're going for. We're going for combat readiness, <laughs> and uh, not many women are combat ready to the standards of, uh, especially to the standards of special forces and you know the the army rangers and stuff like that. If they can, yeah. if if they can do the task, then they should go in. If they can't, they shouldn't. I'm not worried about a woman's toughness out on the battlefield. I'm worried about her upper body strength. Her bench press. I'm worried about how much weight she can lift over her head. Yeah, if they can do it, let them do it. But that's why this is even, I guess, not even controversial in the first place. Is because they know if they enact this, it's suddenly, oh, well, suddenly our numbers just went really strongly in one direction. I, I don't know much, but I, I know that when you're in a unit, you know, like, like they, you share responsibilities. And if one member of that unit weighs 30 pounds less than every other member of the unit and that's that's being generous like yeah, that person's just 70. not putting as much into it yes yeah, more like 70 you know it's it's not a thing yeah not fair i but. i just Whew. i feel like you don't know what a fire plug this woman is and no, I, it's I know not about that it's about just physical capabilities like like you that would be like you if she's five three five four woody could you pull someone who weighed 400 and 400 pounds who was 6'7 out of a situation like that because that's like the equivalency. You couldn't and in no world could you. If well, there's a 220 guy you've gone who's too much. One, she probably weighs like 150, you know, and not on weight cut day where she hits 135 but she probably weighs 150 and the question was 200 pound man and I think that she'd pick a 200 pound man up and toss him around um, quite easily. No, not a chance. Not absolutely. She doesn't lift she doesn't lift weights at all. She doesn't do any lifting. None. Nah. No way. No way. She could. I'm sure that because of her judo experience and stuff, that yeah, if she could, she could 
twist and spin and and and, and get, get her get hips her under him and stuff. Her yeah. hips, totally get the leverage. My ass, I'm sure of that. Do you but know how even hard then, it would be for you to do this to pick up a 200-pound man who had just gone limp? I think she's stronger than me. No, no, not even cool. not her upper body. Like, like not you her see her arms, they look nice, but they're, they're huge. Aren't they're no, bigger but than mine. By virtue of the fact that you've had testosterone running through your body for, you know, 51 years now, it I means. I think my arm. Let's see how big her biceps are. I think that that's going to be telling. Let's see how many <laughs> inches. How big? <laughs> Nice. Aranda Rousey. What, did I miss something? Biceps. It's not a smack on her or anything. It's just. Oh, I'm not personally offended or anything. No, I know, but. Not even that big. Someone a out fan. there will think it. Like, oh, I understand. Yeah, I thought you were addressing me at first. No, no, no. It's just. It wouldn't. It's not feasible. It would be hard for most fit men to reach into the sunroof of a Humvee and pull another limp man out. And then once he's out, you don't just leave him on top of the Humvee and go, all right, yeah. well, uh, get yourself over there. You have to throw him over your shoulder, walk him to safety. That's just not feasible for someone that small. She just, I, I, she's so big. Like whenever I see her in a dress or something, I'm just like, oh my God, she's like a sausage she's, in there. She's <laughs> strong all over. She's very no. short. Yeah, I think if you were right, standing she's... next to her for scale, you'd see how much bigger you were than her. She is yeah. five foot seven, one hundred thirty-five pounds, thirty-four uh, A bra size. She wears a women's size nine shoe. Her dress size is a four, very small. Her body measurements are thirty-four, twenty-five, thirty-four. She has a twenty-five inch waist, Woody. Like, yeah. come on, I, I, she's just <laughs> not strong enough. She. It, if you cram her frame full of muscle, she's still not a man. She's I I, I want to know what her what her arm measurements are. Even that wouldn't matter as much because that's not like an, a, a direct equivalency to male. Yeah, muscle. but I could compare yeah. it to myself. Like like I could be like ah, my biceps are sixteen inches and and hers are only fourteen or something. Like like I'd oh, like I to see know. what you're saying. Yeah, but it yeah. looks bigger because you're not on her. Biceps. They look. On her, it looks like she's Vin Diesel coming out of pitch black or something with, with huge biceps. But maybe her arms are really just tiny. Maybe they're just ripped for her frame. Maybe they would look normal on me. Or They'd look really short on you. They'd look really <laughs> short. <laughs> my arms are fucking long. Yeah. I, I, I mean, in, in terms of perfect female body, this isn't my version of it. Um, she's a little strong and stout and thick, you know, compared to, like, but when it comes to being a Marine, this is about as good as girls get. And I think she'd be the exception. Maybe. We'll have to really? organize Maybe. a challenge. Hmm. You have her go through a course. <laughs> oh, here you go. Ronda Rousey's biceps are 12 inches. I have no idea how big my biceps are. That is are. very, very small. How big are yours? 30. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't have a... Yeah, I'm afraid. Like, does mine anyone are actually know what is a, a good? I bet mine are somewhere in that range. Let me to... see if I've got a measuring no. tape. Yeah, I used to have one. I don't have big biceps. Did somebody look up if I'm supposed to flex when I measure or not, because that's of course. Crazy. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. I've seen it done before. <laughs> huh. See well, you guys. I, You'd need one of those uh, fabric tape things, right? I'm sure my mom has them. 
So how are you doing, Taylor? Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Trying to look up average bicep sizes. Get some some science down. Oh, they both disappeared. I was doing research and they're gone. Oh, are they actually both going to get a <laughs> to get measuring? Yeah. Yeah, and you are supposed to flex. Right. I have I have not lifted a weight since paintball, and my biceps are 15 inches. No, All you right. are supposed to flex, Kyle. About 15 and a half, then. Yeah, it's... Let's see. Or the picture on, like, WikiHow, the guy's flexing, so I assume. Yeah. And it 15. would be hard for you to pull a guy out of a Humvee. Very hard. I, I don't think I could. Ronda Rousey's biceps are this big. Well, you can't fold it over. You shrunk right, well, them. You gotta yeah. tuck <laughs> right, it down. Let me, let me find. Let me find it on my arm. That, let me go flaccid. <laughs> All right, there you go. Ronda Rousey's bicep is the same as my forearm. My it, forearm is twelve inches. In fairness, that's his masturbation arm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, this is this things built like I'm a brick shit house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't flex properly. I, there there's just there's just no way that that like I, I mean I'm sure her muscles are more dense than mine and like each inch of muscle is more effective, but not by thirty three percent. You could beat her in arm wrestling. I'm gonna go check. This mm, out. No, probably not. I don't mm. think that. Okay. I don't more, know. Or leverage and. You know I don't know. You got a longer arm. I imagine you'd be on top and you're just like on her. Yeah, my I bet her arms only like this. On the other, I just feel like she'd do something clever. Like she'd just, even if she's never done it before, all her judo and MMA experience would make her, would somehow translate a little bit into arm wrestling technique. Maybe I'm blowing her I up wouldn't in my be surprised. head. Yeah, she, she, I, I, I certainly wouldn't, uh, I would be afraid to bet on myself arm wrestling Ronda Rousey. She's probably stronger at that exercise than me. It just seems like it's something she does a lot with the grappling and stuff. But right. Her grip is probably as, insane. Yeah. So That's a thing. I, I just, but she's, there's just not, she's a, she, she's a, she's a real specimen, but she's just not, she's a, she's a girl. So she but, but I haven't seen her throw like average dudes like that were just going in there to see how they would face up. I think they were like a reporter or something. And she just, she like heard him, knocked the, so, him over, knocked the breath out of him. You know like, what? In an instant. I've seen her do that too. Right. But I've only seen her do it against reporters who kind of took it as a joke. Like, right. you know, I'm yep. in here, don't hurt me, et cetera, et cetera. And then she grabs them and flips them and, and they don't get up for like some extended period of time. I would like to see her go up against a guy who's untrained, but trying, you know, right. or at least play trying or something. These guys are least, acting you know, engine. Guys getting a little bit low, making her work for it. These guys are standing up and, and she's not throwing them. She's not like the Hulk, like grabbing them and like, and like, and manipulating it, their body weight. It uses weight. their it's own body weight to, right, to yeah, throw them around. And, her. I, I remember, yeah. I think the first day I met Joe Lozon, I rolled with him in the octagon. <clears throat> he had his way with me. But I was trying, you know, I kept pummeling for grips. I kept doing this. He had, a, it turns out I learned later, he had a particular throw that he wanted to, na to land on me, but he had to change his plan because I was trying. I'd like to see an average person go in there against Ronda and just give it a go. You know, it doesn't even have to be, I'm not looking for punches thrown. Just at least defend the Don't takedown. Don't be a dummy. Don't be like, don't be Line a it up, I'll fight her. Yeah. <laughs> Get some wicked. I would be afraid of offending her in some way during the fight. 
because it's not a real fight until she decides it is. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I remember um, Joe Lozon's brother, his name's Danny, and uh, I rolled with him. And beforehand, I was like, you know that like, this is just exercise, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I won't hurt you. He hurt me. <laughs> it sucked. It was awful. Like, I've just had friends that were like black belts in karate, like, mm -hmm. let me show you something. And what they did fucking hurt. <laughs> it's like, dude, oh, I can't just, you know, pretend. I wanted to really show you. Danny <laughs> yeah, got uh, full thanks. mount on me. And then, um, well, I guess when you usually have mount on a guy, you like look for an arm or a submission or whatever. He came down like this, but with his elbows like next to my head and elbowed me here. And oh my god, oh, it was yeah. like a tennis, like half a tennis ball was swollen out of it. Like even the like, there's UFC fighters all training there and shit, and they're like, "Oh wow, that you better ice that. Are you okay?" And then the <laughs> fact that they're like that is like this better. Yeah. This is not an everyday thing around here. Like Danny <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> he could just take advantage of you. I, he could have done anything he wanted to me. Yeah, that's. Is that uh, an invitation? Uh, it, it really doesn't matter if he's invited or not in this scenario. <laughs> it, 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 I like Danny. I'm glad he likes me. Because um, if he didn't, anything could happen. Yeah. <laughs> he might fuck you. Anything, uh, really. He could. He could, anything Danny. He wants. Dude, Danny's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe's told us a couple stories about it. It's, uh, Dude, uh, yeah. I like the the family function fights that they get into. Like, do, do you remember? Uh, I, everyone here knows the story. I, I tend to retell things, but in fast forward, Danny was acting like a bit of a jackass. Joe's father was like, "Get him, Joe!" And uh, they like go into the house, put mouth guards and MMA garb on, and fight like in the backyard yeah and uh joe had one rule is like, we're gonna do this one time once and after that you know we, we stop and joe beat him and uh and then danny kept acting a fool and kept saying oh that one didn't count etc causing and joe was like look i told you once once that's it and then joe's dad is like get him again <laughs> 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 and he did. did <laughs> yeah. Until he learned. Yeah. And then that time, one would presume that Danny realized. And oh, oh, when there was a thing, too. I guess Joe had fought just recently. So he was like a week out of his fight. He was in, like, you know, fight shape and, you know, ready to go. And Danny was not. So Joe had, you know, at that time, it was maybe more lopsided than it would be on a random day. But uh -huh. Joe got him good twice. Twice. Yeah. They never fought again. I I can't. I don't know. I'm sure they did. Yeah, they're <laughs> brothers. <laughs> you know, they they train together. So you know sometimes, yeah. and uh, you know they must know who's who. I don't know. I don't know. It's cool though. Yeah, Joe speaks really highly of Danny, as if Danny might win. But Joe's had a much better career, and. I talked to people Joe trains with, and they said Joe would win. So I don't know what to make of it. Danny's bigger. Well, Joe's a, quite a bit older, right? Mm, I'm just not sure how much older. I could look it up. Like, at least three or four years, which not as far as like, oh, he's in a better shape necessarily. Just he's got a lot more experience, I would think. Especially because he's actually been in. Or actually, I don't know anything about his brother. I don't know if he's been in like UFC. Four years. Televised Thirty-one and twenty-seven. Fights. And 
Yeah, 31 and 27. So he's older. Yeah. I think uh, once you get to a certain point, experience, you've, you've experienced as much as you can experience and like natural talent and abilities that you know, natural ability is a more of a dominant factor than experience. Yeah, that's... I, before I met Joe, and, and specifically, I, I went to watch Joe fight in Japan, and um, uh, during that time, especially like in Japan, some of the people that regularly came with him didn't. So I was like closer to the fight. Like you know, he didn't like I, I, I was I hung out with him all trip long, and uh, I was there during the weight cut process and like the whole thing. Anyway, because of that, I saw him in his underwear a lot. nice yeah i have not seen his cock for those of you wondering i'll work on it but (laughs) but um uh i saw him in his underwear a lot now when i became a fan of his i'd only seen him on tv and i thought that he was like the super version of me like I, i was a pretty good athlete at one time and it was like hypothetically if you had devoted all your efforts into like going the athletic route and turning yourself into the super you, et cetera, you'd be Joe Lozon, right? Like, like, you know, I was pretty athletic. So what would I have been had I focused on that instead of like it? Right. And, uh, and I thought the answer was Joe, but now that I've seen him in his underwear so much, no, Just keep stressing that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, He's a professional athlete. He's not like us. He uh, he is at a, at a stage that I think that most people would just can't get to. Yeah. And uh, and I was almost disappointed. It, like you know, I, it was like yeah, because he's a he was a, he has a comp sci major. I don't know if you knew that he has a four year degree in comp sci. And um, you know, it was like yeah, he's he's like me, but I went towards the comp sci, and he went towards the athletes and whatever. Uh, but when you see him up close and in person and stuff, you realize he's not. Yeah, I was like, yep, I couldn't be that. Yeah, he just <laughs> never, never like that. These pro football players, man, some of them look like action figures. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're crazy fit. The wide receivers in particular impress me. Uh, and even uh, some uh, of like the big linemen who like don't look like the chiseled action figure. Like you see them walking around around normal people. And they've got that big belly, but like their arms, they look like, remember like when the cave troll in Lord of the Rings burst through that door and it's just <laughs> like not in good shape, but a hulking behemoth. That's what those guys look like. Just arms hanging down, just the size of your fucking head. It's yeah. Ludicrous. And, the, and, the, and you think like maybe some aspect of athletics, you can beat them. And then you realize that they can run faster than you as well. Even, yeah, like even the, though they're wearing like a, a pregnancy belt. There was some documentary, I think it's on Netflix about Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys seen that, but just talked about his you natural, don't know Bo. his natural talents of just naturally dominating. You know, standing. He, he didn't standing spend a lot above of time. His, he was standing above his thighs in water, and and from that position, standing thigh deep in water, he did a standing backflip. Yeah. Just little stuff like that, like jumping over cars and uh, and throwing rocks so hard they would have crab apple fights in his neighborhood as kids. All the other kids are afraid of this guy because he can throw yeah. the fucking crab apple so goddamn hard. Those he's, things he's the best. <laughs> he's the best at football. He's the best at baseball. They, they interview his baseball coach. He's like, yeah, he hit one one time, went over that. And one right. time it went over that. No one's and ever fo- done that again. Like, yeah. No. The things he did were incredible. He played NFL football as a hobby. Yeah. Like, 
Like you can't you can't come close to that. That's literally what he said. He's like, yeah, the NFL season's gonna be good. I got a little hobby here or whatever. Like like baseball was his passion, and uh, I always it, thought it was, it was the other. No, maybe it I, was. I it was one of the other. No, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I may. I may he wanted it was baseball that he went because he turned down an NFL contract to go play baseball for like well a third of the money or something like. So what happened then, with that? What if I remember correctly, it was something like um, a, an NFL team purposefully uh, allowed him to break NCAA rules by coming to their school and visiting. They told him it was all okay, uh, and they did it on purpose so that he'd get kicked, so he wouldn't be able to finish the season of college baseball, even though he was on some ridiculous hot streak and going to set a record or something like that. They said so because he wasn't able to finish the season in baseball. He, they said he cried when he found out because he couldn't finish that season of college baseball. He said uh, it was the Buccaneers, I think. Uh, the Buccaneers had the first round draft pick. They picked Bo Jackson. He's like, right, maybe it wasn't first round. They picked Bo Jackson. He was like, no, yeah. fuck you. I'm not coming there to play. And just didn't. Just yep. didn't go. Yep. <laughs> and went to play baseball for Kansas City. Like, and football for the Raiders, if I remember correctly. He was an incredible yep. athlete. If you want to see an, a really, really good uh, ESPN thing, you know, uh, it's, it's you That's don't what I know Bo. Yeah, I watched that on Netflix. Maybe cry for thirties. It's it's maybe dude. I I don't remember if it's part of that. I don't know if it's either. But if it says thirty for thirty, in my experience so far, I think it was. It's good one hundred percent of the time. Those things are so well done. Did you see Netflix is raising their price by a dollar? A dollar. A dollar. Nine ninety nine. But I've already canceled. That's only for Mm -hmm. new subscribers though. Like it's grandfathered in the old price. Oh, that's very nice of them. I'm yeah, fine with that. It, it seems like they are definitely stepping their game up with the the tentpole series, things like Daredevil, all the Marvel stuff. And, and I love that it's put, all released at once, so you can binge watch the whole. Of course, thing. of course, <laughs> the only way to watch. Netflix uh, stock went up six percent today on the announcement. Wow, that's a big. That's a lot for one day. But how many yeah. new subscribers are they getting like a month? I don't even know. I don't know. I feel like though it's still spreading. Like like everyone's gonna have Netflix at some point. The only one that competes with it in my head is Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's been Maybe out for so long. It seems like they should have saturated the market by now. Uh, what it, I, I don't know. Hulu has commercials and fuck Hulu. It does. So, it's like I, made for TV though. You get a lot better like newer TV out of Hulu than you do out yeah. of Netflix. Yeah, I've got so I've got Hulu Plus now. I think it's cost me seven bucks a month or something like that. And I got it strictly for South Park uh, originally, but then I started seeing all the other stuff that was on there. And uh, like you're getting you're getting South Park and Family Guy and The Simpsons as soon as it comes out. But you're also getting all of Seinfeld, and and that has some value to me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I watched all that stuff. Can't First you watch of all, South TBSing, Park just on Comedy Central's website though? They changed that. Oh, uh, they did. But TV. TBS uh, would when they would show the Seinfeld reruns. In case you don't know, they speed them up by like five percent or something like that, so they can slip in more commercial breaks. <laughs> so you're I did and, hear and that. Even in, yeah. So yeah. so if you want to see Seinfeld the way it's meant to be seen and see the little you know as the credits are rolling at the end, there's always another little scene there where they get you know a couple more jokes in. If you want that, like it's worth it. You know, seven bucks a month, and I've been watching Seinfeld for the last couple of days, just letting it roll and. Have you, you watched know, Seinfeld interviews lately? He's a yeah. douche. Like with Jerry Seinfeld? I haven't watched him. I've heard that he got in, not hot water, but he said something that people didn't care for. I liked his flip. acceptance speech at the, uh, uh, the other night. I thought that was really funny. Is that the one about not how great he was? Comedians was a, can do this. It's hard. We're special. All these actors are dumb. 
I feel like you took it the wrong way. I, I, it was very tongue-in-cheek. Being tongue sarcastic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, his whole thing up there was like, awards are stupid. Like, like this whole thing is stupid. We all just showed up here and made a, put, on, put on a big show just to kiss each other's asses. Like, this is stupid. This whole thing is dumb. Uh, I felt like he was making fun of the award uh, to begin. He was, and, and, you know, there's a couple more comics on stage. He's like, you see Chris Rock and, and whoever the other guy was? He's like, they don't want to be here. We're here because of HBO took care of us and blah, blah, blah. He was just honest, I thought. I liked it. <laughs> I've it watched some like of his, like, driving in cars or coffee or whatever with comedians. And, and yeah, he's a douche some in of those it, right? I like it's always the other guy that's interesting, not Seinfeld. I mean, he's, he's, said, he's said some funny stuff in some of the ones I've seen. I just don't like his stand-up comedy that much. Like, Seinfeld is probably arguably the best show, comedy series of all time, but his stand-up just doesn't, does not resonate with me. Like, have you watched a full set? I just, I don't know. From I don't the think... old, yeah, well, you gotta think, like, his comedy, his best comedy sets, I think, were, you know, late 80s, early 90s, when all that observational humor was kind of new. I mean, there were people doing it, but he had yeah. a whole fresh take on it, his delivery. It might just great. be played out already. I think it's just played out, you know. It, it, it. He's not a 21st century comic. Not a 21st century stand-up comic, maybe, but I, he's made so much goddamn money, I don't think he gives a shit. That's like, I, an interesting... I find that interesting. So, I know he was executive producer and star and right. all that stuff of his show. Uh, I think he was a I guess writer. he wrote some, because yeah. he was based on his comedy but um, he wasn't the one coming up with the like the the episodes the the funny story arcs and that stuff there's a female writer that uh she was responsible for a lot that, of that and that larry 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 david did the most of it right what i was saying was i know that he wasn't just an actor but he is so wealthy that that aspect of him is become interesting to me like i think he, what did he get a hundred million dollars for the hulu deal does that sound right it was something, something stupid like huge i don't know i think he's the right guy's, a billion i he's worth a billion you think right at it oh, uh, it was 800 million like a yep. year or two ago we looked this up the, a while ago and he was he's richer than any other comedian he's like richer than beyonce or jay-z yeah this guy's threatening billionaire status <laughs> and i find that like is, is even though I don't think Seinfeld's particularly interesting, and if you his comedy's not particularly good, and if you listen to him interviewed, you'll say this guy's kind of a douche. Like you wouldn't want to know him or be his friend or anything. But he's a just, he's nearly a billionaire, and that yep. is rare. He definitely sold himself be well. You'd be his friend as a billionaire. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> yeah. a billionaire. Like, I'd be friends with any billionaire. Like they could be like, hey, I just got back from my black. Uh, rhino hunting trip. Got the last of them. High five. Like, you bet, buddy. You bet. Like, oh, I'm here. You want to go make fun of orphans later again? Absolutely. Absolutely. As as I can be Can't we spit on them? Can't we spit posse. on them? Yeah. That's funny. I heard, I heard that Minecraft dude is like lonely and was complaining on Twitter or something that money's not everything and I, I don't know like real friends and relationships and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We talked about <laughs> that on the... On the survival trip, PKA, and, uh, and there were different opinions on who gave a sh like. It, some people would be like, "Dude, you've got so much money, you have no sympathy," and I get that, right? Because and I yeah. said this before, most people every single day is a struggle to get more money, right? That's it. They need money. They need their stuff. They need their they get their pay their bills, etc. They're not meeting the the lifestyle that they're that they wish they had, etc. But um, I I do. 
he got divorced, you know, mm-hmm. over that thing. And I think that's usually a really rough process for people. Um, the worst part would be not knowing who to trust. Who's there because they like you? Who's there because they want to take part in this billion dollars or whatever? I mean, heck, haven't <laughs> you had some taste of that on YouTube? Oh, yeah, definitely. The like people that will be like, oh, hey, you know, like try to be buddy-buddy. And, oh, here, will you do this for me? Like almost right. immediately type thing. and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you, you could tell who's genuinely interested in hanging out with you as a person and who's eventually interested just because they want you to promote them. You can hardly tell. Like sometimes it's the long con, you know, right. like, yeah, yeah, I like Those this. Those are the guy. hard ones. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that's a thing. And um, I, I imagine Notch gets that time, you know, a hundred times more than, than someone like us would. And uh, I, I could see why he'd be unhappy even though he's rich. All his ex-co-workers hate him. That was part of, part of the tweet. It's like, yeah. I worked so hard to make sure they get taken care of, and now they all hate me. They Why probably do they hate don't. Him? What did he do? My Sold guess is that. Sold to Microsoft. Yeah. I, Notch became a billionaire, and the rest of them are still working for a living. I'm guessing that's their complaint. <sighs> These billionaires are all so stupid, if you ask me. If you mm-hmm. gave me a billion dollars, I just fucking leave. I get that <laughs> money somewhere where you can't tax me anymore, Uncle Sam. And, and I'd fucking go wherever I wanted to. I'd jet set forever. And I wouldn't be worried about those people who used to work at my office. I'd be making new friends every single week on a different continent. And we'd be killing it on the town. Like, on my hmm. yacht. Now on my plane. <laughs> now on my yacht plane that I had built. The SS whatever. Minecraft money. <laughs> yeah, SS Minecraft fucking money. It'd be, it'd be 500 feet long. It'd be a replica of the fucking Titanic. Because I can. I'm a billionaire. I, I don't know what this guy's problem is. He does. I, he has no I think, imagination. I think. That, well, he was talking about going to like Belize or whatever and partying with movie stars and that Why part of party with a movie star. I don't or, anybody else or, taking the shine away from my billion yeah. dollars. <laughs> I'm going to be the most but, famous person yeah. at my billion dollar I, party. I think the party having fun part would definitely wouldn't be hard to do. It's the the core aspects of life that a lot of people take for granted of just being able to find someone and trust people. Nah, fuck all that. I'd fuck hire that. myself a I'd have hire myself a director of fun. That's what this dude's <laughs> fucking job would be. And his old job would have been something like running a nightclub or like a travel sort of thing and he he was like hooking people up with cool trips and his whole job would be to find cool shit for me to do next month. And <laughs> yeah. my whole job would be to do cool shit this month. <laughs> and it just keep going until I was forever. Yes. Forever. Yeah. I would want to like start living like by proxy through people, but like keep it on the down low. Like I wouldn't publicize it. Like I took this homeless person and I raised him up to be a star. I would do it on the down low. I'd pick someone who I thought like, like the craziest of the crazy out there that I thought was still redeemable, build him up on the down low. First, it's a viral video. Who knows how that came about? Maybe my billion dollars helped. Next thing you know, he's on Ellen. Everybody's laughing at his jokes and, you know, oh, this guy's really relatable. He's likable. I like, you know, trash can Steve. And so up the echelon, up higher and higher until eventually when he gets like his first Emmy or something, I can come out and be like, you bunch of fucking idiots. It was me all along. I am the grandmaster puppeteer behind this. This is what I can do. Look how powerful I am. Both of you people are really good at being rich. (laughs) I don't know what I'd do different at all. Oh, like, like, like just pull up roots. Like, there's no reason to be in any spot. If you have a billion, it's incredibly hard to spend that billion unless you're buying, like, you know, $100 million things at at a time. 
calculating it, it was like some ridiculous oh. amount of money a day, like hundred some thousand dollars a day for it would be sixty years or something. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that website VRBO, the vacation rentals by owner.com, where you can get yourself into like, you know, a two million dollar house for like two grand a night. And maybe you and a dozen friends have a bash there over three a three day weekend or something like that. And for fifteen thousand dollars it comes out not that bad to get a mansion for the weekend or whatever. Well, if you've got a billion then all of a sudden you can have a mansion everywhere you stop. No matter right. where you are, you can be like, all right, my, that's my Tennessee mansion, Georgia mansion, South Carolina mansion. Wherever you are, you're going to be in a mansion. You're going to be driving a supercar. You're going to have any number of, of, of gorgeous, perfect women. We always talk about how like, we, uh, we, we, we hang these movie stars uh, too highly but, uh, where they're you know, women just as beautiful, if not more so, at every college. You can have five of those. Yeah. I, I, we all saw that viral video where the guy's got the, uh, the Bugatti or whatever, and he's just asking hot women as they walk by, hey, you want to go to a hotel and have sex with me right now? And a lot of them do. A lot of them do. <laughs> yeah. Like, anybody, not just sitting there crying in that big stupid hat of his about not having any friends. What he, what he should be crying about is not having any creativity or imagination. Yeah. Like, he might have made that amazing game that made, that made all that money, but he sure as hell can't plan a Friday night or he wouldn't be bitching on Twitter. I wouldn't even have a Twitter account. <laughs> but I mean, I have a you Twitter can't account. party. You need like a Twitter account Twitter. to gather crowds. You could just have my party. own social media, and it would be fucking like not I'm sure Twitter. That you whatever. could afford right now to party every day if you wanted to, but you don't. Do you party every single day? If I could have, I'm I, sure I you can right now. You can. No, party. not every day. There's not to the level I want to. Certainly, like, like I don't think you know what I a would. good party is. Like, like just getting. <laughs> Just getting bottle service at a New York nightclub is gonna, is going to cost you a thousand dollars just just for the bottle and some mixers right. and shit. Okay, so so like partying every night, we're talking about spending a hundred thousand dollars every night. You go out to party, like 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 you've got a, a, a massive entourage. You're taking over every place you go to. You go to a nightclub, that's your nightclub. You go to a strip club, that's your strip club. Everybody else is going to want to leave because you're shining so fucking bright. You're going to have every stripper in there on you. You're going to have every girl at the club on you. Your DJ is gonna take over, like you're. It's this, gonna this you're gonna be nice. right in the music. Like that's what it's like to have a billion dollars if you've got a little creativity yeah. and a staff. The guy's just the guy to know what he's doing. Remember how I said that Kyle was a fountain of video ideas, and he comes up with like this extends to other areas too. I'm learning. Kyle is a fountain. Of, Kyle, you should be Notch's director of fun. You could exactly. do that. Notch, you make me director of fun, and every month we're going to be in a different country at least every month and really every weekend it's going to be a whole new party with whole new bitches pussy on every continent that you ever fucked a you ever fucked a blue-eyed malaysian chick you will my friend <laughs> with a there's cop. like nine of them out there and they're all at this party <laughs> i'll get you i'll get you a blonde chinese uh, chick to lick your asshole give you a rusty trombone while we play minecraft together wearing that oculus rift thing <laughs> you've got the money to make it happen bro like i would like, do fun stuff doing? like i'd want to hire people who used to be famous but now they're like past their prime and they're desperate and Corey I'd, make, I'd make them like subjugate themselves i'd get all the nsync guys except for justin timberlake and like make them walk around with me like hey you know i don't even remember their names like hey nick hey, this is lance nick. bass he's my bitch now ain't that yeah. right lance <laughs> yeah lance, tell, him, tell him you're my bitch I'm ah slap him in the face <laughs> like, like like i'd be such an asshole like like, like you know I, you could slap Lance Bass right in the face if you had a billion dollars. You should do that with X-Fighters, right? Like, like this is uh, 
the hell's Chuck Tony? Liddell? James, well, Chuck Liddell still has money. You don't don't hit him. But um, yeah, yeah don't like James you, Tony or something. The brain injury he has, he probably doesn't know he has that money. Just tell him yeah. different. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hell, like um, people that really are desperate, like Cuba Gooding Jr. That guy is taking my orders at restaurants. He's doing everything for me. I like purposefully drop things. Oh, Cuba, pick that up. I'm way over here. You're at Cuba. I didn't ask questions. I said, pick it up. Oh, you want to go back and you want to go sit with the, with the rest of your radio money? Oh, I forgot that ran out. Yeah, I want me award. Yeah, I saw snow dogs. Pick that shit up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Do your radio character all the rest of the day, like. <laughs> I would find like minor league celebrities who are washed up and stuff, and I would pay them enough money to make them have a uh, do a porno. I, I there's so many things I would do if I had a billion dollars. Like, I'd definitely get your own island and do crazy shit on it, right? I've always wanted to wanted to have real life gladiatorial games on some continent where it, some country where I could, you know, you go into some, one of these little micro countries, you prop up the government with a hundred. You know what? They said that hundred and fifty million that were given to Iran. No, it was is it? Yeah, it's 150 billion were given to Iran with that whole nuclear deal. They said that equated to like five to six trillion in their. Can economy. I interrupt? Yeah. I, I'm uh, told we're not actually giving them money. We're lifting sanctions. That's worth that much to them. Fair enough. Okay. But if the conversion rate is 150 to five or six trillion, I bet you go to some country that's even worse off than Iran. You could prop that government up, get your get my gladiatorial games started. All of a sudden, I'm live streaming fights to the death every Friday night. Now I'm worth two billion. <laughs> and the, I'd find out about like African it's strife like over there. When you get to two billion, like like there are people getting fucked to death at your parties. Like it's just <laughs> madness. If I ever get a billion dollars, oh, I'm gonna go to Kyle's house and we're gonna just have about a month of brainstorming. <laughs> coming up with nonsense and wacky yeah, things nope. that'll really be upsetting to a lot of people. Yeah, this is <laughs> quite the bucket list. <laughs> I mean, we're going. To, we're going. We're going to pay the Russians to go up and warn that we're going to space. We're going to the International Space Station. Totally make that happen with twenty million dollars. We both fucking blue-eyed Malaysians in space. All right, guys, <laughs> send your donations to Woody's Gamertag at gmail.com via PayPal, and we will enter a golden age. You hear the shit we'll do? <laughs> uh, oh wow! So when I hear him, on a global scale with a billion dollars, you could like buy oh. two shitty. African countries that aren't worth anything, just buy them wholesale and then make them, as long as they hate each other, they have little rivalries over there, and then <laughs> make them into one country. Watch it unfold. Or sell them, <laughs> sell them both to another adjacent country where it's like, you know, like I signed the deed. I now own the People's Democratic Republic of the Congo, and now you belong to pull a ball out of like, one of those things. Oh, France. Have fun, France, taking care of this. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. that'd be great. That's, yeah. No, nope. that would be I, awful. That would actually be a terrible. Like, if you're a billionaire and your wife passes away or something like that, okay, you, you can't buy that back. That's, I'll allow that's him some lost. sadness, temporary. Yeah, right? I'll allow him some sadness. But if you tell me you ain't got no friends, then you're not good at making friends. All right, because because yeah. because most of us can make friends with a normal fucking income or no money at all, just because we're decent people. You're such a you're such a turnoff to people that you can't make friends with a billion dollars. Come on. But you don't see that the, the billion dollars is a barrier to making true friendships. Why does he go? Where is he looking for friends at Minecon? Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> He's not that recognizable. Go out into public and grown ass adults don't know who the hell his ass Shave is. Shave his fucking beard. That's true. I'm sure that he's he's not like a outside of the gaming community. 
I, if I, I ask my mom, she would have personal no idea trainer, my <laughs> chef and personal trainer always with me, keeping me healthy, keeping me in shape. I got my steroid guy gearing me up, making me <laughs> strong and hard fucking core. I'd have a whole staff of people who's, who would each have a little job that, that would make sure that I was always happy and taken care of and had all the things that I want every day, all day, no matter where we are and, and, where the, and tour the world doing crazy cool shit. I want to go out there and hang out with some of those Saudi uh, princes when they get those Land Rovers up on two wheels going like 100 kilometers per hour out through the desert. And, they get, and they'll like crawl out and like sit on the hood and la 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 la. And like ha- those guys are having a ball. They're not <laughs> they fucking are. around. Not a They're single trouble a in their time. world. Yeah, those no. people are good at being rich. They have like cheetahs in their Lambos and Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so sweet shit. to have a whole staff. Wouldn't you would you want to like a jester? Like an actual like a real stand up comedian like Bill Burr, who you made dress up like a jester and he just accompanies you around to places. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to amuse but you. Can you. Get, you can get celebrities like that, like especially ones who put on performances like music stars and comedians. You can pay them to come do like a your a gig for you, like like a lot of play them your party. Yeah, yeah, Miley Cyrus yeah. will come to your house and play your party. Yeah. For a hundred thousand, she'll put on a concert. For, I bet for two fifty, she'll suck your dick. <laughs> Miley Cyrus would suck my dick if I had a billion dollars. I guarantee fucking tea it. <laughs> you know what? I I don't doubt it. She might do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, everybody always like gave my they gave Miley a ton of uh, grief when her butt didn't look good in that spandex thing mm-hmm. back when she was robbing thick. It's but not a things, flattering. Like, it wasn't a flattering garb. It's okay. Of spandex. It's not I think of her. she's. I think she's very hot. I, I like Miley Cyrus a lot. Yeah. I'd give Miley. I Cyrus think she's a- pretty. I don't think she's Hollywood hot. She was on SNL just recently, and I was watching her. I was like sort of looking at her. She's a little thick, and she looks southern if i could describe that some sort of cherry pudgy thing going on there and um just i mean she's pretty but i just in terms of like hollywood and singers and stuff a peak christina aguilera way hotter peak madonna way hotter britney spears different league you know taylor swift is way hotter yeah but two hundred and fifty thousand dollars she'll do anything for you and she is (laughs) yeah Taylor would Swift you buy your way onto Jack. TV shows? Like, it, whatever mm. TV show I was a big fan of at the time, I'd be like, you know what? I want to be on Just, Game of I want to be a guest star. Yeah. Who, who's the guy who gets to kill Ned Stark? No, no, that's me now. That's <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah. I would hire Sean Bean to come to my house and just mock it up for free. I don't have to be on the show. I just make Sean Bean come over, you fake bring cut his Game head of off. Thrones to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd buy could, sports teams that I these hate. These are things you can do. You can buy yourself a sports team. Here's what you do, though. You don't buy your favorite sports team. Like, oh, yeah, on the Braves now. Isn't it great? This is for Matt, Maddox and Glavin and Smoltz for it. No, you buy the team you hate the most. Mm-hmm. And, and you run you, it into the ground. <laughs> you uh, fuck and, with yeah. them. You In fuck news, with them. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks are now the Tijuana buttholes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> first season, I'd run them into the ground so bad the first season. Obviously, we got first round draft pick next year. I'd waste it so badly. I'd wait. And with the first selection of the draft, the New York Jets pick Carrot Top. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's the name of the guy who's reading Carrot off the top? names? We take that guy. <laughs> I'd draft right. myself. The guy will pull the name out and be like, me? Okay. <laughs> there's really no, no limit. Like, <laughs> there's no limit to what you can do. I mean, you can you could buy the companies you like, buy the companies you hate. If you've got enough money, you can do anything you want. Or you can just be senseless and have the rest of your life. You know, they always say you can't play forever. Life, life isn't a big uh, party. 
life isn't a big party. You can't live it that way. It, it could be. be. It could be if you wanted to be. It could be like Caligula. There could be donkey fucking and, and fucking orgies and, 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 make, and fucking people's wives and, and all kinds of hardcore crazy shit. You, the, the sky's the limit. The sky isn't even the limit when you got a billion dollars. Space. Go to space. Space is the limit. And you can go there. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why. the limit. So whenever I see Notch like boohooing about like not having any real friends or whatever, it's like, well, you should have been maybe made a real friend before you made that money, first of all. But second of all, now that you got that money, it's it's pretty easy, dude. Like like don't go around flashing the fact that you're a billionaire and you might meet a new person who genuinely likes you. Or just don't give a fuck. Who cares if they like you or not? Just pay them to like you and it's just the same. It's just as good. <laughs> Notch, if you're watching From your point of view, it'll be the same. There's great actors yeah. out there that are willing to work for money. <laughs> Notch, if you're watching, a million dollars a year for me and I'll be your senior social advisor yeah. to make it so that you, you will have friends. You'll have so many you don't even know what to fucking do. A million dollars a year. I'll help you out. I do it, I do it for less than that, but I do want to be paid in euros. I think this we could we could make this thing happen. Just travel around the world with some billionaire, coming up with great ideas for them to do. That'd, that'd be a fun job, right? That would be, be an awesome best. job. We go we go join uh, uh, like some some uh, we become mercenaries, go somewhere and get into like a battle with real guns and stuff. We go fight in a war, but you know we'd have a bunch of. I would not want to fight in a war. You don't no, want to fight can, in a war? I would. No. If you I wanted to fight products. in a war, I would have, have joined the military. You can give a bad name to products. You could do that, that with stupid. a lot less than a million dollars. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you can't. So, so what you just, you described <laughs> is, is signing up for a two-year commitment where they order you around and send you wherever the fuck they want to. What I'm talking about is is paying to be guided onto a battlefield, letting you do whatever you want, and then going home the next day. <laughs> like, 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 or, or even better, like going to like some paradise the next day. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> anybody who's crying with a billion dollars is just an asshole. Like he's just an asshole. He'd be crying if he ha- if he had no money. He's just just a crybaby. No reason to cry. You got a billion dollars about anything unless you lost a loved one. Even you if your do dog dies, you if your dog died, you could clone it. You piece of shit. Stop crying. <laughs> you uh. could like outfit ISIS in things that you don't like. Like I'd airdrop huge crates of Nutella and Chicago Cubs gear, and so every single picture of them committing an atrocity, <laughs> they've got like a Cubs hat on and a spoonful of Nutella, and all the idiots on. <laughs> On the internet, would be like, "Oh, I thought Nutella was a good company, but they're assisting terrorists." Uh, I, 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 would, I would defame mustard in the same way. Yeah, I'm gonna get mustard shut down as a condiment. Send Fifty thousand Tom Brady jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just like Wings Redemption said, don't give me that school zone bullshit. Don't give me that bullion, billionaire crybaby bullshit, because that's just not happening, dude. I mean, a mil- you got a million and you're crying? I believe you. Like, I, hell, with a, at a million, you got more problems than you had when you, when you only had 100,000, I bet. But when you get to a billion, all those problems have vanished long, long ago. <laughs> and, and you're just being an asshole now. And a, a, an uncreative one at that. It's, I mean, come on. Yeah. You're a real piece of shit if you're complaining and you're a billionaire. Like, I don't care what really happened. Like, if your whole family was killed, like, yeah. in some tragic accident, yeah, that that's yeah. really awful. But if it's just because you don't have friends and you're going to pull some weepy horse shit of, go, nobody likes me for me, yeah, no shit. Like, you're probably not fun. Yeah. By the sounds of this, people are going to look at their Twitter and be like, what a douche. This guy's a billion dollars, and he's complaining about not having friends. Like, spend less time... Actually, I don't even know what he. Wonder what he spends his day doing, other than crying uh, on Twitter. tweeting, tweeting, reading, yeah. reading Twitter comments. 
These people, I should just buy Twitter. These people are so mean on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll block them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's probably got, actually got, a nice guy. I'm being a dick. I, I, I met him one time at, a, at a, a, a PAX or something like that, or an E3. I don't remember which. I, I didn't recognize him. I didn't know who he was or anything. Because I, I don't follow Minecraft at all, especially back then. But you know, I, I guess I met him one time. I didn't. I've never met him. I've been in the same room with him, but uh, I don't. I don't think I ever spoke to him or anything. He was. Um, I didn't know what Minecraft was at the time. This has been about four or five years ago, I guess. And but but a lot of the people did. And Kitty Kitty was like, "Oh, that's Notch. That's Notch." And I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck's a Notch? <laughs> I don't care." Yeah, I was a speaker at Minecon, yeah. and there's a VIP room and stuff, and. Uh, there are a lot of people that like Captain Sparkles was there and Notch was there and I don't know who else. But people were there. Oh, Sky does Minecraft. I went and hung out with him. But uh, um, I don't know Notch. Yeah, once you got that billion dollars, you can get them leather pants, get, your, get yourself a nice cocaine habit, get a couple Lambos. You do whatever I'm gonna you want. I'm going to get silk pants, first thing. Some nice silk pants. <laughs> what silk are silk pants? <laughs> Can I take this? Isn't that like pajamas? I, can I, right, so you can, you take can it away. I don't really quite know what they are, where the silk right. is. So I'm sure we've all worn a pair of like dress slacks like you would wear with a, a suit and jacket, right? Mm -hmm. And on the insides, the lining is smooth, right? It's, it's some sort of silk rayon type material. Yeah. That's what Wings has been referring to for the last four years or whatever those are his silk pants they're dress oh, slacks really? and the and the inner lining is a smooth rayon mix or something like that wings doesn't have any silk pants okay <laughs> wings just doesn't know what's what slacks are are you sure i've been I, picturing him walking around like a genie in his <laughs> pants this whole time <laughs> I have seen the silk pants. They are dress slacks. They're just I th black. I think that I have had actual pants or pajama pants that were silk. I saw a guy point. that had some pants that were made out of like Egyptian linen or something like that. They were like white and like super light and soft. And those were the fan. Those were, uh, those were cool. But Wings would always tell me those silk pants. I didn't understand what he meant until you know I came here and I saw some silk pants. I've had dress slacks. I've had <laughs> silk pants. boxers. Silk boxers. If you never had those, they're. are pretty much arousing now i had them yeah. when i was young too and it was yeah. like fuck like these boxers are too comfortable like the, two, at least a 600 percent increase in daily boners yeah the like, day. like uh, all day <laughs> it's just like this just walking feels yeah. glorious this is yeah. getting to be a problem in high school so i don't like them there's no structure it's just mayhem yeah. Everything goes where it wants. There's, there's no, 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 no support down there. For Never my money, it. nothing beats MeUndies. MeUndies.com, folks. <laughs> They're made with Modal, I think, which is made from birchwood trees and is twice as, uh, twice as soft as cotton. Dude, it's, so... Uh, absorbent? When, it's wonderful. When MeUndies advertised on the show, I was actually just wearing them for the first time. I didn't know it yet, but Jackie had a very positive response to them. You talked about how well they fit and how you know, they, they, they took your junk and really put it on a stage. <laughs> Made your uh, butt look good, too, I'm sure. That play played out That's well for cool. me. That was outstanding. Uh, MeUndies, if you're listening, send more pairs. I could always very thin. use more it's attention. Very, 
it's thin and it's like clingy. So it, it, it really doesn't like I don't know when you when I wear normal boxers, you know, your bowl just kind of a bulge there. But with this, it's like, oh, there's your dick and balls. Yeah, right there. Yeah, hey. I <laughs> we left them on. It was, they, she was a huge fan and uh, and uh, and it was a big win for me. Yeah, I, I really am a fan. I was telling Chiz before the show. I was like, could you get us some more? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I, I want some more of those. And my girlfriend wants some, too, because they make panties. That was like one of their selling things was that you and your girl could have matching underwear, that you could get the boxer briefs or whatever, and she could get the panties. And I want the panties. <laughs> for her. Yeah, for her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they're a win. So oh. what's did you, what did you guys have, the boxer brief, trunk, or men's brief? Boxer briefs. Boxer brief, I think, yeah. So, um, uh, But tonight's sponsor is Audible. Audible.com slash PKA. Uh, there is no one who comes close to them. They they dominate this field, and they have tech no one else has. So that's absolutely true. Check them out. Uh, you want to call the show there? I think it's so. It's almost two a.m. I gotta four I gotta plus hours. Yes, thank you, uh, thank you, Wicked, for coming on. No yeah, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, thanks for having Always me. Pleasure. That was fun. I want to talk. Had some laughs. I want to talk more <laughs> YouTube, but I'll let it go. It's it's uh it's about two a.m. All right, good night, all. Episode 251. I hope you enjoyed it. Take it easy.